track five. Uh, wait, why did I must have been sick when I started these notes, right? I just wrote like toy soldier, but it's so soldiers like toy soldiers. Yeah. Uh, produced by Louise Resto and Eminem. For a disappointing album, business is picking up. Eight minus. Mel always falls for the fucking schmaltzy records on these albums. <laughs> Not so always. I'll never understand it. Not always. This is Jay-Z Forever Young adjacent schmaltz. Six plus. It also features a sample from the 80s pop oddity Martika. <laughs> if you didn't know, folks, if you skipped part one, right, the, the 80s song uh, from Martika. Why don't you uh, play it since we've got it here? Oh, we've Fort. got it? Oh, <laughs> we finally get to hear Martika. We've heard a lot about her. We've heard her flips, but have we heard from her? What did Maggie Rogers say earlier today? The world, what, hold on, let me see. The whitest woman in the world. I've deemed her. Um, let's see, hold on, let me find this. This is not a bad sentiment, but is some dude yelling last Eve while at Maggie Rogers was chatting it up and spreading love. Apparently Maggie said, the world would be such a better place if men learned to listen. And the crowd erupted, cheering on that truth. And here's a gif of Meryl Streep, Strep, whatever, like pointing. Strep? She's not a fucking throat Meryl, condition. Meryl Strep throat, okay? We know about her. But let's shut up his man and finally listen to Martika, okay? Without whom we couldn't have this record. So let's open up that archival folder for the first time tonight, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. listen. This... Is a season full of disappointments. <laughs> I mean, that it is. All right, let's see. Uh, uh, so you got this off of 80s rock hits. Martika, Toy Soldiers. It's track six on that compilation. Uh, here we go. Wait, wait, okay. Martika, that was some 80s excellence to me, okay? Where's the drop? It's better than this. (laughs) Where's the drop? Martika. You my favorite new dude. You my favorite new dude, all right? I might like the the sample as much as the flit. Let Let me talk about this, okay? Okay. So I was really amazed that, like, back in part one, aside from constantly identifying the sample that was used, (laughs) which you just heard, that all these writers were calling this thing, like, the best song on the album. Like, for starters, 
to me, unless this was like a Jim Jones song, I don't want this like schmaltzy, sped up 80s sample flip on an Eminem song. Like, it's not that Eminem has been like a stranger to sampling. There's a sample Sing on Sing for the moment. Yeah. You know. But this is the first time I've heard Eminem over what I would call like a gimmicky kind of novelty sample. And what I was really feeling was he was trying to get his Kanye West chipmunk soul on here Ah. with this. And it's odd hearing Eminem over a beat like this. Not to mention that outside of the vocal sample that sped up, I really dislike the beat itself. Like the military drums and everything like that really do not work for me. And I just, I can't shake the fact that this is just like a schmaltzy song. There's just a schmaltz factor on this one that I can't shake. And this is supposed to be a G-Unit soldier talking. He don't rock with these drums. No, because because here's the thing. I'm not a toy soldier. I'm a G-Unit soldier. Oh, okay. okay? All right. Fair enough. And okay. Look, before this, I'm going to say, like, I don't think Eminem made anything I would have outright deemed as, like, corny or as, like, maudlin as I think this is. And that trend is unfortunately present on some other songs in this album as well. Like, I I just feel like the beat itself, not the sample, but the cheesy kind of MIDI pianos, military sounding drums. I mean, if Heatmakers reflipped the sample and we got like peak Jim and Jewel's like in that, you know, era we were just that powerful music bag you know yeah then like i'd love to hear them over a flip of martika's toy soldiers <laughs> for this though for eminem it feels like a mismatch it was like the thing that kind of told me all right like i don't think we're going to be hearing eminem on any kanye albums and i don't think we're going to be hearing any kanye beats on eminem albums like i thought this was a serious mismatch i got you know hometown homegrown whatever it was called from graduation vibes with Chris Martin from this, I get like forever young with Mr. Hudson vibes. Like this is a total schmaltz fest. And, you know, it's the song where Eminem kind of analyzes his role in the beefs that he was embroiled in and tries to put them behind him. And at the time, you know, like in real time, I was really invested in the beefs that he was embroiled in. Like, all of the records against Murder, Inc. and Ja Rule and, you know, Irv Gotti, fucking Ashanti even, was getting some, you know, barbs here and there. All the shit with, like, Benzino, Nail in the Coffin, all of that. Like, I was invested in that beef, but I was really not invested in this, like, Dr. Phil moment from Eminem on this album. I thought it was super corny. I thought that, like, he was weak at the time for doing this like i honestly thought like oh he's super pussy he's not a g-unit soldier and he won the beef he can be the one to decide to squash it at that i point. guess but like you know now that it's all ancient history and we have the benefit of hindsight i just don't have an emotional connection to like his handling of this on here and even though it's probably like him going about things in a logical and adult manner it's not exciting to me and as a listener Years later, so far removed from all of that drama, I just don't really care about the situation at all anymore. Eminem, to his credit, it at least raps on this song with passion and conviction, which I feel like is missing from a lot of tracks on this album. 
so I can at least appreciate that. I give it the six plus off of that element of it, but I don't know. I guess maybe that's where all the critical love is coming from. But for me, this is far from the best song on the album, and it's easily one of the most unfun and cheesy songs on the album to me. Couldn't disagree more, man. Like, see, here's the thing. Yeah, you're a genius soldier. I'm a toy soldier, okay? Proudly. Shout out to uh, the Army Men, Sarge's Heroes 2. That was a great PlayStation 2 game, okay? I rock with the toy soldiers. I'm a toy soldier. Because here's the thing. You know, we might play war, but we don't really want war. We toy soldiers. I do have an emotional connection because I'm very much Eminem on this record. I'm not a beef dude. Because here's the thing. If I had to be in one, I'm going to be in that shit. Like, and I don't like having to be in that mindset didn't, to like go for Eminem the throw. Didn't say on Kill You, he said, I'm going to never, like, I'm going to never stop. Something we, we don't squash the beef or whatever. Yeah, yeah. there you go. So He did, well, but that was, you know, people hadn't been hurt at that point yet. And his, his daughter like, wasn't dragged step, into anything. I'm stepping away before somebody ends up dead. It's like, oh my god, shut the fuck up! Like, you're oh being a come pussy. on, man. See, you're being see, a pussy. The- you're not ride or die. You're <laughs> not a genius soldier. Okay, you and I, Mules, you are an Aries, as am I. You know, we're the fire signs. You know, Aries is god of war in that mythology, right? We're built for war. We really are. You know, but I think here's my thing though, because that, because I know that. I try to stay away from it as much as possible. Like, yeah, but sometimes it's unavoidable, and I'm not. It is. Just, and the thing is, this beef never ended with fifty in them. It didn't, because fifty so, probably was like, I, I ain't doing that shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, because yeah. that's what a real that's what a real man does in the face of all of this. <laughs> but there here's the no thing, winning. though: it, you won a couple battles, you didn't win the war. <clears throat> He never disowned Eminem for it, though. And we know 50 demands loyalty. He does. Yeah, but, but not I think from, he respected from, I mean, listen, Eminem brought him up to the level he got to and believed in him, even when Dre sometimes had, you know, issues with 50 and they would butt heads. Okay, you know? so you M thought it was more so like a chain respect. of command here. Yeah, it's, like, a res- it's a respect out of basically the guy that put him on. Okay. All right, fair enough. Well... My perspective is like, listen, if I'm ever in a beef, it's draining on me emotionally to have to go for the kill. Because I'm going to go for the fucking kill. Like, I don't. got a song, Toy Soldier, on uh, The Massacre. Oh, does he? About Tony Yeo. He says, That's my motherfucking Toy Soldier. (laughs) I like, I wind him up and then he goes and kills everyone for me, which I think is a very sweet dedication to uh, to, to one of the great soldiers in unit history but i gotta be honest i ain't no toy soldier okay listen the g-unit propaganda what was the g-unit so he's in that army over on marshall's navy when 50 says pop that gap i'm gonna pop that gap but i ain't no toy soldier okay listen over here we have kids okay we got we gotta watch out for hey well we can't be moving that reckless we got more to live for than ourselves you know so we have to think we're calculated generals. We can't we can we can squash the opposition anytime, but it's like wouldn't, wouldn't it be better if we just didn't have this guy? What are we really fighting about? And that's what I connected to as a as who's a got, kid. Who's got the biggest weenie? We're getting there. In in the seventh grade. So this was my favorite one of this was probably my favorite song of the singles during that cycle when this album came out. Because I was a big Mockingbird fan. We'll get there, but 
you know, I don't have to say it, but I'm emo male. But this is like apocalyptic male. In the seventh grade, I was dealing with some real life shit. There was like a lot going on. There's always a lot going on. Nothing like in this song. But at the time, everything felt like life or death, just like in this record. So I love this record. And obviously, this isn't like a big pop song. So they didn't play it that often. So I would love every time I would catch it on the radio. I'm like, oh, this is my shit. When we at war. You know, I get pumped. And I, I would fall into this world. And honestly, I'm going to reveal this because it's rap rankings. I keep it honest with the people. This beat used to scare me, bro. I ducked. There's something haunting about it. You say There's it's schmaltzy and cheesy. It's, it's schmaltz and cheap sounding. It's a bad beat. Hey, let him hear it. I brought in the music video version of Light Toy Soldiers. Oh. Which I guess in I, I forgot what's different about that difference. one. I've seen the video a few times. but yeah, I just wanted to change it up a little bit, you know? Okay. Let them hear something they can't easily access. Well, I mean, YouTube is around, but I know what you mean in comparison to that like, is easily, you know, right? Yeah, most people are going to their streaming service because they act like they can't listen to music on YouTube. Or they're so going to their FiOS, you know. If you're a good little, they ain't archivist. got no FiOS. Yeah, boy. Yeah, if you're a good little archivist, is that what the name of the book? Good little archivist. I don't know. We got to go back and we gotta go back and maybe punch it up a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's uh like toy soldiers music video version. Get ready to duck with Mel. Get ready to be scared of this beat, but also get be ready to just by. roll your eyes with moles and the Gringotts or whatever their names are. I'm bored. Let's do something else. I got this book. My dad gave it to me. Fucking sucks. Maybe it's oh worse than I'm even giving it credit for, oh and someone God. should have gotten killed. Okay. What is wrong with you? Okay. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> Why was he singing our evil deeds? <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Listen. Um, you know how people talk about how I was not with the, this shit at all at the time. I'm 18, bro, or I'm 17 at the time. Yeah, because you're right, out. and you're a knucklehead full of testosterone. You want to fight and fuck and all the things that teenagers do, right? Like, not me, okay? I was in seventh grade. I was 11, 
Okay. No, I was, and in, I was. When did this come out? November '04. Uh sounds about right. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. So I'm actually in. Yeah, I'm in senior year of high school, but you know, at the time, and this is something I talked about in the Black Album review. It's like a lot of these guys, like who I was originally like a really big fan of, feel like they started turning the corner around this time. Jay on Black Album, Eminem on Encore, and I'm sure there's something else that is escaping me. And like newer guys were kind of filling the role for me. Like, you know, newer names were moving into those spots. Yeah, Annie Max new names. I feel you. Yeah, right. Annie Max new names. So, you know, uh, listen. This this shit is this is some pussy shit. That's all I gotta say. All right. I see, it, and I can't. All, I can't get it's with all, that. It, and it and it and it stomps out all the meaning of all the shit before it because he's talking about. Well, I don't want anyone to get hurt here. So what is it? Someone violates your daughter and you don't want them fucking dead anymore? It's oh, I'm what? being a grown up. I'm trying to be. Everyone looks to me to be a leader. This is the most like like baby face promo shit I'm hearing from like a Steve Austin type of antihero. This man is, has been worn down on drugs. His world's been spinning. He I don't finally care. had a moment of clarity. And he's ready, like, what is what get is... Get ready for the next battle, all right? Whatever well, they say, takes. talking heads, what have I done? Okay? He's having a moment. Now, I, I would expect... Care. If you're going to critique it, I'm not I would his expect, therapist, okay? Here's a valid critique, though. If you would have said, oh, yeah, you're a big man to say this after you already won the beef. That's a valid critique. Sure, you know? that, too, that too, but it's... It's still, it's, it's just, it's, you didn't win the beef. You won a battle. He even says it on the song. That's what he refers to it as not the war. Right. They, they won. They fucking won. <laughs> they kill murder. Inc. Benzino, all of them. Okay. They, they so won. Eminem has to play peacemaker now. That's bullshit. I just, here's the thing. Like I said, naturally how I am, I'm a pacifist. I don't, I've never been in a fight, never been in a physical fight. I don't, this is a pacifist anthem and it's, it's very whack coming from Eminem. Who's about to tell us to like kill George Bush on the next? I don't song. even think it's that. I think it's a man who's tired of fighting. That's what it that, is. That's it's bullshit fatigue. because the next song is Mosh Mel. Yeah, well, that's that's a different target though. So we're <laughs> now we're going to kill someone who's never even re- mentioned you before. Uh, he got, he, I'm sure Bush. You know that? that how do we, how, how do I sound like Bush? Yeah, that Marshall Matt, I, I can't do no Bush. <laughs> it was everyone had a Bush. Are we in fighting the or are we not fighting? One. That's the thing. He's saying Listen. fight, stomp, push, fuck Bush. Yeah, but spoiler, you know, that ain't no good song because his heart ain't in it. If you ask so me, this I'm is asking, from the heart. I'm just asking, are we fighting or not? I'm fighting because I'm a. We're fighting soldier, Bush, but we're not but fighting no Zeno and and any of them anymore. Okay, Fifty didn't like, tell me we're fighting Bush. Cause he ain't want to fight Bush. He had different time. He's fight, cause he, he, you know, he ain't in the beef with Murray on it. He fight the same people over and over. Fifties, <laughs> yeah. booking him his next like five years in the territory. He's like, all right, Nas beef, Jadakus beef. Uh, we can kind of delve more into the Fat Joe stuff. But we got to start a beef with DJ Khaled, Cameron. Uh, speaking yeah. of fat, it's another fat nigga. His name Rick Ross. <laughs> he picked up that. You know, I mean, listen, yeah, I respect relentless energy. I do. I do. It's it's part of what makes this him a, a fascinating I'm throwing the white. But... I'm throwing the white flag, y'all. It's over. I'm a fucking pussy. No, I don't see it that way. I'm and just I'm doing naturally it on a corny the... little song. If you really are a man, you're going to call someone and make like 
make amends privately. Like this is some pussy shit all the way. Well, he did it publicly because he's known how things have played out publicly in hip hop up to this moment. Biggie and Pac and all that. We haven't gotten this. So well, the Biggie guy and Pac just be like, hey artists. guys. Would we have to see, are we gonna mourn the death of fucking Irv Gotti or Cadillac Top? <laughs> well if Eminem would have got shot and killed, we would have felt bad. Yeah, I think we'd get over it eventually. Oh my god! <laughs> Look, this is this is my point. Okay, this I identify did, with. Did, this let me ask you something. He's been in all these beefs. Did he ever get shot? He got shot nine times. <laughs> yeah, but that was before all these beefs, right? Because uh, they probably was like, oh, "We tried." Okay, like, this nigga survived. It's like nine Jake shots throwing us in jail. <laughs> Yeah, Look, exactly. All I gotta say is, I'll throw every argument in the book that I got at this song because I don't like it. <laughs> I like it because at heart, I didn't I'm like not sing for the moment. Who, you didn't. You didn't. I don't. Did I like, even like cleaning out my closet? Yeah, I think so. I think you gave it a flat seven. I think. Let me see. What was that? Season seven. I don't tolerate like no season. This guy doing nine. certain things. That's that's what it comes down to. I understand. You gave uh you gave cleaning out my closet a uh why am I It's not that Austin turned though? heel, it's that Austin like started becoming a weird guy who was constantly looking for Vince McMahon all the time and being paranoid and fucking like not being like Stone Cold Steve Austin. You gave Instead it a of minus the real bionic redneck, like kinda how they portrayed it at first in the first couple of weeks. What were you saying? He's seven minus. He gave seven minus. Out like, listen, this guy is Stone Cold Steve Austin, who's all of a sudden cutting fucking babyface promos, like straight up, like I love the fans. Thank you, everyone in the locker room looks to me. Say hell yeah if you think I'm a good locker room later. Oh god, oh god, it's not like that. Listen, it is. This is it's, real it's life, man. We got to separate from the persona of Eminem. In the in the in the this let's not be Marxist, okay? Is what it is, okay? This oh, this song God. is maybe responsible for why we have a whole generation of people who are too scared to speak up on how they feel about shit. Oh, brother, how is this? How is this that he's he's speaking? He's talking about mashing them because and letting them have it. Everyone he, but he, it he did all that, and guess to... what? He found at the end it didn't fulfill him. It Listen, just made things and you worse. Know what? Ultimately, it's bullshit because he's fucking high on drugs. He's not even speaking. You know what? Call me when you're sober style, you know? Like, this guy is not even, he's not even making any sense right now. He's trying to make himself look good all the way here. This is like the N-word verse that he did in the last song, except he's trying to explain why, I don't want to buy, I don't have a problem with you. It's just, you know, you mentioned my daughter, you know? And then he's beefing with this guy. And I'm beefing with that guy. And we're like, well, shit, if you're beefing with him, then, like, I'll beef with this guy. And you beef with that guy. And we're beefing with each other's guys. You know? But the thing about that Ja Rule is that he's just a guy. You know? (laughs) Ja Rule is, like, he's a grifter, which is, like, whatever. Who cares? You know? He's not, like, a scumbag like Herb Gotti. Look, you know... Why are, we just, sh- why are we throwing the white flag? Why are we doing this shit with the Benzino and everything? Like, come on, man. I'm trying to be a bigger man. Yeah, okay. You're you're trying to... What you're trying to do is signal to everybody that you're being the bigger man. It's patting yourself on the back to show everyone, look at me, everyone. I'm the bigger man. <laughs> I don't have Here's to do th- this. I would agree with you and if you know he what? continued and attacking him after, but he never did again. Calling, and he's basically 
saying he's basically saying like 50 cent is is not as intelligent as me that i'm thinking on a higher level and playing a different game of chess i don't think he's saying that and i don't like how he's i mean respect to him for bringing 50 in the game but i don't like how he's trying to undermine beefs that were still active after this song came out that 50's all alone now he doesn't have a great ally in his friend eminem Uh, what about the beefs from eminem that 50 inherited listen let me, you know what? Let me see. What did 50 Cent think about like toy soldiers? I thought it sucked, man. I thought <laughs> I never heard a bigger pussy in my life. But I gotta I gotta stay low and well, they drag my teak into this. They could flip my teak better than that. I heard I read a lot of articles talking about that my teak. <laughs> That's my main takeaway. His main issue is he, he doesn't like how they flip Martika. <coughs> you know? That shit was odd, man. He turned it his pussy shit. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I can't find anything about 50 Cent talking on Toy Soldiers. I, I don't know. All right. What but... was the name of the first actual song on The Massacre? Uh... Uh... Not the intro. Track two. The track, uh, it would uh, in my hood. Uh, third track, this is 50. Fourth track, <laughs> I'm supposed to die tonight. There you go, classic. All right, <laughs> what? listen, all through my hood, I hear redacted saying, I'm supposed to die tonight. But you know who wasn't there to protect him? Eminem. Eminem was on the song. It says, and he produced it. <laughs> he's not on. He's not on that song. It says writers Jackson, Mathers, Steve King, and Resto. It. Producer Eminem and Resto. Yes, because producers are writers. Oh, as writer well. credit, right? Okay, I try. No, he's on Gatman and Robin. Sorry. Yeah, which fucking sucks. Wait, well, sidekick. You know, fifties Gatman. He's still Robin. He just, you know, look. Th- this is my point. Okay. As someone who everyone's been in a beef, in a conflict, an argument, I for one. Okay, you know man, what? Can okay? I throw a white? We, I know. Listen, we got we got a mutual person we have beef with, right? You and I. Okay. What What if I threw up the white flag for that person? Was like, well, it would be man, weird because the beef's been it dormant. Is, it doesn't really matter because now I just want to say now that the beef's been dormant. I just want to say I don't want anyone being treated like a doormat. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't disown you, but I'd be like, "What the fuck? What, what is well, this? Where go. did this come but, from?" But you like this. This is your kind of. This is your kind of party, right here. I'm sure Fifty heard it before it came out, though. That's the difference. I honestly think Fifty put a gun in M's mouth and was like, "Yo, you better take this fucking song off the album," before reminding himself, like, "Oh wait, this is the guy that brought me in the game." And he was like, "All right, listen, let's pretend this never happened." Look, being in beefs is spiritually and emotionally exhausting it is and this is my point or fulfilling it depends on what side of the beef you're on really 98 out of 100 times though you'll look back and be like was what what like was this really worth all this and yes. that's what he's talking about yes it was okay i don't it think was it was it. and in my hood this is 50 okay 50 out of 100 i don't know why i gave it a six plus i might be tripping Listen, 
I didn't even connect to anything in the song as far as the actual situations until I got older and heard those disses. I related to this idea that it's like, yo, we're killing ourselves out here. We're dropping like toy soldiers over hip hop. Hip hop. Okay. They they were. He who said it. This isn't like what I soldiers. got in this for. Who who was dropping? Everybody who died was, over this uh, beef. Uh 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 rat man. Murder, <laughs> remember Ratman from Murder Inc. So you forgot because because he died and people forgot about him. It's a shame, really. You know, this is ain't what he was trying died. to stop. No rat, ain't no Ratman. Okay. <laughs> Ratman, he was signing Murder Inc. Ratman, remember his album, rap album? It's a lead single rap song. He was uh, Ratman on the rap song. Rap album, Ratman on the rap song. Rap album, the beat was like. <laughs> See, you forgot because all this senseless violence. He got murdered and erased from history. Yeah, he okay. got murdered by Murder Inc. Okay, a, <laughs> a guy who throws the white flag against a group called Murder Inc. Oh my God, listen, pussy. Okay, that's what this is. <laughs> nah, this is pussy look. boy behavior. I know someone feels me. Okay, I don't give a damn if you don't, but I know someone feels me. I like peace, like because, like I said, Ooh. if I'm gonna be in a beef, I'm in it. The who and and I'm not gonna stop until it's until I win until you're crushed because we can't leave remnants. We gotta make sure they know what it is. You gotta send a message, but I don't like reaching that point. You know, so like well, I connect. Then I to guess you're just like a posh recording artist millionaire who's too scared to fuck up his fortunes by really getting involved oh, in an issue God. that you probably should have never been involved in in the first place. Would you rather have him young you thug himself? And we wouldn't have got no relapse. We wouldn't have got nothing. We would have got, got locked up. I would have right. visited him in jail. I would have heard a couple things. Oh, my God. <laughs> Listen, you know how people say uh, um, kids are like, you know, when Many Man, he's like, kids would talk about they would get home from school and, like, listen to Many Man and feel like they just, like, got out of a war. Like, that's how much they connected to that record. This was my Many Men in seventh grade. This ain't Many Men. This is a few men. <laughs> this was it was so serious this is barely me. men actually okay oh my god here we go hyper masculine wolves talk about the emasculization of our men this is the song that caused the demasculization <laughs> of our boys they're talking about the gay mafia no 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 it wasn't the gay mafia it was like toy soldiers by eminem you want to know why you everyone's many men parentheses wish death a 10 you do <sighs> Okay, that's real music. This is schmaltz. This is theater. I gave it an eight plus. I yeah, like, it, like more it more than, than, than every this song on Illmatic. I like uh, yes that and and I and I like it more than I uh, like Toy Soldiers. But I like like Toy Soldiers a lot. One's a plus, one's a minus, and I connect to this. You know, I'm just, saying you like Toy Soldiers more than every song on Illmatic. No, more than half of Illmatic. I think I gave some eights. And Illmatic, hold on, let me check, because this, you know, everyone runs with the narrative, Mel only likes half Illmatic, that's true, but how much did I like the stuff I liked? How is it a narrative if it's exactly the exact Because it's always because it's because it's then utilized to justify other things, and that's how narratives work. Okay, well, when it really just needs to be contained to Illmatic, it's used to make bad faith arguments about me and other drive downloads to the review, I think. I hope. But listen, of the five songs I like on Illmatic, three of them were eights. You know, like, what are we doing? Eight what? 
Let me see. A three A minus. <laughs> oh, you're not gonna t- you're not gonna do that. See, no, I'm not gonna let you act like an eight minus is it's like better, the male seven than, minus. What did you What did you give Toy Soldiers? A minus. So it's on the same level. It's yeah. this is on the same level as your three favorite songs. As life's a bitch, the world is yours, and it ain't hard to tell. Yes. Um. I, listen. I, I listen. Someone's got to die over this beef. It might be me. Moses okay? <laughs> was funny to die. Okay, that's why you got to keep records like many men away from him, and you got to pump this like toy soldiers and it was to calm him down. His blood's running hot. He wants to run through a wall for G Unit. He wants to shoot gun pew pew bang bang. Listen, you need to listen to that. I don't listen to this because it sounds like. This literally sounds like <laughs> Russian bot music, is what it sounds like from the moment like it starts. Like fully soldiers. All right. Yeah, okay. Is, it sounds like some Russian sample, and then he starts rapping, and it's definitely, it's definitely controlled opposition. And then he's going to tell us to kill the president on the next song, so we all get ourselves fucking arrested. Oh. This guy tells us to storm the Capitol on the next fucking song. Okay. He was trying to get a January sixth going long before. Okay, that insurrection. Oh, no, that we're, took place. we're we're about to get there. We're about but to get there. Okay? Before we go there, do you want to hear maybe if this beat could be redeemed? I like the beat. Ain't no redemption needed. Well, do you want to at least hear how Styles P did on the beat? It's not sure. Why not? It's not uh, Jim Jones like pouring his heart out, but you know it'll do. All right, this is a soldier's song by Styles P. Here we go. Yo, poops. Yo, poops. It's the ghost of the MB. I breathe up a yeah, liquor right. and weed and choose to read when the men sleep. Oh. I don't even pray with my eyes closed. Soul is screaming, I know the demons. How but the lies go? Try to fall back off the lyrics with mysticism. Can't express myself while out and get shipped to prison. Got a lot of shit I could say. But it's ludicrous to make niggas get out the way. Kinda selfish if I make niggas get on a spray. Leave you helpless and the only thing you do is you pray, nigga. Shit is God made, a man-made, machine-made I don't want beef, I'm on money That's the green way, the pride overpower the brain I'm gonna die like a cow, motherfucker, I'm vain I'm a gangster in the car and the dirt in the chains I've been hurting in pain and stood tall in this urban terrain But a man must submit to his faults I know mine, I'm the type that always wanna revolt If I can't kill a nigga, then I wanna See. He says it's a fault of his. He said like he's not either. a coward, but he it's said fucking, that's vanity. Vanity's it's, a sin. It's, it's, Don't it's be vain. Uh, it's a freestyle. It should have never even. <laughs> this is not See? a freestyle beat. <sighs> well, that, sample, that, that is true. That is The Martika true. part of the sample should have been reflipped by the heat makers for Jim Jones and Jewels uh, a year earlier. And. This song should have never made the cut. I don't get why everyone likes the song. It's not only bad, but it also the implications were horrible, and he left Fifty Cent, a POC, out in the cold oh. to die. Oh basically. God! Okay, he said, "All right, you're on your own, there, right. pal. Best of love." And then Fifty had to write the song, "I'm supposed to die tonight," which is referring to the incident where Eminem left him alone in the beat. <laughs> 
you know, so it's, it was his I get nothing moment. You've heard I get money. You've not heard I get nothing, but you know, there is I get nothing as well. Okay. All right. All right. Moves his head again and strikes again. All right. We know what's really on the record, okay? We we know what's really going on. This right? is a bogus record with bad intentions, okay? More people will die because of this record than if he said nothing. That's crazy. Um, Styles P, uh, he respects him in his message, but his song I respect Styles P, but I respect Styles. Stilo Vino Pellegrino, just a little bit more, okay. And I know <laughs> well, Styles is me. probably in your camp. He's a, he's, he's a rabble rouser. Right he's a okay. he's a smoke seeker. So I'm he, saying Styles throw you once in the air, baby. Oh my Gina god! soldiers till death, okay. And we took this vow that we will die for fifty. <laughs> this really is like anti-Styles music because he he be beefing with niggas in his comment section. <laughs> yeah, and yo Styles, this whole song <laughs> is Eminem basically saying like. Yo, what's the point of this? Who anointed this? And then they pointed this. You know, he's he's just he's a bozo I... and a, and a, and a traitor on this song. <laughs> Hold on, man. I <coughs> I got you because this is a perfect. I passed Eminem on. pills in court. Okay, if he had to go to court, oh if he stayed God. loyal to Fifty, but I'm not passing him no pills now. Oh, oh my God! Listen, he. <laughs> I'll put. I'll play you. I'll play you. The styles drops about him justifying beefing with people in his comment sections. We, Briar tried to talk him out of this. I stayed neutral because I'm like, listen, niggas disrespect you. I understand, but like, yeah, I don't think you should be firing everybody. This is what he said. Okay. When I grab me a nigga at them conference, I don't be thinking how nigga my nigga my my homeboy sister Soil is mad at me. I think about I think about the power that I've been anointed with, <laughs> the pain and trouble. I'm going to make you feel this pain. <laughs> when he grabbed him a nigga in that comment section, he's not thinking about no white flags. He's not thinking about his friends trying to talk him down. <laughs> Apparently he's on go that. mode, and you especially don't publicly denounce a beef that's still ongoing with other members of the crew. <laughs> I understand where you're coming from, but I this also guy just apologized for saying the n word, and now he committed a much bigger violation in the streets. Honestly. <sighs> Oh my god! Oh my god! All right, we've we've drawn a line in the sand. Pacifists versus uh, Warhawks here. All right, yeah. call in seven one eight six three five zero seven four. Are you a toy soldier you or are you a G unit soldier? Please let us know, okay? But me, I'm not gonna let someone else's cough and rest on my conscience. Okay? Oh my god! No one was gonna die, <laughs> except for All Rat right. Man. The rat, the rat man died. He died. Okay, rest in peace to Rat Man. All right, Jesus, it's a damn shame. All right, well, I think we've talked about this record. Uh, Eminem's on. rapping on a from a technique perspective and from his level of engagement in the subject matter and what he's talking about, regardless of 
how I feel about it, you know, is what elevates this. And, you know, anything else about the song, it's just, it's just not resonating with me like it is with everyone else. Well, there's nothing left to do, but, uh, do a wild swing to fighting again. So you want to do the next track? Yeah. Track six, Mosh, produced by Mark Batson and Dr. Dre. Flat six. A four plus. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you don't want to fight. What happened? You don't want to fight no more? (laughs) It's the second, it's the second worst song in the album. Uh, no, uh, first of all, like I said, it's very irresponsible to tell people not to fight and then to try to incite insurrection. You know, <laughs> it is. Look, man, you know, for all this talking he has on this record, I don't actually have that much to say about it because I mean, I can sum it up. Like, first of all, this song should have been called Trudge or like Sludge or just like it's this run on bloated message. Um, I've already alluded to it. It's a real January 6th anthem here. Like, this... It was the wrong beat to do this. It was the wrong way to do this. Like, he doesn't even start that bad. And it's because he hasn't really gotten into this, like, let's storm the White House bag. But it's like him deconstructing his influence, you know, like... You know, I exercise my right to express when I feel it's time. It's just all in your mind what you interpret it as. I say to fight, you take it as I'm going to whip someone's ass. You know, like all of that. He knows his influence on kids. You know, he's doing the whole stuff. Our father's grown up with the father was passed, blown up now to rap phenomenon it has. But it's this run on flow. You know, he's this verse, this first verse, before he even gets into all this Bush stuff. He's done. He's telling me he's done. He doesn't want to do this anymore. When he starts getting into this, you know, all the stuff he's had to juggle, entrepreneur who's helped launch a few more rabbit. It sounds like he's listing his portfolio because he's about to leave. Like, this is my, my, this is everything I've done. This is my, um, what's it called? A, uh, 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 what, what is it? When you, a lot of accomplishments, a list. It's, uh, I can't remember the word. All the things he's done. Um, who's had a few obstacles thrown his way through the last half. It's like, you only mention that. I feel like if you, your, your point is I'm tired of fighting the obstacles recently and I'm, I'm about to bow out. It's encore. He's done. He don't want to do this anymore. I wrote, he's in his trembling young boy era. Remember that interview I sent you uh, where he's like, yeah, I talk it like this and I don't want to make music like that no more. That's what Eminem is sounding like. Okay, really turn off the AC. You know, <laughs> I mean, listen. He, he, I'm not trying to make fun of the man. It was funny though. It was funny, but I, apparently he has like some social anxiety and felt bad about the music he was putting out in the world. I respect it, just like I respect like toy soldiers. Oh but this my is God. like everything goes back to like toy soldiers. Huh? <laughs> because I listen, I respect honesty and vulnerability for men and women alike. Okay, it takes being a big. A big man. Why does it have to, to happen over like a cheesy production too? Because we gotta, we don't have to, we don't need to, we have to. You, we, we gotta bring Martika into it so they know that you're. We're bringing the 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 end the, the blood down. You know, we we're not no, trying we to be wild up. Listen, we can't be bringing the blood down. This album is already you know anemic. <laughs> well, it's really anemic here. So like, yeah, I feel like this this verse is like he's telling me in so many words he's done. Like he doesn't even want to do this anymore. Like he's tired of 
of all this, dealing with the kids who listen to him and want to whoop people ass, like, it's like, all right, well, if I'm going out, let's mosh the White House, I guess. This hook, by the way, worst part of the song, follow me if you if you feel follow me. Follow me. I mean, this another but, halfway unfinished sounding hook to me. Yeah, bro, this hook honestly makes me want to take a shit. It the hook sound I'm not kidding. It literally feels like the weight in your stomach and ass before you drop the load off. Like it there's just like this weight. It's just like I can't move freely through this hook. It's a great shit taking anthem. This beat is like everything can just like play the beat for a second so you can just like Honestly, hear what I mean. I don't know how good of a shit taking anthem it is because it sounds like constipation. Like musically, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> I feel that too. To me, like, to dude, me, it feels like you've been holding it in all day, and then it spills out of you. Plotting drums. You've got like the sounds of war and anarchy in the background. This lethargic sounding synth melody, which feels like it's almost better suited for like a dungeon crawler video game than a rap song. And you know, you know, we're 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 stomping and pushing and mushing and fuck bushing. Yeah, I sound like he's, so he's coaching me on the side of the toilet. Like, push! We go stomp. We go march through the swamp. I was like, yeah. <laughs> That's what... Listen to this, people. I pledge allegiance to Ugh. the flag of the United States of America. Along. Wait, what did you give this? A flat six. And you gave like Evil Deeds a six plus. Yeah. Why so close? But essentially the same rating. Because here's the thing: as much as I think this is a misfire, you know me. There's something comedic about oh, like this self serious song. I will address that at some point, but I still want to say that. You know, I just find this whole thing you heard some of it just now and i asked you to cut it off like yeah it's it's just such a miserable listen and he's rapping along to those plodding drums it's just it's painful because here's the issue this thing is over five minutes long yes i feel like i wouldn't have hated this one as much as i did if it ended like two and a half minutes in after he tells us to stomp and push and mush and fuck push I would say maybe if the pace was picked, the tempo was higher. Like, what's that word? It's, it's going along at like a, is it glacial? Like a glacial. Yes. And you're trying to get me like riled up to storm like a government building? No, I'm, I'm moving like a zombie to this basically. <laughs> right. And uh, yeah, the zombies outside the, the White House. Is where it goes from being like a six minus to me. To, to four territory because it plods along like this and at a certain point it almost starts to trigger an anxiousness in my body to get it over with an end right. already I'm like alright stop this <laughs> this is like really starting to get on my nerves now and I'm legit annoyed at what I'm hearing now I, I'm going to say this two things 
um, <laughs> when he says, uh, this is Bin Laden. <laughs> oh, wait, me, did, did we laugh at the same is, part? This is Bin Laden. Uh, okay, the line right after that, when he's like, look at his head nodding, that cracked me up because I, he's talking about Bush, but it's like, why would he be nodding to this? Yeah. Like, I feel like, was this so, like his favorite song? He's just sitting at the doom. doom he just kind of did that cadence head. for a second, you know, and it popped me. Maybe <laughs> we can reach Al Qaeda through my speech is like the most delusional shit I've ever heard in my life. But oddly enough, um, this music is used in Abu Ghraib when they were doing the prisoner abuse <laughs> shit. They were torturing them with music from Eminem. So if you can hit that most death drop real quick, this is what was happening while Mosh was blasting, probably on repeat at some, you know, detention center where, you know, prisoners were being tortured. What happened was, <laughs> well, well, what happened was they were in there, uh, nothing was playing, and you just heard. <laughs> You know, because they're just tortured. They're 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 locked up. They're they're you know prisoners. But then they turned on Mosh, and they were like, "Please, please, 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 don't, 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 that's me. Please stop. I can't do it. Okay. Stop, stop. The guy in the bathroom, stop, 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 stop. You know? Yeah, they were playing. This is this is borderline torture music. It is. This is torture. Because it's and trudging along. I'm, I'm going to say this. Eminem had taken a bunch of shots at Bush and the Bush administration in the past on a few joints. This is what I'd call like the first actual protest song in a way. But I brought in two examples where he's done it better. Once more overtly, once just kind of as a throwaway line. Um, this is Square Dance from Eminem Show, which we reviewed okay. yeah. back in season one. So that's it. All right. It's, uh, it's Square Dance, y'all. To bend the budge, the wrong button to push. No friend to push. I'm the centerpiece. You're a Maltese. I'm a pit bull off his leash. All this peace talk can cease. All these people I had to leave in limbo. I'm back now. I've come to release this info. I'll be brief and let me just keep shit simple. Can a bitch don't want no beef with Slim? No, not even on my radar. So won't you please jump off my dick, lay off and stay off and follow me as I put these crayons. From seance to seance
up top, he was talking about like, was like, I'm not no a fan, fan of Bush. Bush or fan. And, yeah. You know, he has that whole verse on here where he's talking about you laugh till your motherfucking ass gets drafted. Yeah. And you would band camp thinking the draft can't happen until <clears throat> you fuck around getting an anthrax napkin. All this terror in America demands action. Next thing you know, you got Uncle Sam's ass asking to join you, join the army. What you do for the Navy? You just a baby right. getting recruited at eighteen. You on the plane now eating they food and they baked beans. I'm twenty eight. <laughs> they gonna take you before they take me. You know. You know. So yeah. again, he's done it way more skillfully and you know subtly in the past than he did on here. Even the same year as this, or perhaps the following year, uh, he just threw like a little jab at Bush on this freestyle. Uh, Fubba you cubba cubba. And it's better than this as well. All right, here we go. We are I don't figure this wraps it out. I maps it out strategically. Timing is everything, and it seems to be the key to my success. It's worked for me repeatedly. Let them get you first and respond immediately. In order to master the art of war, don't start a war. Now no more, we don't scare them off. They're on no more. Victims are sick. I'm fixing the picks. I'm in start shit. I'm out of And shit going on, shit I've been getting so bored lately I'm thinking of doing some shit to get you to go and hate me again Tell the truth, I like the shit better then Shit, I can spit better, I'm about to kick the sick shit again Look, the game just isn't the same, it's changing Dre's quitting, Jay's quitting now, it's just gangsters Just saying the same shit is ancient, it's fake and it's making me so bored I'ma just make a new language Cover, cover, yabba, oh, baba, uber Uber, cassava, back, mabba, give it, big, do it, tuba Yeah, I've heard that before, it's funny but you know what? He's a man of contradiction <clears throat> because in the previous song on Square Dance, he was talking about like this ain't a time for peace or whatever. Yeah. Here, he said, you know, he said, you know, he's beefing with all these people. And, but but he also said the art of war is don't start a war. Okay, you see, that's the lesson. All right. Well, that's yeah, the but lesson. if you're in a war, don't just throw up the white flag because you're exhausted. Well, see, here's the thing. You got the upper hand. You're winning. Your enemy's crushed. Wouldn't then be the time to be like, all right, now, have you learned your lesson? Can we stop now? I didn't whoop your ass, all right? You know? They might hate them for it, but if they're smart, they'll take it, okay? No, it's like a boxer being like, <laughs> like going like six or seven rounds and being like, I'm not going to go like nine rounds because I see that this guy's already suffering like early signs of like a concussion. No, that's exactly be- what they do if they're good sportsmen. And you know? like, instead of continuing the fight. Nah, they will talk to the ref and be like, yo, this nigga, uh, is, his brain is sizzling. All right. That's not, you're not supposed to do that. Uh, if if you can tell out. that Mom, your opponent. Mama said, mama said, knock you <laughs> oh, out. Bro. Okay. Okay, well, listen, you know what Eminem say about mama, okay? You can't always trust her. This guy has mama issues. 
Yeah. I can't trust him. He doesn't trust Because he probably told him to knock somebody to out. Back wife. in the trailer park. He and, and, and he's like, mom. Okay. He's and I'm supposed to listen to this guy, this guy that can't even be nice to his mom and be nice to his ex-wife. I'm so, all of a sudden, I'm supposed to listen to this guy and be nice <laughs> to him and start following his advice like he's fucking Dr. Phil. Well, fubba you, cover, cover, okay? <laughs> well, bubba you, bubba uba. <laughs> Uh, you know the rest. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, listen, Mosh is just a misfire. Like the best I can say, it's like, you know. Also, what is this Mosh? Like, what? What do you mean Mosh? First of all, we're hip hop kids. We don't Mosh. Secondly, <laughs> well, they do now, oddly. But secondly, you don't Mosh when you're like protesting and mar- Like you march, you don't Mosh. You march, right? Exactly. And I always felt like what he meant to say. What is mosh? Isn't mosh like a mosh pit? Like, yeah. why are we moshing at the White House? It's just sitting around beating yourselves up. <laughs> <laughs> exactly what the government wants, you know? Yeah. I, the real review of this record is just he tried, okay? I get the message. There's some validity. You know, people, we, we know about the government. But he failed at the execution with this droning flow and beat. Who gives a shit if he tried? All right. Well, you sucks. know what's funny though? He like delivered it like he I don't believe it. it's like that sort of yell, but it felt like you said like a performance. It's like fake. This feels like contrived the way I am energy. You know, he's rapping yes, with this uh, and then, uh. he's trying to like recapture that, it feels like, but I don't feel like he's really well, that, that beat at. was also like boom Right, but the tempo was higher. He was attacking it with more energy. And the drums are like hitting on there. These drums suck. (laughs) They do. They do. This is a shit-taking anthem. Uh, Bad writing, too. This, you want to talk about cheesy and like schmaltzy and Maldwin. This nigga said, uh, this is one of my, you know, uh, girl in world. That's a rhyme that, you know, you got to stay away from as far as. as, Oh, we get that later on. Just lose it also. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And the hook. Girl, you know, you're my world. world. Yeah, that, that happens. But. Uh, what is it? Together, no matter the weather. Oh, no matter together the weather, and weather. Yeah. Please don't do together and weather. Okay, don't do together and weather. Please, just like Mama and Obama when that was it when he was president. We got a lot of Mama Obama drama. Just yeah, uh, that's in here. Don't matter what color. All that matters, we're gathered together. It's like okay, we get it. We know what yeah, this is exactly. supposed to be. Yeah, exactly. You know, right. work tape and all that. You got to make sure you remind people you're not racist. <laughs> Stomp, push, shove, mush, fuck, bush until they bring our troops home. What it's like, like, okay, what bro. Santa Claus tells the fucking reindeer before they <laughs> right. send off the Stomp, presents. Push, mush, yeah, mush. He doesn't push. You know, he whooping him, Donner Blitz and all the niggas. Yeah, this is just this is just a record to say, like, all right, hey, I grappled with my influence. Yeah. I tried to steer kids towards something more productive and question, you know, bad authority. I don't want to be on the wrong side of history. It's like Just put a note in the book or something like in the album booklet, <laughs> like, hey, this guy sucks. Like, don't vote for him. Instead, we had the how can we allow something like this without pumping our fists? Now, this is our final hour. It's just like, OK, bro, you're 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 above this. You don't like you can do this better. We played the song doesn't exist to me. I've heard it once prior to this week. Like <laughs> I heard it and I was like, yeah, I'm never listening to this again. Like this is this is terrible. I didn't like it back then. And 
I don't like it now. It's it's not it's not looking any better years later. I'll tell you that much. Neither is his approach to things like this. You remember? Uh, I remember the know, video coming Trump. out. Online. I'll make his whole plan go under. Oh, listen! I <laughs> okay. love no favors from the Big Sean album. That's a well, no, no favors is great. I'm thinking of that freestyle. You know, awful hot coffee pot. Yes, okay. yes. The campaign speech thing as well. Oh, campaign know? speech is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just rapping over that. Oh, man. It's when yeah, he takes um, himself serious like this. I'm is... also like, you bring up that Larry David drop because when when he started going off at the end, like the last like 15, 20 seconds when he's just like oh. yelling still, I, that that officially brought me into like this cannot be a five minus this is a four plus i do not like this shut the fuck up shut the fuck up okay shut the fuck what's he up. saying at the very end he's like doing his like well no, it's like as up. we you know uh <laughs> as we proceed to mosh through this desert storm <laughs> in these closing statements if they should argue let us beg to differ as we set aside our differences. What is this, the and- Gettysburg Address? Like, dude, just wrap it up. It's five minutes and 18 seconds long. You've and basically, the whole time, already. you know, they're looking at Mules and Mel, the critics, it's like, you don't understand how important this is? This is his best song ever. And Mules and Mel are like, no, I could give a fuck. <laughs> okay. We don't need this from Eminem. All right. I don't need it in every reference to like Bush and 9-11 and the Bush administration prior to this song was better. Yeah. We've heard him do this better. It, it wasn't so contrived. And even like the, the Trump shit is like funny, like the awfully hot coffee pot. That was <laughs> like funny. Like, like there's at least like some like enjoyment I can get out of that from like, this is just Eminem's new, like lyrical masturbation that he does these days where it's just like rapping, no, no beat even. It's just, wrapping words together and stuff like that. This is bad. I mean, this is really some of the worst music he's ever made. My final note, you know, as I think about it, this song is funny considering, like, speaking of Trump, like, this is like, this reminds me of, like, anti-Trump energy. Like, and it's funny, though, because of how much of, like, a, I guess a public rabble-rouser Bush wasn't. Like, yeah, he, we thought he was a bit of a dolt. He had horrible policies. He was doing bad stuff. But, like, you know, his whole stick was like he was a regular president. And, you know, in the public, I, like, he was courteous and kissed babies. And, you know, he wasn't tweeting. And, you know, he was just right. a regular guy. He wasn't guy. punching back as much as Trump did. Like, right. So it's like all of this anger is funny. because still like, a lot of – I don't know if you were old enough to really remember, but, like, the anti-Bush sentiment was very strong, at least in New Oh, York. of course. Yeah, no, I remember. You know? It's just funny, though, like, it's like, oh, man, you hated this guy. Wait about, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, you don't know what lies around, you know, just around the corner. Yeah, give it, like, 15 years. <laughs> You'll see, you know. But, yeah. Anyway, uh, that's all I got for this. Um, you got anything else? No. Okay. Well, God. Track seven, Puke, produced by Eminem. <sighs> Six plus. Mel's taking it easy on this album. 
flat four, worst song on the whole thing. On the whole album, this is the worst song. It takes um, more to offend me for me to actively dislike something like this. Like what now I'll explain because like the actual puking song that opens this track does properly convey my feelings following five minutes of mosh. But <laughs> it doesn't change the fact that in my opinion, he chases the second worst song in the album with what I consider to be the absolute dirt worst thing on this whole album is puke. And I'm just so annoyed from the moment this thing starts. And I'm talking about the music, not just the puke. Oh, you don't like the music? No, I'm going to get into why. But this, you don't know how sick you make me. I'm just, I'm out immediately. Like the puking, the chorus, I'm already out. The beat is awful. Those stomping drums sound terrible. The piano and the beat doesn't bother me. Um... The chorus, awful, as I noted. Verses, awful. Also delivered in this irritating sing-songy delivery. These synthetic strings that come in at the end of the verses are terrible. The lyrics in the chorus are my thoughts about this song. And I don't have much else to say about it other than just, like, truly pure disgust. And uh, once again, total diminishing returns. Eminem has... Dozens of records just like this better before this song. Like the Supermans of the world and what have you. Like any of the records where basically he's being an outright misogynist. All the ones that came before it are better than this one. Um, look, to be fair, I've never liked this song. Ever. Uh, the writing's bad. I mean, here's the thing about this like sing song you think is like, he says in the verse, it's not really, it's like half freestyled. And this is that goofing off and we were warned about. He's like, I go in there with a pocket full of pills and goof off. This is a goofing off experiment that doesn't work. Um, See, most of the goofing off ones for me do land to some degree. This one does not in any way, shape or form. And I really have nothing else to say about it. Like it was one of those songs that, When I heard the album for the first time, I forever skipped it after that. Whenever it would pop up on shuffle or anything like that. Just this week, I've reacquainted myself with it. I'm like, it can't be as bad as I remember. No, it was as bad as I remember all the way back to high school. Uh, Well, yeah, I mean, it's funny. I remember listening to this, obviously, in 2011, as I've told you, but again later that year in 2011 because the song was fresh in my mind it was the first time I heard the album and like I made this horrible beat where I sampled what's the fucking sample from uh, Sunbathing it's like what's the name of that song Uh, I'm pretty sure they sample the We Will Rock You drums on this probably the actual tone of it I hate the drums on here I'm trying to, what is it? I made a beat where, like, I sampled this chorus. Not a surf, popular. Like, I I flipped that, and then I made the chorus, like, you don't know how I I don't know. It was fresh in my mind. But I've never liked this song. Um, but nothing the, to the like reason, about it. Well, no, not, not exactly, because the reason it's a six plus, and it's on the border, it's not because of anything Eminem did. These circus elements in this beat. I really, piano, I've always like liked the plug. beat. The plunking sort of piano keys. Yeah. Cool. Put them on any other song. There's a million songs out there that have that same exact texture and note 
that you're looking for. Right, which is why I go to those. You know, we, we talk all the time about these like big thumping carnival I think beats we've from seen Dre. The, I think COVID has really the side effects is generous Mel has returned, folks. Oh, brother, he never left. All right. Y'all know it takes a lot for me to actively dislike something. It really does. I I think you've seen it takes more than you would expect. But, you know, there are two fours on this album for me. It's Mosh and Puke. And they're back to back. I mean, I guess it's okay. It's like, all right, I guess we're getting the worst over with now. Um, Not for me. (laughs) But there's worse to come. But, yeah, I mean, I just, I wish he had picked a different approach for this beat because I got like, you know, the Surly Clown. minus coming up later. I think same. But uh yeah, I, this is this is Surly Clown smoking cigarettes behind the tent. Is it one of the bonus tracks beat. out of curiosity? Uh yes. Okay. Maybe it's the same song. If we connect <laughs> on a five minus, this album belongs in the biggest disappointment for sure. There, does it? Yeah. Um, listen, it's it just, but just the time, like, we get it. You know, you hate Kim. She makes you want to yeah, puke. She's a slut, this, that, and the other. And every other song that's ever been written about Kim prior to this is like way better than this. Yeah. This is like um, the energy. This is a thing where it's like, he's checking the box to make that Kim record, but man, it's not hitting like all the others. And he has a lot of them. Yeah. And, and I know this sounds crazy, but it feels meaner. <laughs> than like even the song Kim well like you know I mean, that's like a cinematic song, thing yeah I was gonna say at least the song Kim he's fully committed to what he's doing on there for better or worse on right, here I mean I don't even think he's really taking it all that seriously and yet somehow coming off meaner than ever I'm like okay we get it you don't like her leave her alone man <laughs> like why are you making puke noise what happened to like toy soldiers you know <laughs> yeah uh, oh, I know what it is. She's a woman, so you're not scared of her, but you were scared of the oh, big, scary man. black guys at Murder, Inc. Oh, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. We heard that in word tape. We know. But all wow. of a sudden, you're throwing the white flag. No more beef. Why? Are you going to slip up and say the N-word again? <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Eminem is listening, and he's like, no, no." Well, you know what? Black people, white people, I don't care. <laughs> That's yeah, right. He's getting defensive. But when we're getting to the root, is what we do on this show, M. Okay? We're going to find out. It's going to come out in the in the big rab wash, you know? You already got your little record club, okay? It's time to really get analytical. <laughs> yeah, but there isn't much to get analytical about in puke. I mean... Well, there you're is a fucking cokehead slut. I hope you fucking die. It's like, okay, oh my gosh, all shut right, up, we're dude. done here. Like, you're, you know, you're, like, just being, you're just being mean. You mean uh, me? I got the clean edit of puke here. <laughs> oh, there's a clean edit? Yeah. So I brought that in oh so people God. can hear puke. It's going to be edited, though. And I figured this would be one of the songs they just take off the track list. I also but. brought in his live performance from that DVD I was referencing. Oh, brother. Let's start okay. off with the uh, clean version of puke. There I go, thinking of you again. Sick to my stomach every time I think of you. I 
probably be a little more, more suitable for this type of song. Whoa. I got a million reasons off the top of my head that I could think of. Sixteen bars, this ain't enough to put some ink to. So fucking, I'ma start right here. I'll just be brief up, about to rattle off some of the reasons. I knew I shouldn't go and get another tattoo of you on my arm, but what am I going to do? I go and get another one. Now I got two. Oh, not shoot. Oh, God. Okay. Um, that line is dummy. You can, there are words that like probably start or end in Kim. You don't have to be a girlfriend. Like Kim Jong. I don't know. Like Kim uh, Jong? <laughs> that's not much better. I know, but come on. What, words that end in Kim, right? There's something out there, Kim right? Kim Jong doesn't end in Kim either. It ends in Jong. Yeah, all right. Kimchi, great food. Kimchi that ends in just turn it into kimchi at the chi, huh? And then get someone to tattoo like a bowl of kimchi. You know, you feel me? That no, that's. (laughs) I'm just saying, he makes it sound like a bigger problem than it is. Cover it up with like a fucking leopard or a dragon or some shit and call it a day. Yeah, something like that. Anyway, uh, yeah, they should have just—it's uh, goofy. It went from bad to just like. Eh. Anyway, my primary reason for listening to music is to enjoy myself. I don't enjoy this. I'm uh, embarrassed that this is playing while I'm preparing to do this review. You know, I wasn't embarrassed driving around to puke, but I was embarrassed when I listened to Revival the first time. So, you know, it's you know, not a good song, like, but there, there are things in wrestling where, like, God forbid, if a non-fan walked in on you while it was going down, they'd think significantly less of you and the business. Oh, like when Paige was spray painting on that girl's ass. Oh my God! Yeah, listen. I want her fired from all elite professional wrestling and not hired back to the World Wrestling Federation. Oh, man. Don't take that lady's job from her. I want the company to also change their name if the three idiots leave. And she shouldn't have a job. I'm, I'm not one to call for someone's job. But fuck it, Karen Mules is in the building. Fire that bitch. I don't want her here. I don't want her stupid boyfriend anywhere near the product. Get her out of here. She stinks. She's a liability. And she's spray painting asses. All right. Well, would you like to move on from puke? I don't really want to be in this puddle of vomit this whole time. I ain't got nothing else to say. I got nothing. It's just the worst thing on here. I just, I'm worse off from hearing it every single time. It gets worse for me, but we got to keep going to get there. So, all right. Oh, actually, you know what? Eminem, did you really have to like burp on top of all this other stuff? Because it's like, there's more. You already, like, you're burping. Now I got to think about like vomit air being expelled from your throat. Like, you threw up. That's gross enough. This is not an album that you can like eat or drink during. (laughs) 
I just, you know, I just think puking is enough. Like, you don't have to burp or fart or anything else. I miss like, the Wu-Tang season, man. Listen to that what? Wu-Tang. Yeah, I was eating, like, different kind of Asian cuisine at that time. Oh, like, listening to Wu-Tang, and that was, you know, that was something else. This, you can't be eating shit while you're listening to Anko. No, you got to eat the trailer park music. Get you some uh, kid cuisine, some, oh, get some, some corn dogs, dogs get right? some corn, frozen corn dogs, get you some Spam, get... You know, it's some good eating. I'm not even being Honestly, funny. Honestly, everything you're naming you right work. now, everything you're naming right now is, uh, <clears throat> it's a solid seven, seven plus. Eight you minus. know, like <laughs> there are some great TV dinners out there. There's some great frozen food. Kid cuisine, you, you know, I love that character on the box, you know, <clears throat> oh, the love a good character. Yeah, the penguin. Love a good character, you know, love good brand representation. You know, I think Rab may need a character soon, you know? Wow. Wow. A rap character. Okay. I'm thinking, yeah, I mean, I'm thinking, like, do we need, like, a cartoon like character? Like a mascot. Like, a, yeah. like the, the official rap. You know, we got a brainstorm. What, you just going to have a name with, like, Rabby? Rabby to something? Like, I don't something, know. We don't know. We're going to come up with the name. We're Rabbo. With- Rabbo the something, you know? All right. Mel's, you know, he's got the COVID brain. We're probably going to, you know, use <laughs> use some, maybe a good... Uh, Wu-Tang name generator for this thing, okay? Oh, oh no. Hold on. Let me see. Uh, Wu, Wu-Tang name generator. I got to use the same one. The one from, uh, from, from, from season six. All right, here we go. Uh, okay, let's see. Uh, let me type rap rankings mascot. Potential, oh. potential. Okay, potential. Yeah, because okay. you know we, we don't want to we don't want to confuse this thing. Scott, misunderstood overlord. <laughs> is it is the mascot's name? <laughs> the longest name in mascot history. Misunderstood overlord. No, I just feel like it's good. Misso for sure. It, Misso, the mascot. His name is Misso. Yeah, listen, this Miso, is why we're outsource this work to maybe greater <laughs> minds than us. You know, for for the naming process. You know, names are really important. Uh, and, yeah, uh, for branding, perhaps, it is true. Perhaps we do a competition. You know, to name the thing uh, and the to draw the thing to to bring like give the likeness. Yeah, yeah. Build the Listen, this is a long term, you know. Not it's not going to happen overnight, you know. There's probably going to be a lot of uh, a lot of potential, you know, mascots that end up getting, you know, cut, and we got to find better one. You know, it's I think be it should process. be a gorilla. I think it should be a gorilla. I love gorillas. They're 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 hot right now. I don't know if okay. you've seen these videos of gorillas eating. They're funny. They're thoughtful. I, you know they can be like they they're regal and they're like they're just so sitting it's the, still it's sometimes. The rab, it's the rab gorilla, right? He's a gorilla. Hey, it's a gorilla unit. You know, like we they're burly, they're big, they're 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 firm. They're, they can you know defend them like right. it's a gorilla. Things should be a gorilla. You know, the rab gorilla, but the like, rab monkey. What is he wearing? <laughs> because like you know, good mascots they're not naked. You know, right. He's wearing like a rab rab, rab gear. He's wearing rab yeah. gear. He's wearing like a rab hoodie. Okay. Maybe he has a diaper on in honor of Mel. Oh, okay. <laughs> maybe he's a baby gorilla. You know? Oh, a ba- okay. Something smaller, maybe. <laughs> You're thinking like a Diddy Kong style. Right. You know, when he's hyped up on a song, you know, he's showing all his teeth, his gun. <laughs> Whatever sound monkeys make. And when it's bad, he, you know, like the zoo, he throws his shit at the. 
You know? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I like gorillas, okay? I think I think we could we could play well, with that, but it's it's open. It's open interpretation. We, we don't know. We, you know, we gotta figure it out. It's not every day, you know. You don't see people introduce mascots and then be like, you know what? We got this. This we've had enough of this one. Let's bring in a new one. <laughs> kind of once you got the mascot, you got to kind of stick with it. You know. That's right. That's right. Don't don't because we know what happens when they change. Like we saw what happened to Chuck E. Cheese. He's cracked out now. He's too thin. Oh you know they changed Barney recently. Did you see that? No, I didn't. Barney. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hold on. New Barney. Oh, he's horrible now. He's oh my look at. Oh, I know it's not for me. Said, well, it's for the kids. What do you care? Well, listen, I'm, I was I'm never a kid into Barney. What you say? I was never really into Barney. I mean, I wasn't into Barney either. I was not, but like, I was not he had part a look. of the. Just to be clear, I was not part of the. I hate you. You hate me. Let's that's, go that's, kill our family crowd. That's corny. That's corny. But I, I was not a fan of Barney. I like Sesame Street more. If I, you know, Muppets. I like I like Muppets more than anything. I never Muppets, watched Sesame Street much either. The Muppets mm. were at the very top for me, followed by Sesame Street. And I really never fucked with Barney. And I mean, I didn't mess with Barney. I did. Barney, I mean, best of love to Barney, man. I mean, I really wish him nothing but the best, but that was just not my life. If, if we're talking like infant media, like I'm out, you know, Blues Clues, Go Go Island. I had some bear in the big blue house in there. You know what? You yeah, know, I got to tell you something. I missed out on Blues Clues. I was just too old Great when show. it came around. Great show. But I got to say. Show. I don't know if it was because I would like hang out at my friend's house and his younger brother was there watching the shit. I remember that to this day that go look, go look, island, island. Go, 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 let's go island. out to sea, go look, go, go, let's go out, go look, go look, island, classic go, look, go, black go, media. That's a great theme song. It I was mean, amazing. That's a really good TV theme song, if I can say so myself. Hold on. Where's the Goa Goa Island? They need to know what's going on. Goa Goa Island. That was a childhood classic. That raised me. I'm not mad at that. Little Bear raised me. When did that debut? I'm wondering, like, did I ever watch it or did I just hear it? You probably just heard. Let me see. I was fucking with that melody. Goa Goa Island, 94. Oh, no. I might have seen it. I might have seen it. Who are you, seven? Seven. So, six, seven. That's infant media? Yeah, yeah, we're it's not kids. like children's media. It's not like you know shows. Well, like I, I guess I shouldn't say infant. I mean, when I say that, I'm thinking like three infant to is six. Like Teletubbies, Barney, fucking bananas in pajamas. Like that's fucking infant shit. Okay. Well, I know it, my boy, the prophet, was probably just fucking fist bumping when he heard about them bananas in pajamas. <laughs> They're like Australian Shout or some shit, but I know, I know they probably were a hit in fucking New Zealand. They couldn't get enough of them damn bananas. I had Yo, a crush on this that chick theme from song Go-Go was, was actually fire too. Bananas in pajamas are coming down the stairs. Do you know this song? I don't know nothing about that. Oh, look that up. Bananas in pajamas theme song. This oh, shit is an eight plus. I gotta give him this first. Hold on. <laughs> is this going? <laughs> That's together weather. It works there though, because it's, yeah. you know. There we go. 
Listen, Goa Goa Island, that gets you moving, gets you going. That's a tune, man. That's a tune. It's a a tune, okay? It's a tune, a big tune, you know? Shout out to this chick. She was in, hey, she was, uh, I hear, Keenan and Kale. She played the little sister. Oh, okay. Yeah, let me see. But, But Bananas in Pajamas. Theme song. Let me see. I don't know about them Teletubbos. They, oh, this they like some new age strange. stuff. They seem like they had some kind of ulterior motives. No, they... Oh, is this like a reboot? I guess they're still going. You no, know, the original is from like the 90s. Hold on, let me see. Is it this? Hold on. Yes. <laughs> Ooh! Hold on, this is like a hip-hop beat. Wait a minute, run this back. Run it back, Selecta. Listen to the drums. It's more of a hip hop beat than Mosh. This is literally like Run DMC. It's like Run DMC. It's in pajamas. <laughs> Bananas. Pajamas. Coming down the stairs. That's surreal. Bananas oh, and pajamas are coming, coming down, down the stairs. The stairs. That well, is, kill me that now, is... okay? <laughs> kill me now because that's some fucking movie like, we just watched. The Skin of Marine gimmick. Yeah. Okay. That's scarier than anything I've seen in there. Have you seen them? Do you see these bananas? I see them. I mean, they look friendly enough. Like, well, yeah, but, they look yeah. friendly until when you, you think about anthropomorphic it. bananas coming down the stairs, coming down the stairs. <laughs> yeah. I'm not waiting to see what they what they want. <laughs> oh, brother! Um, oh, yeah. In the chat style, check in the chat. You see oh, in the chat He's... style, which is always an audience favorite. As yeah, I've they can look it up. They can look it up. Worst part of Barney's new design is his eyes are fully open. Barney needs this friendly, sleepy. Well, you got to see the pic- just the picture. Yeah, yeah, I don't I'm, know what they talk about in this caption, right. but hold on a second. Is this a cartoon or is this a? I think they CGI'd him, bro. He's supposed to be a big a man in a suit. See, so like, they went. They they used to have him be pra- you, you know, the practical uh, effects. It used to be better, folks. But I mean, you can't deny it. Although I'm always, you know, I'm always a little like grossed out by Barney. To be honest with you, like look at him. Like you could see like the lint, like collecting, like. <laughs> Like, That's part bro, of the charm. No, like wash yourself. You're dirty. Like the Sesame Street guys aren't even Oscar the Grouch is yeah. less like haggard than you. Like I don't know. Something always felt like ugh, I don't know. Like, like well, can you imagine probably, like, washing that suit? That was like a nightmare. Well, How do you always, wash? You know, that? kids always grabbing Barney, hugging him, probably pissing on him and stuff like that. Like <laughs> I don't want to touch that suit. It just looks mangy. It's gross. I don't. I don't think they. Ever I don't like this it. new da- the, the new danger. I was gonna call him the new <laughs> Dino. <laughs> Um, look, the new dino, I'm looking at him now, Barney, this looks like a guy that's like, if like I had kids and I took them to the dentist's office, like the dentist like gives them this book about like brushing their teeth featuring this off brand Barney, (laughs) you know, and he's like a, he's like telling you about like using dental floss and. Brushing, making sure you brush for two whole minutes. 
I'll give the new Barney one thing. He actually looks more trustworthy than the old Barney. Oh, the, yeah, old the old Barney, Barney like the not, eyes, like he's faded. It's like he's done little, something to these kids. He's a little dirty. Also, you know, <laughs> rest in peace to Robin Williams. He's in that classic death to Smoochie. I think that that really might have killed practical Barney for good. Oh. Yeah, look. I just Barney. I wish I wish there was more detail on the new Barney. Why is he so like you know sterile? Looks like he's just and minimalist. Four colors. Yeah. This new very style. little de- like I see some like you know, something's going on in his chest, but like it's not defined in any way. Um, it looks like a ball sack. Let's be honest. He have four. No, fing- it's uh, like ribbed. His stomach is ribbed. Four fingers. When he used to have two fingers. Well, I guess he had three fingers. Now he has four fingers. It's still not the proper number uh, of fingers. Why not just go all the way at that point? You're not held back comments. by the limitations of the suit. The whole point of Barney is that he was this big, calming, soft, friendly character. New Barney looks like he's ready to grab you by the collar and shake you. I mean, yeah, he looks too excitable for sure, but old Barney doesn't look that. He looks like he's going to kidnap you. He looks like he's a fucking, like I said, like a dental hygiene mascot. That's what he looks like. (laughs) Yeah, you would see this new Barney on a tube of toothpaste for sure. For sure. Yeah, and you'd see the old Barney in an alleyway. Exactly. All right. Come here, kid. <laughs> I love you, right? I you love, love you. You love me. Let's all be a family. <laughs> Don't you want to be a family? <laughs> when you were little, you said you wanted to be in a family with me. Does the office still stand? Spell this with me. F E N T A N Y L. Jesus Christ. All right. Yeah, listen. Uh, Barney, get it together. Chuck E. Cheese, get it together. All of these things that they've ruined, get it together, okay? For the kids. Not for me. Not for me. For the kids. Okay, they deserve better. All right? They do. Anyway, we still do some puke. You, you want to move on? We we literally have to. This is oh my insane. god, has it been four hours? Oh my god. Okay, track eight, my first single, produced by Louise Resto and Eminem. <coughs> uh, <coughs> flat six. <laughs> I completely disagree. Okay, flat seven. Bring me, baby. How do you reckon with this clip-clap beat? Oh, I actually really like the beat. Oh, man. I think it's an interesting beat. I'd say it's one of the more interesting beats on this album. It's it, it's it's kind of grating for me. Okay, it's, I can see that. I mean, honestly, I figured if there was any reason why you wouldn't put this over, it would be the chorus. But I'll say this. like For the last two tracks, I was truly annoyed. And I must say, like, while this is not the seven plus eight minus it used to be for me, I'm still somewhat amused by this one. I've always enjoyed the beat, you know, this metallic sounding like. (laughs) 
kind of hard to describe. You'll hear it in a second. Um, I, I don't know. Like, this is the goofier, sort of better executed version of evil deeds to me, just as far as, like, flow and delivery is concerned. He's sounding looser than he sounded on this album previously. I think he's tapping into some newer flows. My big knock on the song really is the chorus. It's just a little too sophomoric and silly with especially all the farting and burping and pooping sounds that are, you know, layered in there. Second verse really makes me laugh. I feel like it's classics, you know, Slim Shady sort of antics from Eminem. Well, and it is. It's one of his best verses on the album, especially in that vein. Uh, third verse, I think, is good. Not as good as the second verse. But I do think if Mel's giving this thing a six, he might actually have to call that number. <laughs> oh, come on. <clears throat> yeah, 1-800, I'm a dick sucker. I love to suck dick. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> look, I'm mostly fine with the verses. In fact, give this song a different beat, and I'll probably put it over. Because but it's hard I, because he's rapping to the beat. And he does that a lot on this album. But on this one, it works. Is this is how he's rapping. Like, Shady's the label, Aftermath is a stable. The way he's twisting and winding his flow is right alongside the sound that's irritating you. That's what's driving him to rap that way. Listen, yeah. we got the clean version here. So, do you want to hear the clean edit of my first single and people can hear this beat? Sure. Uh, here it is. My first single, y'all. actually tolerable as he's rapping. I do feel like he is a little navel-gazy in that first verse as well, compared to the second and third. Well, I would say the navel-gazing gets effective in the second and third, because the song, I actually had to read, like, I go like, wait a second. By the time he completes that second verse, I'm like, that was so fucking unhinged in the perfect way for me. Yeah, me too. It's like exactly what I want from Eminem. And he's doing it in that way that I really pop for, which is like highly technical, highly technical and like convoluted. You know how sometimes like I would write a song and like, you know, I'd start like spelling things or like throwing numbers in there. And it's like 
what is somebody supposed to think when they hear this? Like, who's going to follow along with this? Like, can you rap regular words? Like, I get that. But you know, like, my brain sometimes, like, drifts off into that area where it's like, this might not be good songwriting per se, but it's like, I, I'm going somewhere with this. Like, and I'm like, just following I like the thread. Going for the most part on this. I like the beat. Yeah. I like the rapping. The hook is really silly and stupid. You know, poo-poo caca. Seriously? Yeah, the hook is doing nothing for me. And I don't know if this is... The, I mean, I know that the joke is that it's not single-worthy content, but, like, was the beat ever... Like, was he serious? Like, did this... No. This never no, had a chance of being a single, This right? was never supposed to be his first single, and there's no way this is my book of rhymes, right? And this bullshit. <laughs> All right? Ain't no book of rhymes either. Yeah. I do have a freestyle by Joel's over this beat from... One of the backlight of crack mixtapes. Okay. Around well, the same time as this album came out, so the beat was, you know, circulating. Alright, this is Santana on fire. <laughs> okay. One word to describe me. Spectacular. Yes. Dipset. Feet down. Santana. I, I mean, I got everybody waiting for my first single. It's about to get crazy here. Dipset. You know, this is a year after Joel's kind of lost that spark in my eyes. Uh, what'd you say it was? Uh, 04? This is like late 04, early 05. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was like, a, yeah, it was odd. There's a couple of joints um, on those back like a crack tapes, though. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm not this necessarily. Is fiending to do them on the mixtape rankings though yeah got it yeah <laughs> um yeah i mean when he just kind of like pulls that thread and just keeps pulling it to see mm-hmm. how long it is at the end of the second like it, it's fascinating to me because like a regular person is like that was just like a, a tangled mess of like but when no, you actually drugs, sit and follow it, that day. something was going on with them drugs that day that was doing something good <laughs> to, to, to like for him to put together like that whole Mickey Mouse Club, like sex tape thing and like it work. And you know, you know what? A lot of the shit, like after everything's been exposed, we get the Dan Schneider thing. We got the Ren and Simpy diet, like all the whole facade of everything. He was saying shit that a lot of people knew, but just weren't speaking up about at the time. In a lot of ways, like, he's calling attention to some shit that, like, becomes a big focus for people years later when it's like, oh, free free Britney and whatever happened with fucking all of that. Like, just the whole industry, how it goes back to the, a lot of the times, the exploitation of 
very young children and whatnot. And uh, he tapped into a lot of this shit that's like, yeah, this is what Eminem does sometimes. And it, it to me, it worked. It's like a lot of his, you know, not prescient because he's speaking on shit that like a lot of civilians were even speaking on at the time. But like, you know, it was kind of like a quote unquote dirty little secret of the industry that wasn't such a secret. All that Lou Pearlman type shit that was going on. That Dan Schneido shit that was going on. You know? So, not for nothing. I'm not saying like, yo, he's our woke king and whatever. Here's your crown king. You dropped this or whatever. But for what it's worth, you know? Sometimes you could just say a lot without even doing too much or even trying to make a record that's like trying to seriously address address this stuff as an issue more so than just like it's a interesting thought stimulus that just happens to hit on something that's very real that people aren't really outright addressing much less in, you know, music. So I don't know. It's interesting. Well, there's going to be more of that in ass like that. Uh, Hell yeah. Cause I actually <laughs> follow the same sort of train of thought, but, um, yeah, this is uh, just some of these unhinged, drawn out schemes. Fuck, I'm so I excited really rock to with. review ass like that. <laughs> Spoiler, I like it, but uh... spoiler, <laughs> I do too. Yeah, um, like I said, the verses I'm pretty much fine with. You know, when he, even when he gets to eat a chicken, like it's a big cock, big cock, big cock. Like you know, I love that. Are that. you kidding me? Yeah, that's showmanship. Fun. That's, that's what I say. Yeah, I like it. You know, you know that's that's. That's doing something interesting and entertaining, which is what I want. <clears throat> yeah. It's like these hyper detail, like brain trail offs into his own madness. I really rock with. You guys uh, listen to Rab. You know about, you know, hyper detailed derailments into our own madness. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> don't, don't they know, you know, it's what we give them every week, <laughs> except for the week I had COVID. So they got a replay. Of, of of the stuff we give him every week, but just a lesser form of it because it was season zero. Yeah, we're getting the old yeah. shit out of the way. I'm happy that we're soon gonna no longer have to have that as representation of us in the modern day. Yeah, that'd be that'd be nice. Uh, only only uh, not. Nah, I said when we get to Rain Man, you'll see why I still allow Christopher Reeves lines. It doesn't work here, but it works there, yeah, and it I'll explain. It's all right here. I mean. Um, it's used more effectively later on, but we'll talk about it since we already know what we talked about on there. Yeah. Uh, only other note I have for this is like in the first verse, again, like if you listen, you really be listening, like you listening, he's telling on himself. He's, he's telling you what's going on. He's like, motherfuckers is dominoes. I'm on a roll around and around. I go, when will I stop? I don't know. Trying to pick up where the Eminem show left off, but I know anything's possible. That's that though. last. I'm not going to top what style. I sold. Yeah, right. That's that, the first, so- like, you know, <clears throat> self-aware. Like the last thing did this, so I don't know about this, but you know, I'm you aware know. of the pressure that I'm under right now. Like, uh, what? Listen, the smoking gun. Talk. Yeah, when he. I'm at the top of my game. That shit is not going to change. You don't say that when you're at the top of the game. You're just at the top of your game. If you have to say I'm at the top of my game, like after what you just said, you were just on like the top of your you game. don't know how you're going to pick up from the Eminem show. Right, but there's, there's it's not going to top what you sold, but yeah, this is that. This is the fall off feel. Okay, <sighs> when you know you're in free fall, like 
you don't want to take that next step because that'll officially start the fall off. You know, and and it's it. Here's the thing, bro. Why do you think it's called encore? He's trying to go out on top, but he's already fucked. You can tell mentally he's already in the fall off space. You know, this is this is Undertaker and Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 33. <laughs> you know, he wants this to be the big swan song. This is supposed to be the farewell. It can't be the farewell. Yeah, we got to get a cinematic match or two. We got to get something to get this train back on track. Now, arguably, he's caught in that same loop now where it's like, you know, that's you're what constantly trying to atone for the last thing. You better just eventually make something you're happy with. Look, I get it. Encore is a disappointment. You didn't want to go out like that. But his next stop then should have been, if you ask me, Okay, fine. like if we're really, I was going to say recovery because it had big singles and it did well for him, even though I, mm-hmm. I'm not in love with the album. No, Marshall Mathers LP2. That should have been it. Yeah, it's not a classic. You know, it's somewhere near the bottom middle of his catalog, but it's full circle. It's your, your sequel to your biggest album. You're wrapping up some loose storylines, that song about his mom. Like, if I, that should have been it, you know? Like that's end on that note. If encore wasn't good enough, in in there, you're back at the house. You you've learned a lot. You're richer than ever. Like in here, but no, you you had to keep going. You had to give us a revival and then kamikaze. You know, it's like and now you can't end on music to be murdered by side B. You got to end <laughs> right. on like a real side A. There's style. no statement there. So now you got to like fill around for a statement again. Are we gonna get Marshall Matters LP three? I think so, actually. I think that's the next move. (laughs) Is that going to be it? Not if he's unhappy with it. Right. If he's happy with it, I think maybe he could finally step away and call it a career. And I don't think he's going to be happy with it. (laughs) Well, here's the thing, though. I think he's been happy with everything. It's that he puts it out and then, you know, the the critics aren't happy. He's not happy with the reception it's getting. You know, so he's like, ah, man, like, all right. And then he ends up making a new one, <laughs> you know. You got to be like Bulls and Mel, man, okay? Don't like give a fuck about Will playing Fiori. <laughs> but we do. We like it. We know we've made something we're proud of. It's, it's, you know, so it's like, all right, that's it. <laughs> you know, book close. You know, we put a lot of a lot of work into it. You know, but hey, some people need that moment to feel right you know so i get it and i I get it well everyone's got to go out on their own terms you know i learned in college when i played a basketball game against my roommate i don't know if i'm talking about this on air and like long story short like he was beating me and like i it was like for the final point i kept trying to do like this dramatic like long like half court shot ending and he was like why don't you just like why do you keep trying to make a moment out of this <laughs> and like it, he like called me on it and like I'm like oh he knows what I'm doing like and it was like very like I was exposed he's like just like score like you know you're gonna lose because you keep trying to make like this like me- like Michael Jordan like picturesque ending you know just win the game and, like, from that moment, it always stuck with me because it's like, listen, if you can get the win, get the win. It's not always going to be this pretty storybook, you know, cinematic ending. 
you're trying to get cute and you're gonna you know yeah so and no matter what the public thinks you gotta go out with what you're happy with okay if you were happy with Encore but you weren't because you were on drugs then you should have let it be Marshall Mathers LP too or recovery but Whatever. What do I know? I'm just a failed rapper. So hey, it can always be curtain call too. Oh, but see, <laughs> now I feel like giving him because that's the greatest hits that sucks. Because that's that's past the point of all his real greatest hits to me. So yeah, it's the greatest hits for everything after encore. <laughs> I looked at the track list to that actually uh, earlier this week, and it's just awful. Like it is just. They awful. didn't even and it's pick too a long lot of the, too. A lot it's of too, the best joints from that era, even. Bro, he did. He he basically. It was like, did he just put every song on here? Like, what is this? It's disc one is eighteen tracks. This single. two is sixteen. I think every. So it's every single. single. Yeah. Okay, that's not a greatest hits. And then three new songs, including the stupid NFT song, the Snoop Dogg that I still have yet to listen to and never will. This is ridiculous. Yeah, this is awful. This is just awful. Yeah, anyway. Uh, you got anything else to say about my first single? Yeah, he should have gotten more shit for his involvement in the NFT grift of it all. <laughs> well, everyone should have. Of uh, course. People, but, have, have you learned. Know, people so. pretended like he wasn't involved in this. Well, because the truth of the matter is he probably wasn't involved. He just does things because his agent or manager yeah, or whatever. Worse, you know, Paul, what are you doing, man? See, the next <laughs> album, M should call Paul and be like, Paul, what did you sign me up for? They're saying this thing's a scam. Paul, He's like, what the M, fuck did you do? Down. You got me in the metaverse. <laughs> uh, this is NFT Marshall. Yeah, you know, I'm trapped in the metaverse. Uh, fuck you. I'm stuck you here with up for this shit? these fucking apes. I'm sorry, that sounds racist. They're bored apes. I don't get it. You know I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, listen. Marshall, I know you're listening. I know you're listening. All right, do a skit all right, on the next call one. Call Paul and chew him out for getting you involved yes. in all this shit. And ask him... Is it true that the fucking board ape has some sort of Nazi back channel affiliations? <laughs> well, no, we know it's true. We saw, we saw. All right, we we saw. But uh, yeah, I know uh, you were fucking sick when that shit dropped. You had to sell all of those things. I have no board apes. All right. Now I do remember you saying, in fairness, it wasn't Eminem. Who got you into it? It was uh, not Snoop. No Dogg. one got me it? into it because I was right. never into it. Something about Paris Hilton and Jimmy Fallon doing oh, some sort okay. of sit down. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, the most where... stilted, <laughs> obvious advertisement ever. <laughs> yeah, all time late night moment for how ridiculous it was. Yeah. Anyway, when the no, roots I've were just never... sitting there and watching that. I've never owned. Uh, of course, they were because they get paid to do that. They're not gonna mess up the bag. Actually, was that <laughs> COVID era? Maybe they were like at home watching on like Zoom. Uh, How'd that work? Hilton. Did they play while COVID was going on? Fallon. That was twenty twenty one. August seventeenth, twenty twenty one is when this got uploaded no, no, to the official channel. So I wouldn't have been treating it like 
No, they would have been back in the studio by now. Yeah, it, it's, you know. Anyway. Jimmy Fallon, I heard, um, I heard when he we hear when he heard that Mel sold all his bored apes, he had the Francis and the Lights just for us performance removed from YouTube. <sighs> and uh, he, what did, what did Megan Tulane say? Megan, Megan, to I shouldn't keep saying her name. She said, uh, you know, this nigga can't read it all. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's what uh, Jimmy Fallon said when oh you sold God. your board apes and he took down that Francis video. Oh, my God. Uh, all right. You know, anyway. you know Jimmy Fallon saying some crazy shit behind the scenes. Yeah, I heard he be coked out in parties and, yeah. Anyway. He's definitely showing uh, people his fucking NFTs in real life. That's one thing he's definitely doing. You know what? I want the new Eminem bars to be like, yeah, I made an NFT in my dick. You know, bring us back to like just the juvenile, like taking the piss out of everything. They won't, you know? they won't let him do it. They won't let him do it. And it's yeah, because of Toy Soldiers, the song. <laughs> All right. Okay. No. All right. You, do you want to move on? Can we move on? Track nine, Paul. This is a skit. Uh, Paul Rosenberg. Uh, produced by... No, not not the Enforcer. Great man. Uh, six plus. Most of all connect on this uh, particular skit here. It's our first Paul skit of the album. This is Paul calling about Michael Jackson losing it over the Just Lose It video. Uh, life imitating art here, as we referenced earlier in part one, the controversy that stemmed from that record. Then he says he heard Eminem got a new gun. And with that, I guess, you know, we're kind of setting up for the big finale, which we'll hint at in the rest of these skits. I don't think this one ever had a chance with me, to be honest with you, but nothing really happens. Eminem has a new gun. And Michael's upset. Like if anything, why isn't this before just lose it? Great question. I mean, I like the skit that is referencing uh, Just Lose It video, so it should either come right before or right after Just Lose It. Where would we have put the other skit, though, that's coming up? That's a classic. After Rain Man. I would say put. Or after where it's at, after Big Weenie. Put Paul's skit before Just Lose It. Put M Calls Paul after Just Lose It. Right. Okay. So we have the setup, the song, yeah, and yeah. the yeah. But anyway, yeah, making all the Michael Jackson puns that he does in the other skit. Right. All right. Well, listen. It's time to uh, <laughs> go back to a, a different go time. back. Yeah, we're going back in time a week and a half ago to when we recorded the Rain Man appearance with Jesse. Uh, back when we is... thought we were doing the encore review, just a few days later on that yeah. Sunday. Listen, we started recording tonight here on the 19th. It's now the 20th. So it's February 20th right now, at least over here. Yeah. Um, we It'll recorded what you're soon. about to hear on February 9th. So Better long time than never, ago. Folks. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah. So considering this is a long time ago, the views and opinions expressed 
do not necessarily reflect those of Melissa Mel. And if any harmful statements were made, quite frankly, it was just a different time. And the standards were different back then. But now, you know, we know better. So, okay. you know, it's it's not that the ratings aren't canon. It's just most of right. performances that aren't. <laughs> no, no, it's not. No. All right. That's season zero talk. This is uh, still modern day Mules and Mail. It just feels like it was a lifetime ago. But it was really only 11 days. So, yeah, I guess we can bring in Jesse uh, from in the past. Well, 11 days is perfect but because by the time this is over, we're going to be 11 hours into the review. Damn, for real? Yep. Is that true? And we have more tracks left to review than we've yeah, I guess so. reviewed. Oh, my God. All right. Well, yeah, let's, let's not waste any more time. I'm bringing him in uh, after the record scratch, folks. You're bringing in the homie, but not that homie. It's the no, third member real after this record scratch. All right, folks, Jesse's back, but we got to get him uh, in and out of here before he shits on himself, to my understanding, right? Not quite shit on myself style. Your own laxative style. Yeah, it'll, it'll be fine. The audience didn't need to know that. They do. Jesse, what are the odds that you're preparing for a colonoscopy on the week we're doing Encore? Hey, that, that that's my life. Um, everybody, I, I need a round of applause for the third member, um, Boo Boo Boy himself. Uh, That's not my new nickname. <laughs> shit star. Uh, I can give you my old nickname my dad gave me, uh, Doo Doo Monster. You want that? No, thank you. All right. Well, uh, regardless, the third member. So, uh, I mean, had I known you'd be doing with this, I would have told you to do, you know, what I did way back in, like, season five. We could have got diaper-style pop in the night, you know? Don't need diaper-style. WWE five-hour pay-per-view just shitting on yourself, calling wrestling. That like, actually happened on the show? You shit on yourself? Yeah, they no, can't really get the, up and leave. The wrestlers, you know, the uh, the announcers, rather, at the wrestling shows, they're sitting there, especially... You know, in like 2016, 2017, 2018, when they were doing these five, six hour pay-per-views, you couldn't get up and go to the bathroom. And no, I was asking Mel, did he shit on himself on the show? No, I know. I would never shit on myself. Wow. Oh, I just bled out my ass. You said diapers of hemorrhoids. God. Yeah, I had to wear a diaper. I've been there too. But I'm saying you could have brought a diaper to shit on your... We wouldn't have known. That's all I'm saying. But uh, no. Yeah, you're here to help review this uh, Rain Man. But we got Jesse's house, right? We're in your we uh, house. We uh, do. You you have the, all the drops pulled up. Of course. All right. Uh, I guess we're gonna just gonna get right into it. No Jesse's house theme music or nothing. You've never you've never had official theme music. We we've we've dabbled with some. There was things, a creaking door. Just, there was a. What is uh? What's your new favorite movie? Fat Albert. What what is he saying that we just enter? Okay, you know, it's not my just favorite movie. That one scene was favorite, tight. It's your favorite fucking movie. Okay, that one scene you, was you tight. You saw Fat Albert rapping and you loved it. It's your favorite movie. I was high at the um, time, but I did enjoy it. Okay, 
No, there's no theme song for Jesse's house. Okay. When you go in your family's house, you're just carried by the vibes of being amongst family. You know? So it's the music right. of love. What, what about the me? Black Tempo Man theme song? I guess that's kind of a Jesse's house theme in a way. That's coming soon to Best of Jesse. <laughs> I mean, I can hit it. I don't give a shit. I got it. You know? Here you go. Here's here's your theme. And you ain't black. Making his way to the show. Black. And you ain't black. On a shitload of laxatives. I'm black. And you ain't black. Under duress. It is the third member, Jesse Fairfax. And you ain't black. black. You want to throw in a fart at the end for the audience? No, thank you. <laughs> All right. That's Moles and Mellow well, Fart on the mic. Speaking of, on the Eminem. <laughs> well, this episode. is an Eminem review, Jesse. So, you know, right. cover your Eminem ears. farted like in this very kind of song stuff. that you came on to review, like near the top. And it was great, might I add, but we're getting there. He uh, did, he did. Jesse's house, okay. Uh, what do you got for us? What's going on? All right, drop number one. This is what Mel says at Jesse's funeral. <laughs> All right, here we go. Which one? That was a horny nigga. <laughs> Well, I mean, I'll save that shot for one for later. But uh, yeah, I would probably say that it's not a lie. But uh, yeah, yeah, which funeral? Okay, you could you could be really dying and killing you multiple times over the past couple. Oh episodes, no, the the real funeral. Yeah, what caused funeral. it? I don't is know. This Natural causes. Yeah, maybe the colonoscopy <laughs> tomorrow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Jesse, is this your first colonoscopy? Fourth since like 2017. Oh, okay. So you've already been anally penetrated. Yeah, we we talked about that on one of my recent appearances. Like oh, a, I forget. I've talked about a lot of different things with you before. I mean, I can't remember. Oh, has yeah. Jesse ever been anally penetrated? Hmm, let me think back. Yeah, surgery yeah. might be next if this one is still inconclusive. Oh, it's a, man. It's a bleak we life. to hear that. It's a, it's a fucking bleak life. Can we get can we get some ones in the air for Jesse's colon? I was looking for that uh, that Pim C drop. Then he say he was like, "You like yeah, the bull in the ass, looking at your ass, something like that." <laughs> yeah, you are looking at my ass tomorrow. <coughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, if you if um, you're on the table, passed out, getting a colonoscopy, then redacted looking at your ass. I'm laughing, but I'm, I probably should get one of these soon. I'm fucked up right now. Uh, I think you're still a little too young. You got like 10 years, you know? I, I would agree, except I just full disclosure style, Eminem style. I've been like farting daily for like two years, and I don't think that's normal. Yeah, it's normal to fart daily. I, is it? Because I never used to fart daily. Well, then you prop something was probably wrong at that point when you weren't farting daily. Uh, okay, so now I'm normal is what you're saying. All right. Yeah, you're normal now. You're like Eminem <laughs> and Mules and everyone else. <laughs> yeah, the famously normal Eminem and Mules. Uh, Jesse, what's going on in this house? What what else? Okay, we know what I'm going to say at your funeral from the colonoscopy. Okay, drop Now, I'll say this. If you're farting like multiple times a day, you might want to look at your diet. That, that's what I'm saying. Like it's 
But then again, you know, what make, so a lot of vegetables can make you fart, you know? I'm only admitting this because of the Eminem episode, and I feel like I'm amongst a family of freak shows. Not you two guys, but the listeners, you know? It's, it's definitely like, a family of freak shows right now. <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, but hey, Eminem fans, if you're listening, just keep it between us in this episode. Jesse, Don't- you sitting on a wet towel right now or what? I'm not sitting on a wet towel. A wet towel? Is that a thing? Does that like help alleviate pains or something? Try, try uh, if you're having them pains, you know, try getting a nice, uh, a nice wet towel with warm water, hot water, really. And, uh, you know, sit on it and let them hot water steams go up your crack. You won't need no colonoscopy anymore. That's how they used to do it in the old country. This is like a nutty professor medical advice from Wool. Honestly, right. I get my colon cleaned right now. <laughs> you just take a towel, put it in hot water, let that steam roll up your crap. Yeah. Farts. Listen, you're never too old for farts, for fart jokes. Uh, Okay, Jesse, what else is going on in the house? Come on. We, I ain't going in that bathroom, so you got to entertain us in this living room. Sure. Uh, number two, what the erotic barber says when he sees Mules and Mel patiently waiting their turn to be with him. <laughs> okay. This is a fantastical situation, but uh, here we go. I have some fun with y'all boys in a minute. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, was I talking about uh, Views, the song Views? Well, I had yes. to have been. That's, that's what that lyric is from. Uh, I haven't flown with y'all boys in a minute, but I heard it as I have some fun. With, anyway, uh, we'll be doing that later this season. So who knows why I was even on talking Patreon about that. At that. That's right, on Patreon. Okay. Drizzy's going behind the paywall. <laughs> and we're going behind Drizzy to investigate that butt plug. And all the other shit. Uh, this is the ass episode. Colonoscopies, butt plugs, farts, shit. Ass like that, right? Ass like that, okay? No way you shake it. I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> have, have we reviewed that already at this point? I don't even, I don't even no. remember. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like it, I think this is before like ass so. like that. Oh, is it before? I, I think so. It's, it's like in it. the ass like that family. Can we agree? Yes. yes. Yes, we can. All right, but we're not talking about that yet. So no, Jesse, yet. Jesse's house. Continue. We're still in Jesse's house. We haven't even got to Rain Man. You know, he's waiting outside. Uh, I ain't got no legs screaming. You know, scaring the neighbors while we finish up in here. Uh, all right, what's what else we got? What, what, what what's going on? Number three, uh, Mel. Later on tonight, talking about how he likes watching them gangbangs. Oh, brother, I, I, I... You know, Dixon's good too. Wait, wait, what did, what did he say? Three hard dicks oh. is good, too. <laughs> Three hard dicks is good, too. Oh, brother. Okay, what is that from? It's Russell Simmons saying three hard dicks is good, too. He said that? Why? I don't even want to know where he said that, okay? Oh, Jesse might have, God. you know... Jesse really might have some personal... You know, personal files of Russell Simmons. Hey, that man said it. All right. Num- number four, what Mel's dad told the family about that smut he found on the computer. There were canines involved. Okay. Oh, uh, Chinese people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Okay. <laughs> the, oh, man. You know what? The uh, I don't want to. <laughs> Smart rankings out now. Uh, okay. And uh, for us later on tonight. But yeah, actually, both of those things were involved. Yes. Yes. There you go. Sadly. <laughs> okay. Well, moving on. Okay. What else? All right. Now we're just going to go into a, a wacky. Uh, I can't even ask where he gets this stuff from. He gets it from rap. Well, I see from the metadata that was apparently the Snoop Dogg, uh, the blue carpet treatment episode. <laughs> so I don't know what the context was, but. Season I'm of the guilty. Dog. Season of the Dog. That's right. But uh, yeah. Okay. What, what, what's going on, Jesse? Uh, now we're just going to go into just a wacky montage of just white rappers since. Uh, we're we're doing we're doing an Eminem episode. Uh, a lot of these are just classic wacky Mel moments by white rappers. Number five, uh, start with Vanilla Ice. Having a Rony, what is this? Hey, play it. Oh, like Tender Rony, like having. A I don't Rony. know <laughs> what it's like having a Rony. <laughs> 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 okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay, okay, the vibes is back. Oh yeah, VIP in full effect. What the? That was the outro to his album. Was that? That's a wacky mail ten. That was an eight. That was an eight. That was just an eight. That's the outro to Vanilla Ice's album. Escalating wacky noises from him. You know what that reminded me of? <laughs> All right. What, speaking of white that? boys, Justin Timberlake doing those like robot moves oh, on stage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. White boys, y'all some wacky motherfuckers. Y'all really are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was a true wacky. You nailed it on that one, Jesse. That's wacky male for sure. I love that it gave me no context really to what a Roni is. Why? 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 Why is that like what? What it's like having a Roni? I want one. He sold me on it. Whatever it is, because it's wacky. Yeah, that's great. I'm gonna need to listen to that album to the no, extreme. <laughs> why that's, not? That's the outro like to that, that album. It can't be. Can't be that bad if that's how it ends. Okay. I reviewed it. Uh, uh, it's not. It's not that musically. It's not good, but he's not a terrible rapper. Um, I'm listening to Vanilla Ice to the extreme. Okay, no, he's gonna like this more than Illmatic, Jesse. <laughs> oh, I just lord. I just and, you, and, his, and you're gonna be to blame. Okay, he gave us Ice Ice Baby. Okay, did he not, sir? He lifted the uh, the what is it? <laughs> what did he say? Under pressure. Oh, yeah. yeah. By Prince uh, Queen, rather. <laughs> Fucking uh, no, it's not doom 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 do do do. It's doom 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 do do do. Ice yeah. Ice Baby is uh, it's not really that good, man. Oh, don't do this. Let's not. It's seven. No, minus. Don't don't do the Ice Ice Babies overrated. Okay, Jesse seven minus seven minus. Nah, I have to. I'll think about it. 
I'm gonna give it a seven plus for now. Okay, oh, I haven't heard it in a minute. Better than half a little mad at combo. <laughs> you fucking right. Okay. Nas that would be more than his ass because I think he gave out at least one of them Mel 7 minuses on Omatic. Oh, brother. Listen, Ice Ice Baby, there are better records than that on Illmatic. What do you like about Ice Ice Baby, Mel? Ice Ice Baby, dude. <laughs> it's good. Don't, okay, fine, fine. I'm being, I'm being pressured live on here. So now I got The whale has something to say to you. No, hold on, hold on. Okay, here we go. What is this? Is this hi-hat? I thought you liked the song, though. <laughs> I, I never... It usually starts at this part. Every time I heard it, do, 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 do. Let's <laughs> No, okay. No, this is great. You guys are tripping. It might be an 8-. Okay, I don't even need to hear it no more. The song could be that, like TikTok length, and it's great, okay? song doesn't slap. <laughs> it's, okay, tell that to 472 million people on YouTube, okay? People are dumb. It was a pop song. Yeah, and pop is popular. I got I got I got a beat by my own phrase. What's right isn't always popular and what's popular isn't always right. It's not and my make phrase. Make sure that there is a truth in your argument, you know? <laughs> Fine, I'll hit the fucking well. I mean, I I believe in my argument. I think Ice Ice Baby is great. Well, uh, eat this motherfucker. <laughs> hey, man. You can't, you can't say that. That's problematic. Well, no, we're in the Eminem episode. We can get away with more than we usually do. Right. Okay. All right. Listen, I don't need to do this, but the rest of the audience. Think about the truth of your argument. Okay. I don't need to because I'm right about Ice Ice Baby. What else we got in, in, in the wacky, the wacky, what is this? What did you call it? The wacky male suite or something? Yeah, we're about to go on a whole uh, MC Paul Barman uh, deep dive. Uh, so okay. number six, this is something I brought up before him on that. Who shot your beat? Who shot you? Yes. Okay. I told you about this. Yeah. Since nine five motherfuckers, sixteen ninety five motherfuckers. Puff, I think you've said enough. It's time to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Oh, that's a clip. That's a, that's a new drop. <laughs> it's time to shut the fuck up. What is that about? Okay, yeah, he was, that's wacky. Diddy I'm, was saying nine five motherfuckers on that on that beat. Okay, initially. I'm giving I'm giving that one. If Vanilla Ice was a wacky ten, that was a wacky eight minus. All right, okay. Mel likes it more than the real Who Shot You. No, I don't know about all that. I don't know about that, but before I can get pressed, we should move on. What else? More uh, MC Paul Bartman? Yes, number seven. This is a song that would be a wacky melt classic. Um, I'm just I just played like the first few seconds of it. Like when you hear the beat and you hear the guy at the beginning come in, like, "Hey, baby, you know who I am," and it, it, yeah, and the, the beat is definitely a wacky melt song. Okay, well here it is. Hey, baby. Do you know who I am?
a that, okay. So that was actually a fat man beat. That wasn't a wacky male beat. That was a fat okay. man beat. On the wacky scale, that's a wacky six. Okay. Yeah, chance the rapper at the beginning. Talking about, don't that you know who chance. I am? You know this famous story. He stopped oh, my friend's yeah. friend Maggie in Chicago. Don't yeah. you know who I am? I'm Chance the Rapper. The funny yeah. thing is these days he probably could stop somebody and they wouldn't know who he is. But he was popular. Big day review coming later this season. That's right. Okay. I've never heard that album. <laughs> never planned to. <laughs> uh, well, it's like every other Chance the Rapper album, but people pretended like it was different. We'll talk about it when we get there. We will because I disagree people are trying to say it wasn't good. So, okay. all right, what else we got? Uh, so there's this... a guy who we know on a fringe level who does like it and defends it. Okay. Oh, word. <laughs> that guy. Yeah, a guy who we know on a fringe level. Huh, okay. Well, listen, everybody likes something. Or, or uh, what? what Everybody's. Everybody, somebody's everything. everything. Somebody, everything. No, you're right. Nobody's nothing. I was gonna Hell go no on a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when he got on the internet? Hey guys, uh, oh no, hey, hey guys, it's Chance. Uh, I was gonna go on a tour with Eminem, but instead I posted this picture of me laid up in the hospital. Like crucify Jesus so you can feel bad, and I'm not gonna go on the tour. That remember, remember drug that? problems. I wouldn't make fun of that. That I don't think that was the drug problem era. It could have been, but no, he was like. It, well, either way, why did he post the picture? You remember he Jesse was supposed is to the go only on the tour. person that's been hooked up to an IV that wasn't on drugs. What? You know what, what I mean? That had to rush to the ER. No, I don't know what you at, mean. At a younger you age. Clarify. At a younger, all of these rappers are on drugs. When they're posted up in the ER, they yeah, there was some drug stuff. That oh, exhaust show like is because they forgot to drink water when they were, uh, you know, they were fucking yeah, smoking too many blunts. They forgot to drink water, and they're like, oh god, I'm in the hospital. How did I get here? Yeah. No, you got the drop, Coolio drop for. No one knows about those fucking <laughs> those vitamin visits. That thug had to make. No, yeah. he was putting lean in his IV or whatever. You know, no, nah, it wasn't that. He, I found he had to him. get his. He had to get his nutrients because he was only eating fucking sour patch kids. Yeah, sour patch kids and like funyuns and gambling. <laughs> that was it. Eating gambling. Uh, yeah, eating gambling. When, when you ain't got nothing to eat but nice in a bad way. I found it in the chat style. The picture that Chance posted. Like, why did he? Post I remember this. this. <laughs> we I didn't need this. to see that though. That I'm on drugs. Have sympathy for me. Oh. <laughs> I can't believe this. I haven't you seen never seen this that before. before? Yeah, no, it, it was like I'll, I'll never forget him. it. It was the such only a person post. on an IV at that age is on drugs. Oh, brother, could have been exhaustion. Like we said, exhaustion. You know, doing all. No, that. you got the Coolio you know, drop. The store is, is it, yeah, you know exhaustion <laughs> yeah. from doing all them fucking drugs. <laughs> no, he he has a very like a, you know in an uh, intense live show. To my understanding, lots of dancing <sighs> and moving. Listen, and ain't no he, was, he wasn't no that famous yet. Okay. No, but he was still putting in his all. And then one day he was on we stage. We know about and, him. Okay, and, and he moved too hard. And he said, 
And they rushed him to the We hospital. know about him, okay? <laughs> Fucking SoundCloud was about to go under. He said, all right, guys, one sec. I have to meet with them real quick and oh, I'll bro. see what I can do. <laughs> Jesus. The, like, he's low-key still in the, like, savior era where it's like he just gets involved in everything. But I, I don't want I don't mean to be dismissive. Like he's doing good work actually over there in, in Africa. He's doing you know tours and, and festivals and stuff. It looks like real good stuff. Oh, for real? He's like doing real shit right now. Yeah, he's doing real stuff. Yeah, you know he's not grifting anymore. <laughs> he was grifting. Uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking. But I guess in a what do you way, mean? his whole not like his crypto whole, gifting gr- grifting. Right? His whole shtick is a fucking grift, dude. <laughs> we will get to talk about that during during the big day because that ties into your you know feeling that that was the same chance album as every other chance album however maybe amongst the public the grift had run its course so they saw through he's it. done one he did one good thing before he went to africa to do what he's doing now and he it was when he gave them coats to the homeless <laughs> Dude, i don't even remember that if anyway uh he made like special coats that are also sleeping bags. Hey guys, uh, allow you to survive coats, the elements. But they're also sleeping bags, and it comes with complimentary uh, drugs. It comes with a teddy bear, so you can <laughs> sleep with a stuffed animal. <laughs> we're misrepresenting celebrities because we're on the Eminem episode. Okay, we can. That's do right. That. That's we, right. We can get away and with listen. that. This is the best time to do it. <coughs> Jesse, you got anything else here on the... Yeah, uh, he does. He's got some The Wacky stuff. White Rapper Countdown? Yeah. yeah uh, so, so that song that I, I just had Mel play, it's basically like he spends a lot of the song rapping sexual acts with like famous women's names or what have you. So, okay. for example, he would say, like, uh, I would fire Blanks and Tyra Banks or something like that. But... um. Okay. So he did a live version of this on the radio and listen to what this woman ad libs like she freestyles a line. Listen to what she like the host of the show. She just jumps in there, freestyles a line. Okay, here it is. Number eight. She almost shrank off when I said take your top tank off. I draw a thousand times better than Robert Mankoff. George Bush has a gorgeous tush. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, that's uh, that was the host of the radio show. Yes. Why did she just think to get in on that? Like, was... <laughs> it was a wacky moment. Okay, that was that was that was wacky. Okay, seven minus. That was wacky. It was wacky. Could have been audience plant style, you know? Like, hey, when I say this, say this. But it was. I would believe you, except white women have that gene where, like, they awkwardly mm. interject, like, at that moment and think like they're, you know add to something (laughs) is it a freestyle situation where you know like they do those freestyles where throw me a phrase and i'll work it into a bar no it was he was doing the version of the song and she's just Just lying george bush has a gorgeous touch right (laughs) (laughs) well nicer than what eminem said about george bush okay on this album but yeah, all yeah right. Mel was uh, really offended, Jesse. When we did the Mosh review, he was—you might have to bring him to the next mega dinner. He was so what? pissed the way Eminem was talking about Bush. Oh no, no, that's not what happened. No, that's a, okay. It's the bad faith moves in the building, y'all. All right, where's the applause? That was one of your greatest ones. Okay, me not liking that song does not mean I'm pro Bush. All right, look. Uh, 
I'm just calling it like I see it, you know? We can say whatever we want into the mic, but, you know, I I know you felt a kind of way about that. You're like, wait, he said what about who? My favorite president? (laughs) Okay, listen, we're done, Em, all right? You lost your hood pass. (laughs) The best George Bush line related to or in hip-hop, whatever you want to consider it as, was my roommate's meth head friend in college, who rapped into my mic, the same, very same mic I'm talking into, and said, I put that on George Bush, nigga. <laughs> that was amazing. Okay? I don't think anyone's ever put something on George Bush. You put that on babies, on God, on mama. On George Bush? That's new. Never heard of it before. I don't think anyone said it after. So, putting him over the white way with the tush line. Uh, what else we got? All right, so number nine is another like same same uh, recording session at the radio station. She's, with, uh, she did this again. No, a, li- a line from him, just an example of one of the lines he would do. Oh, okay. I did Cindy Lopper in the plopper. <laughs> that that the, uh, <laughs> is that cock mobster, Jesse? It is. It's it a, is. It, it's a it's yeah. a like an eight eight plus for me. Did I think did he's he say, disowned it at this point? Oh, has he? Oh, so. it sounds, you know, harmlessly wacky. I'm going to give that clip a flat seven. Uh, that was, that was wacky. It might, because you know what happened? The yo-yo-yo's got a hold of it. Oh. Uh, and uh, kind of turned him into an like early version Rapper? of a meme, if you will. Okay. He kind of was. I, you know, so I think he was maybe seeing too many kind of college bros and whatnot at his shows yelling out, him to do this record and maybe he's ashamed of it now yeah uh, got it well I, br- I brought that in. Okay. don't be ashamed no i was just telling him if he's listening uh, I, I brought that one in uh the last one in because it's time for rab's favorite segment uh dinner roll sings the hits number 10 uh, oh yes oh, here we go listen jesse uh, update i was fucking tripping he's not a two minus he's a one he's a one hey. General sings the hits. I'm oh, I'm excited. Great. This is this is suffer. worth the price of admission right here. All right. Uh, what is this number ten? Do I hit this? Mm-hmm. White girl. I see him like in the video is just like the magical Negro. (laughs) It's like dancing with all the. (sighs) I have to not put that over because I'm traumatized by him. I'm giving that a six. I'm giving that an eight plus. Um, listen, your rating. I mean, I created it. I don't know. <laughs> Imagine the gimmick is an artist who creates things and like they have no opinion on their works. <laughs> like, yeah. That'd be crazy. It's like I was I just know, creating what just was needed it. for the moment. Yeah, you let other people rate your stuff. You don't, you know. I just fucking made it. Fuck, I don't know if it's good or bad. I don't care. <laughs> just pressing buttons. Um, 
before I hit the next drop, my, my hot take as far as like, you know, popular music, that girl just want to have fun. Overrated. Overrated. You like Ice Ice Baby. I'm not really interested in your take on girls. I just like it have more fun, than okay? girls. And this is nothing against girls having fun. Girls just want to have fun is far superior to Ice Ice Baby. Eh. It's not even in the same galaxy. I no. just heard energy. And when you played Ice Ice Baby, the, the energy got sucked out of the room. Look, I think girls deserve a better fun having anthem than that. Well, they have other ones than that. This is not the only one. Yeah, but but that's like the one girls just want to have on, you know? uh, There's other ones. Folks, call in. 718-635-0743. This is the one that they like to have fun with. What, what, if you're a girl, what song do you want to have fun with? Okay. They want to have fun with girls just want to have fun. Oh, brother. All right. Miley Cyrus has one from 2008. Why don't we listen to that one, folks? Let's let's all. She did a cover of it. Is it no, a cover? Yeah, it looks like a cover. Oh. Uh, yeah, I think this is a cover. Yeah, it looks like. Let's a cover. hear it. I'm interested. <laughs> this is from her album Breakout, released in 2008. Oh, uh, that's an underrated album from her. It's an underage album, probably from her. Well, that's uh, what I'm saying. A lot of people never really checked for this one, but you know, she was really. She was making bops early on. Okay, let's see. Here we go. Okay. Sound better than Ice Ice Baby already. It sounded like a cover. And it's already better. Okay. Yo, this is crazy. I mean, she's got a great voice. Always has. Six months. Oh, this is way better. It's not way better. What the fuck is wrong with it? Six minus. The the snare is snappier. It's crispier. The, her voice is better than Cindy Lauper's. The energy. Oh, her voice higher. is better. It's all her voice better. Is better it's, for sure. it's better. It's better. It's not better. Wasn't Captain okay, Lou Albano no. in her video? He was, yes. He was. I mean, listen, there was a whole thing going on over there, you know. Listen, take that old uh, Cindy Lauper out back and shoot her in the face. Okay, we got Miley Cyrus. All right, (laughs) this is that was the true. The production of Girls Just Want to Have Fun, the original, is far superior to whatever you just played. Get that like tropical fucking day spy ass music out of here. Okay, we need that that the drums. And that crunchy guitar. I didn't hear any drums unless you were like just playing it through your phone, so we couldn't hear I was, the fidelity. The phone. Hey, that snare it was hitting, bro. Hold on, it wait. was not hitting. I didn't What's hear it? a snare. You hear? Oh my god! I don't hear it. No. No, Every dose of this song gets me pumped up. I I don't. That's that I don't caffeine you on. You know what? Fuck it. Eminem episode. I'm gonna become trans. Trans male. Okay. Fighting back against this Hogwarts game. And I'm doing it because I want to really feel the fun. Okay? This record, I can't truly access it unless I go to the other side, folks. This might take a while. I hear these things are expensive. But around this time, season 15, 16, I think I will have, you know, fully completed the transition. Transmetal's coming. Girls just want to have fun. Damn it. And maybe they'll listen to me about Miley being better if I become a girl. Okay, right now they don't want to hear from they don't want to hear from no fucking man. Understandably, 
But I'm I'm jumping. I'm hopping over the fence. Okay. Okay, you having a whole operation? <laughs> yeah, the whole joint. You know. I mean, so I might keep. You know, I might keep though? the whole joint if you know what I mean. But you you can keep the joint. That's not right. like a prerequisite. You you I make that decision then. for yourself. The segue. Yeah, number eleven. Oh, brother. Okay, what is this? What Mool says to trans Mel when Mel <laughs> rates uh, Prodigy H and I C high enough to uh, get Jay Z taken down from number one. Okay, well, I gotta clarify for the audience this this trans Mel uh, decision impromptu. It just happened. So, are you pivoting the drop to fit the situation? It was always gonna be what Mool says to Mel. When when okay. Mel rates H and I C high enough to get uh, Jay Z taken down. Oh, and now we're just one. acknowledging my my new gender. Yeah. Okay, thank you. This thank is you. what Mole says. All right, here we go. Mel, why don't you just pull your penis out and get ready to have it suck? <laughs> what? Oh, don't do. Uh, okay, I think that's what Mole would do for you. He wasn't here for that. Oh, oh, he wasn't here. No, oh, he, <laughs> I'm glad well, he missed that. We have to play it again. He has to react. No. No, he ain't gonna like that. I'm not calling him a homophobe. I'm just exactly. Saying. It's it's all in comedy style. Oh, you missed I'm, it. I'm hit. Where where is it? Okay, let me let me get the long. You do not want drop. to be accused. No, not even that. No, this one. And yeah, I want to put that out there, man. This man ain't never seen me naked. I ain't no never seen to. him naked. We don't desire to do no shit like that. We ain't going out like that. <laughs> okay. Wolves and Mel, we love each other. We're friends. We're family. But we're some family, you man. know. <laughs> oh, where is it? Here it is. We some family men. Exactly. Uh, All right, I'm waiting. Well, I'm I mean, waiting for Moles to hear that one. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to continue Jesse's house while Moles is away. But I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this. Okay. I don't think I've ever revealed this. And and you know, this was around when this album Encore was out. I, talk, I don't think I've ever said it on the show. So, you know, we're talking about men and everything. So in the seventh grade, one of the worst grades of my life, uh, because I was in an unfamiliar place with no friends. Seventh grade, Virginia, there was this kid named Jared. Okay. Don't know his last name, literally. But Jared, like the subway man. Not saying he, you know, swung like the subway man. I'm just saying, like the subway man. I'm pretty sure he was gay. It wasn't confirmed. It was 2004, so like, and plus it wasn't the same era, so like, I don't think kids were coming out at that age, you know, so early back then, you know. But like the the general, his behaviors, his interests, his um, you know, implications were that he was gay. This is my admission to the audience on the Eminem review, and to prove that, like, you know, in true Eminem fashion, I don't think he hate no gay people. Just like, of course, we don't. But Jared would touch me without my permission what? and i felt love nigga i felt love i'm not gonna i'm not gonna cap to you when he would when that when that white when that pudgy white boy would touch me touch you where? i would i would have to no 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 not any crazy play he like on my show he's messy he liked to mess with kids and they would beat him up because he's like stop touching because they thought he was gay and they were homophobes and you know what i would do is like i don't like being touched anyway by anybody without permission without consent but he you know he like poke my stomach or like graze my shoulder oh, or something goodness. And, and you know i would be i would to play along with the with the with the you know everybody else and i'd be like get off me get away but like low-key i i needed the human contact at that point in my life oh, my <laughs> i'm not gonna cap to you like those are some of the highlights of my day
when Jared would touch me. Hi guys. <laughs> because I had okay, nobody. Stop with this. What? Oh, we're oh! Now we gotta stop else. with this. Okay, a man is talking about the 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 genuine moment he had of just 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 general human connection. Okay, and 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 here we go. Homophobic Jesse. He wants to stop with this and talk yeah, about moves, something. We else. need moves as a captain to keep the ship <laughs> steering straight. I'll hit the drop. Whatever. Hi guys. Okay, we're gonna stop with this, and we're gonna talk about something else. Jared, wherever you are, I hope you're thriving. Uh, I think Wolves is back. So, uh, is he back? Or can I continue uh, <laughs> steering the ship into the iceberg while the captain's away? Hey, okay. Captain. Well, listen, I'll talk about another story, okay? Oh, and and uh, <laughs> Jesse, you're familiar with this one. I'm dying over here. So, <laughs> well, I got to do this. Wolves isn't back. So, in high school, you know about this. Uh, let's call him. Uh, let's call him Bike Massler. Okay, Bike Massler. <laughs> in the locker room, we were had to take a shot. I didn't take no shot because I didn't trust them white boys. It was a racist environment. You know, I, I, I need them tr- them troubles. Okay, but this boy Bike Massler. Okay, had a grown man meet. <laughs> it was like it was confusing to me. Now, granted. You know, I skipped the grade. I was I was behind in development by at least a whole year anyway. But you had to understand the problem was that being black in a white school, of course, you got the, the harmful stereotypes. They think every black nigga's supposed to have a big meat. And I wasn't at that part of my development yet. You feel me? I was I was like 13, 14. Like, I, I'm not there. I can't. I can't. Not that I'm trying to please the white people. I can't get at to y'all right now. You feel me? So it's just a, so like I would, I, that was part of the reason I take a shot. But this man, I would, we would, I would have to sneak a glance because I'm like, this shit is abnormal. This nigga got a mutation. Am I just really that far behind? Because here's the thing, everybody else will let they dick swing and anything, and I'd be like, okay, that look about right. But this nigga bike, okay, this nigga bike, at I'm a, at, at least seven and a half. Okay, at like fourteen, bro. At like fourteen. Is Moose back? Hey, folks, I'm back. <laughs> Brother. Shout out to Bite. Okay. So, so anyway. uh, Moose Mel has been molested and he enjoyed it. Um, That's not what. No. Uh, staring at white men's penis. Well, they were in the same age or whatever, but staring at white guys' penises in the locker room. Is this. When you I left, never he, leave says he, he, he said he was going to become trans so that he can understand <laughs> girls just want to have fun. Uh, so much more happened. And that was already a crazy note to leave on. Okay, who's is back? So we have to hit the drop again, right, Jesse? So what was the setup? Yeah, uh, I was saying this is what Mool says to trans Mel when he uh, puts Prodigy H9C over enough to get Jay-Z knocked from number one. This is what Mool says. Mel, why don't you just pull your penis out and get ready to have it suck? <laughs> okay. You know. <laughs> oh, I was wrong. Okay, when you were going, I'm like, the captain ain't gonna like that. He's not gonna like it. It's crazy. Okay. Alright. We'll All cycle. Right. Okay. We're safe. Right. And I'll hand the wheel back to him. I was headed right for that iceberg. <laughs> My crazy it, it, shit got very out of hand quickly. <laughs> we need more female listeners is something that this man said. I don't ever say we do. but I'm so down for that. I'm willing to become one of them. Okay? 
Like, you I feel like that's a bit of an insult to their, you know, their, their, their. Oh, old... we got a turf over here. We got a turf feel... over here. No, I think you're, I think you're the turf. <laughs> All right. See? Am I accidentally yeah, I think it's, I think it's insulting to be like, I'm going to become a trans. Like, it's, that's like, that's well, it's like not going to happen overnight. Gay. You know, it's, it's a, it's a process. I, I think it's something that, you know, you either are or you are not, you know? Okay, you know what? To avoid any accidental uh, wrongdoing, I hereby I am no longer becoming trans. Grand opening, grand close. I don't think you can become. It's like saying I'm becoming gay. You know, it's like you can't really. Uh, well, do you that. know, I guess you're right. Right, you don't become. You just are. Right, you you are that. You discover that. Okay. Right, so right. listen, I'm I'm standing up for the trans community right now. Okay, I'm I, I'm no longer. I never mind. Okay, I get that it's the Eminem episode, but you know, let let's. I was doing it in good faith. Okay. Uh, but, you know, yeah, I made mistakes listen. along the way. And, and you know, I don't want to carry my mistakes into that new realm. You don't so need I'll to be where carrying no mistakes. Listen, just stick to stick to defending George Bush, okay? No. Oh, you see? You see? The expert wraparound on the bad faith. This man is a bad faith artist, okay? A BFA, if you will. Anyway. Jesse, what else we got? Well, I'm keeping it going. Yeah, I'm a BFA, a big fucking ally. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Humble request. Can we get those in the shop? At least in the fringe level. BFA shirts, big fucking ally. Can we please get that in the shop? Yeah, fuck it. Why not? (laughs) (laughs) That's an amazing shirt. Okay. Um. All right, Jesse. Jesse. Jesse's house. Uh. What else? Right, well, I'm keeping the trope going. I, I uh, left the house to go to the store real quick. You know. Where? 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 I feel you. You know, the Waker store run. I feel you. Or no, where are you from? Bodega. The Bodega run. Right. Okay. Yeah. I don't anyway. Know stuff. Well, where I am now, basically, there's really liquor store more than Bodega. Where? Okay. Uh, Jesse. No, I'm saying I'm, I'm keeping the, the trans trope going. Uh, so no, uh, no, it's over. It's over. I, I was, I was fucking Jesse Chappelle over here. We say, all right, enough is I enough. Didn't say right, and he was keeping going. And now he's now he's building his whole fucking bit on the you know on the, on the fucking right. thing. We call I didn't say bit. anything anti. He's just trans I can the next see it drop. now. Jesse on Netflix when they show you that like trailer against your will when you're on the splash page and he's just holding the mic. Uh, this is the closer, okay? <laughs> uh, I don't. I ain't mad at no trans, but we got to talk about this. <laughs> I'm just including trans metal in the next drop. That's all. Uh, okay. So, all right. So when Zendaya gets or Zendaya, whatever, however you pronounce it, when she gets word that you know Mel is such a big fan, and she, you know, hears that the big thirty is coming up. And she's like, you know, I'm going to travel to PRO, you know, spend time with one of my biggest fans. And, you know, on, on April 14th, uh, you know, she says, like, what what do you want to do? Number 12, this is what Mel says. Oh, you know what I want to do for my birthday? Get fucked in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> okay, man. All right, bro. What was that? What was that? Honestly, what was that? You said What was that? You said it. Did Moe leave again? <laughs> I know, but like, what was I talking? I'm, no, I'm, uh, I'm here. 
Uh, Why did I say that? What was that hey. about? What? I, nothing comes to mind. I'm that just trying to make to correlations that. between the statements Mel makes and our ratings that we get on the show. <laughs> In my head, I'm they just doing some us. mental they calculations. Listen, they've survived worse. We farted in their ears the last time we did the Eminem review in uh in seven 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 nine season nine. Okay, you know they'll they'll be fine. All right, is what they're here for. Wow, in the year seventy nine A.D., we did an Eminem review. We're murdered for it and called heretics. Wow, and that's what you're referring to? Yeah, sure. Let's see. Like, because we, you know, the fucking the time machine gimmick. <laughs> Did Jesse don't and when ODB said style. let's let's take them back to seventy nine. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Hold on a second, boys. Okay, okay, okay. No, never mind. I I tried to tell Jesse we're not doing tangents now, but listen, I typed in seventy nine AD. I cannot make this up. The Wikipedia page on June twenty third. Emperor, no, no, Emperor, no. Vespasian dies of fever from diarrhea. His last words on his deathbed are, I think I'm turning into a god. That's my new name, Jesse Vespasian. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Okay. You got to get out of that house, Mel. Oh, man. Yeah, no, we got to go. going on. We, Something's we, going on, okay? <laughs> the number 23, June 23rd. How does June okay. 23rd sound? <laughs> I'm there right now. I'm cool, yo, drop. I don't know about the rest of you. <laughs> I'm that little boy that the guy thought was Terrio right now. <laughs> All right, we only got one drop. i to get a refill on the drink. <laughs> this man was dying of a fever. I'm shitting on himself. And so now he thought he was turning into a god. That's how I feel tonight. Yo, nah, man. 79 AD. Yo, man. Which is, which is where we were executed originally in a past life for reviewing an album from the future. That's right. That's right. Oh, my God. Oh, Oh man, okay. <laughs> I have a chest pain right now. We're gonna wrap through it. Whoo. Jesus Christ. Like I never would have known I never would have searched this Wikipedia page in my life if not for this show. This was just sitting here, just for me. I had no idea. <laughs> okay. We gotta keep going. <laughs> All right. Uh last okay. drop. Uh, last minute submission from the writer's room. Uh, so when when Jesse and Moles found out that that guy is on hard times, this is what we said. Who? The the rapper on. Oh, brother. Okay. This is what Here we said is. when we found out he's on hard times. I know. We knew already. I don't even know the God's accent. That was funny. So I gotta give that a flat seven. We oh, put it man. in the chat earlier, Mel. You put it in the chat? You made a. You reacted with an emoji. This guy is on hard times in, in, the, the, in the group chat. Listen, yeah, the don't tweet. Look, the tweet. That's what we're talking about. 
That's no, what you played said. a clip of something. That's what Jesse and Moles said. Play it again, Mel. When we found no, out but what is that clip f- from? It's homeboy. It's, it's Sam, homeboy Sandman. We're saying oh, we knew. Okay. We knew he was on hard times. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't making no money. <laughs> play it again, Mel. <laughs> Am I gonna have to censor this, or we just letting this fly? No, we just letting it fly. We didn't say the name. <laughs> <laughs> they can do. You said the name of the artist. They got, right. They oh, got, well. Okay. He admitted to being on our time. I will censor the name. You don't have drop. I know. That man said. <laughs> he is shameless at this point. <laughs> His name can 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 go on the mic. Help that man out if you need him. <laughs> No, give me John Wayne. I need help. <laughs> Yo, listen. If you're <laughs> and your are tweeting like this, hit the drop, Mel. I need help. You ain't no fucking. Okay. You ain't no. Holy. Holy... Mel, give me Coolio. This is how he felt when he had to make that tweet. I'm going to read it. Don't read it! Don't read it, Jesse! This is what... This is... That man is shameless. Why wouldn't I read his tweet? And you're shaming him for needing help. Okay? No, I'm I'm shaming him for being... I don't know. No, we're not shaming... I mean, listen, I'm taking a different... I'm shaming the label for not paying him. I'm shaming the label because the label, you know... He he asked you. Can you open up a little bit of my album budget? And you know what they said? Hit the Daniel drop. I have a dollar and eighty six cents. <laughs> okay. Here, here you go. I have a dollar and eighty six cents. Ain't no fucking. Okay. All right, listen. If we're just if we're wine stepping, if we're if we're going, I don't know. Listen, you know what? Uh, <laughs> you gonna have a dollar? What, what, what did uh? What did No Can Do tell Milo when the a two face suburb royalties came? Back? I have a dollar and eighty six cents. I have a dollar and eighty six cents. Like you find me offensive, I find you offensive for finding me offensive. That's what type of time we're just gonna have to be on. I look, whatever, whatever, man. Yolo, right? So the kids say Yolo. It's all in good fun, I think. Right? This is in good fun, right? We're not really trying to start no beefs here, right? That man is on a bondu. <laughs> <laughs> that man is on the street. <laughs> I mean, listen, I, this is all I can say. At the very least, you know, we're not going to go out and expose every Bondulu out there who has $1.86 for their album budgets. So just be happy. We'll, we'll just talk around it style for now. Don't know. Why are you doing that? To, okay. All right, man. If you're a rapper, you should have more followers than me, and I don't have a lot I'm of followers. I'm not thinking about uh, Listen, I'm not you're taking shots that. at listen. this man. When the man who has to talk about being enjoying being molested by his classmate in the seventh grade has to tell <laughs> the other guys, I missed that down. story, so I don't yeah. know. I don't even know what's going on over there.
Um, listen, I was just there to make my no-can-do Milo joke because Milo Look, made it public knowledge. He made a whole thing. I'm, out I'm of starting it. my own label, 187 Records. You get more than a dollar 86. You get a dollar 87 at signing. <laughs> so holler at your boy, 187 Records. Right now, we got the most competitive rates in the industry. Okay. <clears throat> Well, we, got you on a three, we got you on a 359 deal. Come sign the right? we're not We're not going the full 360 with you over here, okay? We're giving the we're empowering creatives. It's a 359. It's, one a, degree out. it's a 359 <laughs> at 187, you know? And yeah, deals are yeah. given out only on June 23rd. Mole stops just short of, of fucking you over there. <laughs> yeah, I'm a good guy. Look, I, I might die in this colonoscopy tomorrow. Okay, so Jesse hates rappers. Mool's got a label. I say I come. Hate well, I, hate, I hate labels. I hate. Labels. I got 79 AD. That's my label. Okay, we got uh, good health care to prevent you from dying of diarrhea <laughs> and <laughs> deluding yourself into thinking you're becoming a god. No, you're just dying. You're sitting there dying. You're talking about what I said I am. A god. Mool, that's your comeback project. I hate labels. Wait. We're making all I hate Scorpio songs. No, no, I just pictured Jason. Kanye on his deathbed and just sitting in his own shit. I just, I'm just what I told you I am. A god. The writer's room's on fucking fire. Okay, bits are falling on top of other bits. Okay. Okay. Is it man. time to get into Rain Man? We have to. We have to. Jesse, yeah. Jesse's house is, is threatening. This an hour long Jesse's house? Yes, it's threatening to fall apart in front of our eyes. Yeah, we got to move on. Okay. All right, let's do it. Uh, okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got like phlegm river dancing in my chest right now. It's crazy. I can't get. Okay. All right. Let me pull up my notes. All right. Back to the river yeah. dancing in my stomach. <laughs> okay. All right. Track 10, Rain Man, produced by Dr. Dre. All right. Let's get out into it. Seven plus. Moles and Mel Connect, seven plus. I'm going 10. Jesse the nerve of you to give us a hard time or at least now me a hard time about giving the message a 10 this man gave Rain Man by Eminem enjoyment encore it is it's enjoyment you enjoy it to the point of it being perfect I'm going to his Wikipedia right now I'm pretty sure this is my favorite Eminem song I don't have any other Eminem song I don't have any other Eminem songs I give a 10 Till I Collapse is like a 9 with me um, so there's nothing on the previous three albums you like as much as Rain Man? At, at a 10? No. <laughs> this is like one of your yeah, worst yeah, yeah, yeah. opinions of all time. I've, this has been one of my favorite songs since 2004, whenever this album came out. It's not a bad opinion, it's enjoyment. One of the worst hip-hop opinions of all time, he says. I have, yeah, to I say mean, that, that Rain Man is a 10 and Eminem's best song? I didn't say best, 
personal enjoyment well, the song you, I enjoy the most. And you, you enjoy Rain He probably Man has better songs. He probably has better songs that I enjoy less. It, it, there's there's shit on the Marshall Mathers LP that's better musically, but that I don't enjoy as much. You're allowed to feel this way, obviously. Everyone's allowed yeah, it's to feel one of my favorite songs. That's how the system works. You know, it's just it's wild though, because I think about all of the Eminem songs out there, and I like this song. It's a seven plus, it's bordering on an eight. But I could This ain't even imagine... going on my greatest hits if I had to make, you know, twenty right. tracks, fifteen tracks, something like that. You know? Yeah, I'm I'm looking at Marshall Mathers LP right now. There's nothing I give a ten on here. I don't think there's any Eminem have I ever given M a ten? I don't think so. Let's see. Let's check uh, real quick. Definitely not on 8 Miles, so it would just be on either Eminem show. Did Mel give Stan a 10? No, I think I gave it a... What? Let me see. Hold on. Marshall Mathers LP. I don't know if he's got 10s with me. I did. I gave it a 10. Wow. It's like, Mel, you you forgot you gave it a 10? Real Slim Shady may be a 10 for me. Okay. Not real. Oh wait, not real. Slim Shady. Yeah, re- not real. Slim Shady. What is it? Uh, my name. My is name Shady. is. My name is the first single. Right. Slam Zany. Uh, Slam Zany. Slam Zany. Exactly. I like Sing for the Moment a lot. I like Till I Collapse. A lot. I don't even know if I like Sing for the Moment. Would I give that but one? That, that's a nine for me. Uh, that is. You gave it a six plus. I gave it an yeah. eight minus. I don't like it. I gave without me a nine, but yeah, I gave Stan a 10. Right. Because in my brain, it had been a nine for so long in my life that I, I defaulted, but like that was the week I had to sit down and figure out, hey, you know what? It's a 10. It's a 10. I mean, right. Jesse, there's some real Mel, um, Mel stands, M stands listening right now <laughs> who are hearing you say Rayman's a 10 and, and your favorite Eminem song and they're baffled, I think. Yeah, it's my favorite Eminem song, I'm pretty sure. Well, there might be one person listening who agrees with you, and they're like, yes, this is what I've been waiting to hear, my whole Eminem fandom. Like, this is my new favorite podcast. There's a guy on here who thinks Rain Man is a 10. Well, I got news for you. He's only here twice a season. (laughs) Unfortunately. Well, uh, with you giving it a 10, I'm I'm just curious. What? What? How? What makes this a 10 for you? Uh, hilarious. Very funny song. I mean, I was an apologist for this album for a while. Like, I defended my first single. It didn't age well to me. Uh, mm. I defended Ass Like That. It, it's I like everything you're saying so far. It's oh, Ass Like That is good. I'll, I'll put that over. But yeah, Ass I Like used, That is one of the best songs on this album. Yeah, I, I used to put my first single over... Um, yeah, I, this is I, one of the best songs on this album, for that matter. You I'm know, a Rain fan Man. of Wacky Eminem. And I am too, but do you agree that this album is worse than the the three that came before it? Uh, the yes, yeah, probably, yeah. Like, I'm not like super crazy. If you, I'm not super crazy about go, Slim Shady you know, track LP. You think Encore is better? No, no, no. But I'm not crazy about that album. Uh. It's, it's definitely Encore is definitely not as good as Marshall Mathers or Eminem show, uh, but yeah, I did, I did love this album when it. Do you dropped. feel the fact that like M has dropped worse albums since Encore? Mm-hmm. You know that this it's kind of you know uh, made you look back on Encore with you know different 
perspective or is it just, you know, something even when it came out, you were a fan? I was I was a fan when it came out. Uh, then it didn't really age super well down the line. Like this is kind of where I got off the train. I'm not, I wasn't really crazy about uh, relapse and recovery. That's interesting because I I really like relapse. Like it's the most Dr. Dre beats on any Eminem album. It's some of his best technical rapping that he's ever done. But I understand for some people the content is so off-putting that they didn't want to listen to, you know, how well mixed the album is and how well Eminem is rapping on it because he's talking about, like, getting raped by his stepdad. Uh, Yeah. You know, Encore is such a strange album in in the, I guess where it comes because it's like like you asking jesse it's like well here's my question for jesse so you give this a 10 mm-hmm. are there any 10s on any albums prior to this one not for me so it, right so there's my point it's like here it is where like you can acknowledge that this album is not as good as the previous three but yet like his weakest album to date at that point had a 10 on it it, it has my favorite Eminem song. The other albums had hit for him yet, right? Which is right. I, and, you know, that's I not find a problem. It's so interesting. It's quality it's weird wise, to me, but it's interesting. No, quality wise, there are other songs that are probably better quality wise. I'm talking enjoyment factor, which is what we're supposed to be rating, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, yes, yeah. I'm not saying this is like oh, you know, it is definitely one of my favorite songs, but I'm not saying it's like a fucking I don't know. There's a difference between a Tribe Called Quest ten and it. And a Rain Man ten, uh, I like this for wacky. Or I love this. This is one of my favorite songs for wacky reasons. Right. Uh, okay. I agree that maybe not all tens are quote unquote created equal. <laughs> that it, it may be a ten within the realm of that artist. But then again, some artists never get tens with me. Right. My main man Drake has no tens for me. My main man Drake has zero tens. Zero tens. And y'all know he has like a bunch of eights with me and some nines, but no tens. Yeah, he may have a few nine pluses with me. I mean, the ten is like any rate. It's like anything else because it's no ratings are created. We enjoy different things for different reasons. You know, enjoyment isn't made equally. I could enjoy something for humorous reasons. I can enjoy something because I admire like the the technical quality of the rapping. You know, I right. it gets me so. And that ten could up. also be, you know, like we talk about, you know, that slam zany. My first time hearing, uh, my name is, and. I couldn't even figure out what he was saying half that like Slim Shady, but I thought he was saying Slam Zany. And I would right. wait for this record to come back on the radio so I could record it onto a cassette tape. And, you know, it's a memory that's, you know, kind of endured. And that song kind of brings me back to that time. So, you know, it brings me to a level that like, it's probably a nine, but, I have an attachment to it unlike any other Eminem song. You know, so that's how it got the 10, I guess. But not everyone gets that 10. So it's not like, oh, this is a 10 for such and such artists because some artists don't get 10s. It's nice to bring up... 
Yeah. I don't even really like the album and I'll give a song a 10 sometimes. Like it's weird, you know? Right. It just it's nice to bring up that 10 conversation again in this season specifically, as big as disappointments. Cause there might be an album at some point that like, I might end up at the end of the review. Like, yeah, I agree. It's a disappointment, but I might get a 10 out the deal, you know? Cause that's how music works. You, you know, you could have a great song on a bad album, a bad song on a great album. You know, like you just said, there's, I've said it before. Ram riddles has a 10 for me. But I couldn't tell you really anything else about too much of his other music. Meanwhile, I know Drake's catalog front and back, and he has no tens. So it just enjoyment's enjoyment, man. But yeah, I mean, Jesse, don't I'm not trying to shame you for the ten. It's just it was a shock. You know, coming in, I figured it'd be like a nine or something. You know, like you love it. It's like, okay, you know. Love, 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 love wins. You know, love what you want to love. But like a 10 is like, that's putting it in a special group, you know? So, well, okay. Well, I mean, with that said, the only reason this isn't an eight for me is, and this is literally the only reason, the Dre mm-hmm. beat, while good, it's it's like one of those dime a dozen Dre beats to me. I completely agree with you, Mel. That was my you know. reason for not going eight minus is when you look at 2004, this beat was like every third Dre beat at the time. Yeah. Yeah. That, you know, that quality. It's hard to differentiate boom, it from boom, other boom, Dre beats. Boom, boom, yeah. boom, 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 boom. It's a sort of dark carnival darker beats. You know, we've talked about it. I like it. It's a beat that Dre makes for Eminem. It's right. You know, he'd make this beat for Busta on the big bang a year later, basically, you know, it's like Dre in his mid two thousands bag, basically. It's good. Who did this one? I said, was it him or was it a ghost producer? I mean, I I mean, listen, we'll assume it's Dre unless told otherwise, you know, like Scott Storch was doing Dre beats for a while. It's uh, that guy has a sound. Okay. Scott Storch is a great guy. But we don't have time for him right now. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, the other thing about the beat is it lacks the character to match the song. Like, this song gets wacky, you know? Yes. And the beat but could I kind of be like that about it. I like well, that it, the beat okay. is the straight man here because something has that. to be. Right. Okay. It's rap so, music I mean, at the yeah. end of the day. Like, this isn't like a comedy album. Right. So, from that perspective, it kind of like enhances the wackiness because you got this beat that's like sort of serious it's a gangster beat to me like when i hear it i'm like oh this is some street shit like 50 definitely turned this beat down right (laughs) you gotta know serious beats (laughs) (laughs) you know he didn't want the circus beat but yeah i mean like i said good beat but just this was you know in that family of records like you know ass like that that Jesse was talking about. And in an interview with Rolling Stone in 2011, Eminem said around the tail end of 2004's Encore, this, well, he didn't say 2004's, they added 2004's. That would be yeah. really weird if Eminem was like, at the tail end of 2004's Encore. Tail end of 2004's Encore. <laughs> that last Encore was, eh. I guess if he was narrating his own documentary, you know, something. Uh, he said the song started getting really goofy, Rain Man, Big Weenie, ass like that. That's when the wheels were coming off. Every day I had a pocket full of pills. 
and I would just go into the studio and goof off. Yeah. Well, not all of those goof off sessions yielded good results, but this one did. Some of them did, though. I think, like, right. people writing them all off wholesale was, you know, just at the time, it wasn't short sighted. It wasn't resonating with people. So I kind of get it, but they missed out on some funny shit. They did. Like this song. There's also a very unintentionally funny moment that's coming towards the end of the album, and I'll address it when it comes. Um, Yeah, like I was telling them in part one when I first heard this album in full in 2011, this was a standout for me. Like it gave me a chuckle then, it gives me a chuckle now. Um, I wish he replaced Big Weenie with Wee Wee. Is that like a different song? I just emailed it to you. Oh, okay. Jesse, are you over there playing with your wee-wee? I am absolutely not. I heard you rustling over there. I'm not rustling. Uh, Alright, I'm in my my Gmail. No, 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 I should call it email for Eminem, you know? It's what it is. Okay, with the backwards E. Okay, here's wee-wee. Uh... Trying to look at this metadata here. Alright, now I'll read it while it's playing. Here we go. Put it on my wee wee. Banana, strawberry, pineapple, orange. Put it on my wee wee. Banana, strawberry, pineapple, orange. Put it on my wee wee. Banana, strawberry, pineapple, orange. Put it on my wee wee. Banana, strawberry, pineapple, orange. Got a dick in his big as a banana. I try to control it, but I guess I can't. It's too tall like an AK clip banana. You better watch out, Hannah Montana. Man, what's the matter? Have you no manners? No, you know the girl from Juno's address. Yeah, I'ma probably go to jail for that. Now I got the cops on my tail for that. Run up on your car with a stale banana in your tailpipe. Can't believe you fell for that. It could have been a Molotov cocktail for that. Wait a minute, man. What the hell was that? Heard a noise. Where you going? What are you, bananas? You can't go back there, stupid ass. I just seen a woman in a Freddy Krueger mask. Who the fuck are you, Superman? All you have is a little stupid can of whipped cream. What the hell you gonna do with that? I'ma put it on my wee wee. Ooh, good answer. A super bonanza extravaganza. Man, go ahead. What you waiting for? You better get them clothes off, baby boy. Come on, let's go. We're gonna make a porn. Ready, set, go. Hit play, record. When was that recorded? Though, because he mentioned Hannah Montana. And I think that was way after 04, so it wouldn't have been able to make it. Okay, Encore. maybe it was after Encore before re- it was definitely before relapse okay well it was i like feel one of those you random on m records that leaked in like maybe oh five or oh six okay well i feel you there on were a it. bunch of his records that just got leaked out at that time if you didn't know okay this would have been a good replacement though yeah i feel you on that um that's about I'm as looking, good as looking Big it up Winnie, right which is now. to say not very good yo you ain't like wee wee no Oh come on! Oh, uh, that's that's a that's a drop, uh, uh. <laughs> Jesse. You're gonna make that a drop on the next Jesse house yeah, season like thirteen. <laughs> I really didn't even. That was a good old fashioned accidental homoerotic moment. You gotta love him. Uh, anyway, yeah, I guess it's we we got leaked in 2011. Is that there? You know oh, 2011. Right? Okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this is uh oh that's <clears throat> is it straight from the lab or straight from the vault cuz it's two separate leak tapes straight basically. from the lab part 2 part 2 okay there you go yeah um well you should have put it on something curtain call relapse I know why I you like that mail why cuz it reminds you of that that man Ooh, what man? You know Hamilton would say, "Put it on my wee wee." You know he would try that. 
Oh, brother. He's probably said worse. But we, he, oh, yeah, Jesse, come up with we can't like talk that. about him no more. Jesse, we're, 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 gonna, we're moving We're going to sink that. our ratings. We're going to lose our audience. All right. Okay. We've been looking at the uh, the KPIs and the DBCs, and they're right. all over the place, and we're talking about Hamilton, okay? No, that's yeah, internal. Second, the BBC is in, yeah, internal is, is talk, in an hour. you know? Is in an hour that's, behind the, that's behind the curtain style, you know? I was looking at the uh, ROIs and the ABCs and the TBDs. Yeah, yeah, it's not it's not looking good. So we gotta we gotta scale back on that. Maybe eliminate it entirely. Maybe bad, we bad need to add a CBD vertical and have CBG selling CBD. <laughs> Why not? CBG CBD. All right. You know vertical TBD. integrations for 2023. Yeah, vertical integrations. It sounds like okay when when we officially like teeter well we've already teetered over into Uncanny Valley with the with the AI make the first album vertical integrations okay no All vertical integrations AI is they're gonna tell Jesse tomorrow to lay down on that table sideways that's <laughs> oh, a vertical man. integration because they're gonna have to <laughs> vertically integrate that thing up his ass for the fourth time for the fourth fucking time <laughs> all right uh yeah are you this, gonna go uh, in there with like you know throw the fours up like you're a four time champ you know. No. Don't do that, Jesse. All right, go you might they might they kick you out because they're like oh, this freaking enjoys it. <laughs> you, know, yeah. like, you love getting going nothing enjoyable about that Look, night before. They, they got to put that they got to put that paste on your butt to you know lube it up before they stick it in. You got to tell them put it on my wee wee also. You know, oh brother, Deshaun Watson style. Okay, uh, yeah, listen. I've never seen this film, Rain Man. This song is based off of Oh, you've never seen it? Never seen it. I've been meaning to. Big um, film. You yeah, see on TV a lot. Oh, it was a TV joint? Still I it. Well, no, it was, a, it was a big movie. It won Oscars and shit, but it would get syndicated and played on TV a lot. Right. Yeah, That's no, awesome. it, was like it was like, you know, TBS early afternoon. Yeah, yeah, they play it. Right. No, not even early afternoon. They'd play this shit like primetime. Oh, primetime? Okay. Oh. Or it would be the movie that'd be on like right before... Nitro would come on or some shit, you know? Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, I've read the synopsis. We know drama. We know drama. Absolutely. TNT, good station. TV rankings. But, uh, yeah, um, I had to ask. TV rankings, you know? I like that. No, I'm not making no promises. (laughs) Okay, we we know about, yeah, no, listen. Don't don't put no ideas in the audience's head, okay? Uh, Listen. This is uh, a question I have to ask. Mm-hmm. Does, I guess, the titular Rain Man, does he talk like this, or is this just Eminem doing mental no, handicap stereotyping? Eminem's kind of doing, it's like halfway triumph, halfway, it's just the new right. Eminem delivery. I ain't got no legs. Like, is that supposed to be like... I thought that was like Pee Wee Herman, kind of. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's not really doing Dustin Hoffman in okay. Rain Man. I feel like he's kind of calling himself Rain Man like he's a genius well, he on that level in a way, you know? Well, he is, because here's what he said, and I, and I got this from the final verse. He was saying, like, you know, um, he feels like Rain Man, like how he was, like, good at certain things, like a savant at certain things. Yes. And he was like, all I know how to do is rap. He's like, you know, when I'm on tour, like, I lose my license and get off at the wrong subway stop because, like, I just don't know anything except rap and he says that in the third verse and it, it stood out to me so when he was like um 
What do you say? This is when he was like recycling the intro lines, he was like, God damn it, Dre, where's the goddamn beat? Anyway, anyway, I don't know how else to put it. This is the only thing I'm good at. You know, that that stood out to me. It's like, and of course, he ends the whole song with the, you know, I ain't even got to make no goddamn sense. I just did a whole song. I didn't say shit. In lesser hands, that would have been like a mis-executed, hi, look what I just did. See, that was the point of the song. And like, they would have gave themselves like an undeserved pat on the back. You know, the type of record. But this one, because I appreciated the ride and I was amused, the stinger worked. It's like, oh, okay, he goofed off and it works, you know? So I give him that. But yeah, I, I think he feels like Rain Man. And look at his output since like relapse. He basically is, based on his description, is like he's a rat bot. We call him that all the time. He's a rat bot. He's a rapping robot. He doesn't know how to do anything else but connect syllables and rhyme a mile a minute, you know? But. The difference between this current era of Eminem and this era, even though he was on drugs or whatever, I actually think this is one of his better lyrical and technical performances of the album. Um, there are two perfect verse words on here for me. Verse one and verse two. Verse one um, is, perfect. A perf- is a perfect like satirical verse alert for me. Yes. And great performance from him with the, you know, I killed Superman, I killed Superman. Super. Man, and how <laughs> ironic. You know, it's what gets me about this verse is the way it starts. I'm getting this modern Eminem where it's just like he's just caught in rhyming and it's like not really going anywhere. It's just but this is what happens because by the end of the verse, it feels like a genius plan because he was actually going somewhere. Like, I'm like, OK, when it starts, it's encore Eminem. He's lost on drugs. And you think like, he's just kind of hitting all the same notes that he's been hitting, you know, Christopher Reeves and right, you know, just kind of taking pot shots as he's known to do and as he's done already on the album right but he ties it into this thing like you know let's end this shit now because i won't stand for this and christopher reeves won't sit for this neither which is hilarious christopher reeves is a punching bag for him that just he keeps getting mileage out of you would think i'd get sick of it (laughs) it that's the thing i think it's about nothing but it's kind of like when you think about tyler the creator and steve harvey right right where the more he does it, the more sort of bad taste it becomes. And it's like, what's the issue here? How did this start? And it becomes more absurd over time. Right. I mean, because we're at this point in his career, too, where like the critics and the audience are pushing back where it's like, at first it was funny, but it's like, why do you keep messing with this guy? Like, do you have like some sort of weird obsession? And he could have backed away, but like he leaned into it so far that it's like rat back around to being funny. And like, you know, like he used to be like a hero to me. I even believe I had one of those 25 cent stickers on my refrigerator right next to Darth Vader and Darth must have put a hex on him for later. I feel like it's my fault because of the way that I stuck him up in between him and Lex Luthor. I killed him. Like he is sort of just like rhyming in the dark. And then by the end of the verse, he's found a way to connect it all. Because I would have dismissed it as like, okay, he's drug addled. He's goofing off. He's lost. He's filling around for good raps. But by the end of the verse, it's like, oh, this was actually going somewhere. And I love where it went. It's like this whole Rain Man identity, too. I'm just like, this is like something he would just be fixated on. It's like, oh, did I kill Superman? Because I put the, the sticker in the wrong place on the refrigerator. It's just like, it's very funny to me. And it has the technical stuff we get now from him, but there's actual content and substance to go along with it that keeps me engaged, you know? Like, he's doing the syllable stuff. We talked about this plenty of times in Eminem reviews, where we feel like he kind of lost the ability to flow on a beat. 
And this is still sort of that sputtering faucet sort of jacket flow, but he's never like outrunning the beat. It's the never getting where I feel like he lost the ability to flow or the flow just changed into something like choppier mm-hmm. and less, you know, watery. It was the over freestyle. It was after relapse oh, before man. recovery. Oh man. Yeah. It was that era. I think it's when he started yelling about, yeah, he started yelling when he was rapping. He sounded like, you know, he was doing something different than before. Like he was still rapidly rapping, but in a new way. And yeah, that was the moment for me that I was like, huh? Okay. I really got to pick and choose now with the, with the records from him that are, you know, still bringing back that feeling. Now I remember there's yeah. a, there's a couple on the last two, you know, the two music to be murdered by albums where I hear him getting a little bit looser again. <laughs> But there's still like a certain choppiness to the flow now, where yeah. before it was more free associative and free flowing. Yeah, right. This feels like like I said the goof off sessions, but this was a great result. It was free associative and landed in a in a great place. Like this reminds me, not that I'm familiar with like mixtape Eminem, but this song being on an album is interesting to me because this feels like this sort of fucking around and goofing off he do with like D12 and just like chilling with the boys you know but on an album like this verse and especially the second verse which is also perfect I, this is the verse that I heard in 2011 where I'm like I, for a split second I'm like oh y'all so y'all lied about Encore it's actually another classic <laughs> you know because like the like the fake preacher accent the 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 run on nature of it, the Dre ad libs, this is hilarious. It's just it's hilarious. It's a hilarious verse. Um, it's classic Eminem. It's classic Eminem, and even on in a, like that political sense, it's that Eminem nuance where like I hear this and I'm like, there's no way he hates gay people because what he's doing right now with this verse is making a mockery of like the closeted homophobes, you right. know, or, or well closeted homosexuals who hide behind homophobia. You know, I guess like because the this, this like now nah, the Bible would say is, you know, and, and then it <laughs> you can progress through the verse and you're trying to find like these caveats and potholes or, or, or potholes, loopholes. There we go. Yeah. Caveats and potholes uh, to like make it not gay to do this thing with, with this guy. <laughs> is it gay to play putt putt golf with the friend and watch his butt? But when he tees off, it like Dre. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like in football, the quarterback yells yeah, out, hut, hut. It's hilarious. The grown man's ass. <laughs> Grabs on his nuts, but just what if it was never meant? It yeah. was just an accident, but he tripped, fell, slipped, and his penis went in. Just a tiny little round. Honey. Honey, and he didn't mean it, but his little wing flinched just a flinched little just bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> I don't need really to go into any more details. What? What? If he pictured it as a female's but this is really my song. <laughs> I didn't just come in here saying this. It's a Jesse classic. It's a classic. It's a Jesse classic. Yeah, the ten makes sense because it's, it's an like, interesting is... thought stimulus, though. You know there that he presents go. right, and it's presented perfectly. It's just it's it's comedy, bro. And yeah, like you hear this, and it's like yeah, this this man just he's just taking the piss out of, out of everything, everyone, everything. This is peak Eminem to me, you know, like. 
it, 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 if if the whole album, like the goofy songs on the album, were of this quality, then the I wish the would whole album was just shit like that. Clearly, this is what he felt like doing at the time: popping pills and making songs like <laughs> ass like that. Just lose it, you know. Yeah. Fucking, my first like single. Rain Man, like just give big weenie. Just oh, give us man. a whole album worth of shit like that, because at the Imagine. end of the day, that's what he really wanted to do. I mean, whether he wanted to or it was all he was capable of doing because of the drugs, it would have been for the best. Well, no, because we got like the schmaltzy maudlin records on here. You know, we got like your toy soldiers and your mockingbirds. And, you know, this is like what they want from Eminem post Eminem show post lose yourself. And I feel like they find the jokey shit in a front now. It's like, come on, you gave us lose yourself. Like, don't go back to this. You know what? You you touched on something. Probably just the public perception after like Eight Mile and lose. He became and I lose guess, yourself more serious. and Eminem show, which yes, it had a couple jokey records on it, but for the most part, that's him kind of becoming a normal human more than Clean any other out album. My closet and shit like that, you know. And right, it, you know, <laughs> and a lot of anecdotal records. A lot, you know, say goodbye to Hollywood, soldier, like talking about shit that's going on in his real life at the time. Haley's yeah. song, you know, that's really the genesis of a lot of, I think, the expectations that were put on him. And then with Lose Yourself becoming like pretty much American songbook material. Yeah. Like a new expectation was put upon him to like, look, no, go back to part one. We were in the background information and they love Toy Soldiers and Mosh and they hate Just Lose It. That's a great and, like, point. The, triumph the insult comic dog stuff they want him to be a serious artist who makes important music now and he's not really feeling that because he's fucked up on drugs and just wants to be silly yeah you know what that that's a connection we just made a connection here because i think about it like this not only like the the serious stuff like he's in movies he's making lose yourself he's like become this like pump up like gym music like battle rapper sort of yes and like, oh not only that but he just come the off of yes I was that's just what say. i was gonna he say just come the off beefs, of beef like, and all the disc records like a million fucking disc records to benzino and to ja rule and all of them he's right clicked up with 50 and g unit he's on mixtape freestyles with them like so they I think don't know. he's hard now like right he's on the fucking him. this is afterwards but he's on the jadakus album in 2005 no it's 2004 actually a couple of months earlier uh he's on the jadakiss album welcome to d block with uh styles p and you know it's like m is has transitioned like the silly boy shit is supposed to be over with now he's hard now this is like right, Drake that's how they on, were looking at him if you're reading this onward it's like oh he's actually kind of hard and too. you know what and then views had a bunch of dance hall and, and they thought and it was we'll a ta- disappointment. We'll, we'll talk about it. We'll touch on it when we do views. But, I mean, there's a lot of parallels to many different artists. And, you know, being victims of expectations. I mean, we're going to talk about it next week where, you know, I, my belief is most deaf didn't feel like rapping, but everyone wanted to follow up to Black on Both Sides. But he's acting, he's singing, he's being a fucking renaissance man. And he's like, all right, fuck it. I'll do some raps for you guys, but please let me get... Like, he did a halfway Love Below. Like, half that shit is experimental 
and genre bending. And the other half is like, yeah, here's rap records that you supposedly wanted from me that right. I'm not a hundred percent locked into. You know, it's a shame though. Cause like, I'm thinking, yeah, sure. You want like this from me right now, but like in my brain, I'm like, well, Eminem, they won the beef. So like having won, he should be able to do whatever he wants now. Like he earned that from winning the beef. Like he's no, because Why it, should at he that have to point continue now, that for you people. It's, you know? it's almost like, it's the curse of being considered the best rapper alive. It's like, oh, I got to defend this title now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's why Drake, it took him so long to give us something like, honestly, never mind. Right. You know, because he was scared of losing his spot. And even when that album didn't perform to expectations, what he had he to do? hit us back in a, a few yeah. months later with the 21 Savage album. Exactly. Right, with the you hard know, and even on raps. honestly, never mind. He had to give us a song with Twenty One Savage <laughs> just in case this was a failure. We'd be able to, you know, ride this one song out at least, you know. And what ends up happening? That was the biggest song on the album. Mm, mm, we're seeing the code right now. I mean, I'm feeling like Rain Man thinking back to all these <laughs> rappers and their careers. That, hey, that fucking digital rain. It's like flowing right in front of. I can see. I can. Uh, we know how this works. We can see this. 12 seasons in. I mean, now listen, we can see. Lil Wayne, we're going to talk about <laughs> Carter Four at the end of the season. He wanted to do Rebirth. He wanted to make Rock and Skateboard. And y'all didn't want him to do that. Birdman didn't want him to do that. So he made Carter Four and he dragged ass the entire recording well, session. And here's the thing, though. That's not what he wanted to do. Because he got locked up right after Rebirth. And so he lost time. And getting out, people are really going to want the thing from you that you're you can't most be like, known no, for I just want to skate and in. play guitar still. Right, you can't what are get you talking back to about? doing Rebirth stuff. You got to make up for lost time and money. So it's like, oh, okay, I gotta you got to go back to your it. flagship series. Right. You and know, give was, them what they expect from you, not what you want to give them. Bro, he was still probably wanting to be on his Rebirth shit. I know this because he's skating to this very fucking day. He still rocked out to this day. He just went I just saw pro. a video of him in the club watching Wayne. skating videos yes. while he was in the club. Like, I retweeted this it. Is, look, if if he had his way, he'd, he we'd be on Rebirth 6 right now. But, you know, you, know, you, you guys were, you know, a Rebirth allergic, I guess. Like, you just... Look, rebirth wasn't perfect. Of course not. No, there's like, issues with it. I do think it's underrated. I do think there's real gems on there. And that Wheezy as a rock star is a much more natural sort of fit than I think people were like, oh my God, what are we doing? It's like, what do you mean? This guy's like the closest thing to a rock star yeah. in a rapper. <laughs> Wayne's a bonafide rock star. He is. Like he in his mind, Carter him. 3, he's a rock star now for real. So he's going to make a rock album. And it's yeah. not a rock, rock album. There's a lot of rap songs on there with rock-tinged beats. It's like we well. were talking on Rav Express. I was saying on Rav Express, like, people, like, rappers bringing in Lenny Kravitz to do the simplest stuff, you know? Right. It's there like are what some straight-up rock, rock songs on there. But again, right. what I loved about Rebirth is that you've got everything from, like, 80s ballads to, like, Blink-182 Newfound Glory-sounding shit on there. Like, he was having fun, which is the opposite of what he's having on the Carter four, you know? And, and look, and we'll, I don't think we'll he would touch on that at the end forever. of the season. Yeah. We're, we're no, you're just bored with it for now. You want right. to do something else. You been, feel like, like you kind of let him conquer been, the game to an extent, you know, he's been doing it since he was a child. Why you, why you only let him mess with the guitar for a little bit, you know, like, come on. But that's all I'm saying is that a lot of these disappointments are because the artist wanted to do one thing. And the audience was pushing back against that because they had recast them 
in a different mold at that point. Right. right. So, you know, I mean, as we continue through this encore, yeah, we've he, some of it could be just a victim of expectations. Some of it, he's a victim of his own doing. You know, he's 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 drugged out. He's not focused. But there's an intersection of a lot of things with these albums, and and that's yeah. why I look forward to this season to to, to really getting into it. I know, you know these albums have a lot in common. Yeah, that's a, hey, that's why they're together. You know, that's why Electric Circus is in this season. Oh, I see what you did there. Okay. <laughs> All right. A lot in common. Um, Yeah, but, you know, this is a standout on what's looked at as a disappointing album. And, and yeah, you make a great point. If the whole album would have been like this, it would have been his, like, Goofy Man classic. It would have been, like, the best Goofy album ever. I still think that it would have gotten an even worse critical reception because it's like, how do you follow up your most important and serious work now that you're finally respected as an artist and you're considered the best rapper going at the moment and you go and do the silly shit again, which is really not what they're looking for. That's not why they've decided you are this. Right. So that would have went even more against the grain. (laughs) I would have told him to put it on my wee wee. Okay. (laughs) I would have hit him with that damn fart from the beginning. Okay. The song. All right. That that was a that was a look. I I laughed from the fart up top, so you know what type of time I was on here. Like, this is funny. I think he's he earned the right to be able to make an album full of this if he wanted to. Coming off of three of the biggest albums in rap history, he's a cultural pop sensation globally. A huge like movie, you know, and huge soundtrack movie. as well. You know. But here's the thing, though, you know, maybe if he had done that and they shunned it even more, he wouldn't have had enough goodwill to come back and do relapse. There needs to be an understanding between the public and, you know, the artists out there that if you do one for the public, you're owed one for yourself. You know, right. You know, that's kind of like the Spike Lee way is like one for the studios, one for myself, you know? Right, and that's how he's gotten on all these d- decades of making movies and everything like that. Like, you you do make concessions, but you should also be able to express yourself as well. That's right. That's right. Even if people prefer the shit that's like, you know, for it for the studio for the people, whatever it is, I think artists should be like. Look, this new Little Yachty album came out. I have no intentions of listening to it, to be honest with you. Uh, I'm going to hear it eventually. I'm going to hear it eventually. But I posted my theory on it today. What did you say? Oh, what was that? They basically QC just sold to Scooter Braun for $300 million And Ah, okay. Is Yachty on QC? Yeah, he is. Yeah. So basically, I feel like they were like, let's just give the people something different to make us look like more than a rap label. Hmm. Especially considering, That's like, right after the Yachty album dropped, like that deal was probably in the works for a while. That was like the Yachty album dropped. Now we're gonna announce that we sold to Scooter Braun for three hundred million. Like Scooter Braun bought the label. I, it's not a crazy I haven't theory. heard the album, so I can't. I can't speak to any it's of it. It's all psychedelic rock. It's not hip hop at all. Yeah, from what I understand, it's a total departure from the kind of music that Yachty is known for making, and. It's not being well received. It's not really going over well. 
And well, some people are. It seems very polarizing. Like, I'm not seeing. I mean, I'm seeing like you know, Questlove say you know he loves departure albums and he loves the album, but you know, best of love. But yeah, he's not musically inclined enough. Why I know I have to listen is because there are people whose opinions I don't respect saying it's good and people whose opinions I respect saying it's good. Same with bad. You know, so I got to find out for myself. I haven't seen one person that I respect say it's good. And I'm sorry (laughs) if anyone's listening that said it was good and I respect you. I didn't see it. Um, <laughs> and Mool's Harden, okay, my brother. If he say anything that's against us, he don't have internet. Okay, I don't have internet. All right, <laughs> let him clear his shit up, activist. All right, but I'm not, you know, I'm not fiending for little yachty rap music either. So I'm not right. really in his target audience. Right. It does feel like an album that potentially has biggest disappointments potential, you know, this for anybody anticipating him enough to be disappointed. I don't know. I can't say because I'm not a fan. I don't know. I think he had a lot of goodwill coming off of that, like Michigan boy boat album. I think his stock was pretty high. The bar music, the Poland song too. That was a hit. Yeah. I took the walk to Poland. You know, he made that as a joke. His stock has been pretty high over the last like year or two. (laughs) He said he made that as a joke and it went viral. And that's what songs do these days. The yeah, jokes are the ones that take off. That's the state of consumerism or consumers. <laughs> wow, we're, we're going places tonight. We'll just latch on to anything. Yeah. Right, from putting on my wee wee to, you know, breaking down, you know, fucking. I like Poland, though. I liked it. Interesting. It made it on my shout favorite out. songs of last year. Shout out all our Polish listeners out there. Oh, for sure. I know Paul's I listened to twenty songs, twenty one songs, and it made his top twenty favorite songs. I didn't listen to much last year. To be fair, I didn't, you know. But as the show develops more and more, it's less and less time to hear the new raps. You know, I got to hear what we got to do for the show. It's know? true. I, look, I hadn't heard any new rap albums from this year until the week between season eleven and twelve. I didn't have time during the season. Yeah. Let me see. Where's Poland? I'm trying to see how many downloads we got. Okay, they're on the second page. 31 downloads from Poland in, what is this? The past 28 days. Okay. <laughs> I took the pod to Poland. <laughs> Listen, come on. That's great. Anyway. Rain Man, y'all. Funny Mel, song. If you don't you like got, it, that's fine. But I think you ain't got no funny bone, okay? Mel, can you pull up uh, Shawn Michaels' Sexy Boy? The the theme? Yeah. Okay. That's <laughs> what... That's what, till then, I'll just walk around with a manly strut always reminded me of. Shawn Michaels <laughs> strutting to the ring. Oh, I thought... I thought you were going to say... Uh, I thought you were going to say, you know, this is... Gay Jesse no. and Jay Z in a private room together. No. <laughs> I guess the Eminem manly strut is this. Wait, oh no, come on, YouTube. You know what I hate when when YouTube starts auto playing when you're on the thumbnail and then you press play and it's like I wasn't watching it. <laughs> you were just showing it to me. See now I gotta rewind. Here we go. I 
I know I'm sexy. I've got the looks. That's manly strut music right there. I send chills. <laughs> Up and down, yes, fine. I'm just a sexy boy. Sexy boy. Can't listen to it anymore. <laughs> Horrible man, to, it seems, but great. I used to love that theme song. I can't what? listen to it anymore because of what he's become. Oh, I had no clue. He's, he oh, you no mean sexy physically? Boy anymore. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> Because when I hear it, I just see modern day Shawn Michaels. I don't see the old Shawn Michaels anymore in my in you my see mind's eye. Shawn. Yeah, <laughs> like I no longer see the nostalgic Shawn Michaels I grew up on. I see like the receding hairline, you know, lazy eye Shawn Michaels of the oh, modern day man. with the five o'clock shadow and like the stupid grin on his face. And I can't, you know, in like the cut off. The the tank top fucking bullshit that he's like, he just he can't dress. I mean, niggas get old. They get old. Why can't he dress? Or at least change his theme. You know. I'm why does he Why does he dress like that with the cowboy hat and everything? He looks awful. He's from he uh, where's he from? San Antonio or something? Who gives a shit? He looks awful. <laughs> that no, or like the hat. Arizona. You know, he's wearing like the baseball hat. You know, just fuck off. Do you see him now? Jesse, do you know what Shawn Michaels looks like now? No, I don't want to know. From your description. <laughs> He's walking around the streets. Don't you know who I am? I'm Shawn the Michaels. <laughs> I falling out. <laughs> Hold on. I'm not clicking it. Oh, I don't want to see it. I, listen, Shawn Michaels, best of love, because I guess you're a better person now. Not best know? of love. Fuck that. All right. He doesn't look that bad in this one. Hold on. Here, Jesse. This is what he looks I'm like. Not I didn't I like search for a bad looking one. Had. I just found I don't want the to first see one. Came up. <laughs> he looks like Walker, Texas Ranger in this one. Oh, man. If the eye of the ranger is upon you, that means the other eyes looking the other way. <laughs> oh, see, this one. Look at this. This. Oh, hold on. No. There's two that must be seen. I'm a jerk. Okay, this is. This is uh, when Mel leaves Rab and joins NXT. Oh, which, uh, which pays a <laughs> dollar more than the Bondulu labels. The wrap around. There we go. Oh, uh, you put it in the chat style? Yep. Yeah, he doesn't look very <laughs> This is Mel in NXT. This man, who does he look like? No, not the homeless guy from the Billy Jean video. No. Um uh, who is this? It's it's The Leprechaun. <laughs> no, I wasn't thinking the leprechaun either, but what, what movie is that? Is it called the Leprechaun? Uh, yeah, there is the Leprechaun. The movie with the scary Leprechaun, the horror movie with the Leprechaun. Yeah, Warwick Davis, Leprechaun. Yeah, put the Leprechaun hat on him, and that's him. <laughs> and then here you go. This is oh, it's a, a fucking redirect notice on this. You know when he shaved his head, Mel, and yeah. you know he did that match. He ruined his retirement. Oh man, you're just you're just ruining it. Here you go. 
Let me see. Invalid you. Oh, here we go. Okay. Oh, man. Uh, he looks like uh, my boy Jonathan with Nikki in this one. Oh, they look. These guys look like they're about to join the fucking skinhead coalition, okay? Or shoot one of them, uh, them gay porns. Oh, yeah. I mean, listen, you know, they, they're touching speaking on of... each other. <laughs> yeah, speaking of. Uh, yeah, all right. Rain man aside, sexy man aside. Let's have a heart to heart about, uh, whether or not we're done here. <laughs> Are we done here? We're done. Rain man. We're done. Rain it's two man. hours. Two, uh, Jesse, welcome to Biggest Disappointments. Uh, if you yeah. loved other seasons, you're going to be a little disappointed by this. No, you <laughs> oh, can't wow. say, are we done without the 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 butt plug and the cork? Thank no. you. <laughs> are we done? Come on, man. Come on, okay, get, give it to us. Some Eminem fans, they're familiar with Is that with Jesse Jake. at the end of the colonoscopy tomorrow? Yes, Yo, now done? I have to hit it. With all now the liquid pouring out of me. Hold on. Hold on. Now I gotta play it. <laughs> oh, I just wanna wake go. up for being roofied. Are we done? Wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Okay. Alright, here we, here we go. Let me... He are wakes up. I just see them wheeling in a dinner cart, you know, like those dinner carts that they have at like hotels and like, you know, the fucking trains and shit a dinner cart comes in and like, they have like, you know, the, the platter with the thing on top, the domed chrome top, they take it off, you know, and there's like a laptop with like already on chatterbait, you know, logged in, (laughs) they pass it to Jesse Oh, man. All right. <clears throat> well, yeah, uh, Jesse, thanks for coming out. Uh, God bless you. Good night. Yeah, hope your colonoscopy goes well. Uh, well thanks for talking about Rain Man with us. You can't say thank you for coming out. God bless you. Good night without playing drop number three. Play it again. Drop number three. What is it? Mm-hmm. Downloads. Russell Simmons. Eminem drops. Oh, no. So drop number. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Russell, Russell, Russell Simmons. Three Hard Dicks is good, too. Yeah. Three Hard Dicks <laughs> is good, too. And so is Colon Health. So, folks, get yourselves checked out. And uh, I guess we'll be back after this record scratch with the rest of the Encore review, right? Uh, we need to renegotiate my terms, okay? I didn't sign on for oh this many God. hours for this okay. episode. Bulls and the getting the seat, you getting secret contracts, <laughs> okay? I've never seen these contracts. I want to see some contracts, all right? Got me out here doing unpaid labor. All right, anyway, uh, see y'all for the rest of the review. Jesse, you want to tell him bye or something? No. Listen <laughs> okay. to the rest of the show. Well, Mel, I'm not going to pretend like we're like, oh, that was crazy, huh? I literally don't fucking remember. <laughs> no, we, we told him before we went to the guest spot. That was like a week and a half ago. I don't know what happened. I haven't started editing yet. I don't know. I, I remember it being fun, entertaining, insightful. Okay. 
classic what did rap. We do, what do we do first, that or uh, smut rankings? Because I know we, we did we did day. the Rain Man spot first, and then we okay. did smut rankings. So, yeah. <laughs> You know, I want to say, now that you bring that up, I just want to, so the audience can hear me and everything. I was scared, honestly, when I had COVID, that it's like, is the last thing I'm going to record for this fucking show Smut Rankings? (laughs) I was scared. Like, my legacy, I'm like, this can't, like, this might be punishment from God, okay? (laughs) It's like, all right, you want to talk about Smut? All right, nigga. (laughs) I'm taking your voice. I'm taking your sinuses. I'm taking everything. You know, but... You know, I guess I guess everything's okay because we're back. We're recording this episode. I'm glad that smut rankings isn't the last thing that like I recorded. You know, it was looking shaky for a second. Right now, if this is the last thing you recorded, it was a 13 to 14, maybe 15 <laughs> hour review of Encore. Right, of one of the most disappointing Eminem albums. You know. <laughs> I mean, hey, it's if this is the last, I'm going out on encore. Okay, it's so not it's fitting. the worst Eminem album, Mel. Yeah, no, it's at not this the worst. Point, it is the most disappointing because after this, you should have known better. Right, to expect first three album level from him. Exactly. You know, when we when we finally review all the Eminem albums, we'll know where this finally stacks up. But I just have a feeling it's I, right. I have where a you feeling think. it's going to be right dead in the middle of the entire catalog. There's shit that's way better, and there's shit that's worse now. I think it's probably going to be the first three albums, probably relapse at yeah, four, definitely. and then I probably might, for know, me, honestly, this. I got relapsed possibly ahead of the first album. Oh, ahead of that's not crazy. That's not crazy. Ahead of like, I'm a big relapse album. truther. Like relapse right. to me, when we get to that album, I really have a lot of explaining to do. But you know, I think it's some of his best <laughs> technical rapping ever. Word, you know. Yeah, like he that, came back on a horse. If we're talking about like, oh shit, he's finally like rapping really good again. It's just that it's the subject matter that's a turn off to most people. Subject matter and of course the accents, I guess. Yes, the accents, the voice. But look, we just did, uh, we just did Rain Man. We're about to do Big Weenie. We're kind of in like a suite right now, you know. Just lose it's coming up. Ass like that's right after it. Yeah. So you want to move on, Mel? I mean, shit, we we're we're really testing people tonight with this. (laughs) I mean, but here's the thing, though. You know, we had to delay the season a week and everything. I, I, I'm happy to come back and bring them this, what's shaping up to be our longest episode. I would hope they, they see it that way. It's like, okay, they're coming back by giving us more than ever because they feel so bad, okay, that they had to take a week off. <laughs> so, you know, I, look, I'm here for, uh, what's the what they, what's the stupid thing, a good time, 911. No, I'm here for a long time and a good time, okay? He said, I'm here for a good time, 911. What is that a new show on the Rab Network? Good time nine one one. I don't know. That was probably some Al Qaeda member a couple days before he fucking boarded that plane, right? Oh, whoa. wow. Okay, it's it's been enough time. You can get away with that. That's definitely not too soon. It's and hey, you're a New Yorker, city, okay? Right? I you breathed can... in the fucking yeah. air and the dust and the fucking yeah. ash that was in the air from that shit. Okay, right? You you can that. say that. You know? I'm like Joel's in them, like I'm processing <laughs> it in my own way. I respect it. Um 
you know? And that day when those fucking cowards boarded those planes and they fucking hit the Talos, I got to tell you, it was like the day that they went after Vince McMahon in the steroid trial. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> uh, Jesus. Uh, do you, do you not remember the Stephanie McMahon uh, testimonial on the nine, the SmackDown after 9-11? Did she say that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Are you serious? She was like, after what they did to our country, like, it only makes me think of, like, how they tried to railroad my dad, like, just that whole family years insane. ago. They're nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. I can't believe she said that. Yeah, look at look up seven. Look before we move on to Big oh. Weenie. Look up Seven <laughs> Earring Man Smackdown after nine eleven. No way. Promo. Seven it's like a video, it's like a McMahon. pre-tape backstage behind nine a eleven. You know, backdrop sort of video. Okay, hold on. I see it. Uh-huh. Man, fine as hell. <laughs> I'm sorry, Trips. You know that. That's why you married her. All right, here we go. A few years ago, some people tried to destroy my family. They attacked my father's reputation. They attacked my mother's reputation. And they attacked the World Wrestling Federation. That's right. They tried to rip us apart. But all they did was make my family stronger. And that's exactly how America feels right now. Oh my God. Because on Tuesday, America was attacked. But America is a united nation. And together, we stand strong. I am incredibly proud to be an American citizen. And I will stand up for my rights and my freedom. Hell yeah! <laughs> no, where's John Starks? Man, did this dude just did this? There's no way they thought that was okay. That made air, Mel. That is nuts, bro. That's... Two days after 9-11. Like, 24 hours, little more than 24 hours after the event itself. Or 48 <laughs> hours after the event itself. You know what? Trump and McMahon really are, like, you know, kindred spirits. Like, they're the same dude. Because this is giving me... Uh, what, what was there? Shades of this is shades of that interview where, like, as the towers were falling, and oh, Trump was yeah. like, he "You know, like, Trump Tower they, used I, to be I the second tallest, second now highest building. Yeah, now it's the highest because because the tower fell. Like, that's nuts, man. That is, oh my god, oh my god. That's the thing about being a wrestling fan, folks. Is that if you're not a part of this universe, trust me when I say the most unbelievable shit exists in the realm of like being a wrestling fan. Like that's not even like a or S tier weird shit for wrestling though. That's like maybe like, right. (laughs) Like it gets crazier. Like that is an insane thing to like, why do we, why do we keep telling you guys to listen to the laps fan? Other than the fact that there are, OGs and extreme podcasts. They are our OGs and extreme podcasting. They're the goats of wrestling podcasting. They I was listening. I was telling more. Did I say that on air? I, no, I think I said off. I was listening and then when I had COVID, the total nonstop Hogan, and I had to turn it off because I was laughing and it wasn't good for my throat. You know, I was mucus was everywhere, and I'm just like, I can't listen to this right now. Who you been talking to, dude? <laughs> What's the scuttlebutt, dude? <laughs> Suck turkey, brother. Suck turkey. <laughs> like I thought we were here to talk turkey, brother. It's like you're talking about who who controls the power, dude. You talking about? <laughs> <laughs>
That TNH yeah. may have delayed Mel's recovery by a day or two. High key, bro. Like that few hours that like I suffered through listening because I shouldn't have been listening. It was bad for my chest and my throat. I mean, this this happened before I had COVID when I was listening to the Scott Hall tribute and like I th- like threw up from laughing. <laughs> the bar was talking about the steak, like in the in the freezer aisle or whatever it was. Yeah, there they go. It's okay. The Labs fan. You like us? You know, rap rankings, we do the hip hop. You like wrestling, wrestling and you like us. It's a no brainer. Yeah. All right. They they should be in your rotation too. All right. For sure. But uh yeah. Um The amount of rap podcasts we shout out versus the times <laughs> we shout out this one specific show. Well, listen, you know what? I'm going to say because you just said this on the phone before we started. All right. If you're a wrestling fan and you, you know, you're about to go check out the last thing, you'll get this reference. Moves, <laughs> firing shots, okay? You know, we was talking about how Moves and Mel, you know, we're a tried and true duo. We've been, we've been, we've been doing this since before we even set these mics up and talked to y'all about albums for 14,000 hours, okay? You got these fake duos out here. Just, just jam together, okay? Jinx and Shay is the Jera show. <laughs> I'm duos, okay? It's not real. Their families don't know. All right, their families don't know about each other. Right? Okay. I talked to my dad about mules. He knows who mules is. I talked to my mom about mules. She knows who mules is. Okay. Same family don't know who Jinx is. <laughs> All right. You know, it's it's not real. It's not real. It is what it is. It's you know, it's something. It's something that came about at work. You know, yeah. listen, this is not, this is not a war, but I'm not trying to start a war. This isn't a beef with Jinx. I'm just talking about how they be mashing people up, you know, and you think you can stand next to fools and Mel. Listen, but when you're Jinx talking about fools and Mel, you know, we the ones down since day one-ish, okay? We the ones, you put your fucking fingers in the air right now. One's in the air, Okay. You know what? Have it. Have it. Okay. I, I'm hyped up because Moons, you know, you were talking about it. I can't have that like toy soldiers energy. I got to have the G unit soldier energy. All right. That's I'm right. calling I them out. I was Jinx and Shay. Next week, where that toy soldiers finally gets what it really deserves. Well, that's not going to happen. That's pussy boy music. <laughs> that's not what, no. what I'm just going to say that I want them at WrestleMania officially. No, Jinx and Shay, I respect you as men. I have no issue with you. I don't you're encroaching on my territory. Now. I got to be honest with you, Mel. I don't really think that the the caliber of opponent is, is satisfactory to me. I don't want to wrestle a thrown-together team. Listen, here's the thing. They have lots of accolades individually. They probably they might trump us, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But as a team, they can't tag team wrestle like us, okay? <laughs> they, can't, mm-hmm. they ain't got no maneuvers, okay? When you, when you turn on the video game and you go looking in the moveset, they don't have, like, extreme combination one and two. They don't have that. Because they have no history together. Alright? <laughs> they ain't got it. But we do. We do, for sure. Alright? So, I want... Maybe, maybe maybe they're beneath us. Maybe, yeah, I'm maybe try, not I'm WrestleMania. I'm think of a duo with as much history, you know? I don't care about Twitter followers. Can't be Jesus and Mero. It was fake. It fell apart. The foundation it, it wasn't strong. Okay. It, and ultimately, a thrown-together team, they really got over, you know? In a way, they're kind of like the New Day. You, you know, know like the together, new day. but they ended up becoming, you know, tight. But in the end, they ain't no new day because they ain't no brothers. Okay, <laughs> you know, 
Well, oh wow, don't even ask me how. Okay. They ran fucking grind. So they ain't no new day. They're more you know what they are? They're the fucking Funkadactyls. Oh, oh I'm okay, don't I think they were more than the Funkadactyls. They, they maybe like I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I was gonna say the two man power trip. There ain't no two but, man. But no, power they're not trip. because right, I think solo individually they, they hadn't reached those heights to be that, you know? So there ain't no two man power trip. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway. We're looking for, a, for an opponent. Opponents. I want the Dudley boys. Charlemagne and Andrew Tate or whatever his name is. Andrew <laughs> Schultz. Whatever the fuck his name is. Oh, yeah. What are they, the brilliant idiots? Look at Mel idiots. versus the brilliant idiots. At I want a real, you know, I want a real fucking opponent here. You know what I'm right. saying? Plus, you know. in the promo battles, you know I'm going to break out my Charlemagne impression. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen. That's what I want. I want Mules and Mel versus brilliant idiots. Jesse is special guest referee. He turns on us, joins Brilliant Idiots. Oh, no. I have to do what was best for my life. Okay. All right. I was recording all them hours with y'all. I got coitus. I can't do it no more. Okay. <laughs> I'm a yeah. brilliant idiot now. Okay. <laughs> and we're just like, you can't even, we would be offended. Like on the mat, like, don't, don't say that. You can't use rap speak anymore. You know? He's like, oh, okay. My bad. I'm a brilliant idiot. All right. Ain't no more idio. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But uh yeah, best of luck. Uh. <laughs> but no, that would be the long term the learn the 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 long term story. The long term story is that he wouldn't be able to stop using like Rav speaking stuff and then he'd start to miss us and then he'd turn on them and come back to Sorry, Rav. Charlie maybe be like, You go stop talking like that, right? <laughs> Not just for them, but for me. Oh like my it. god. Oh. <laughs> oh Jesus! All right. Um. Yeah. Well, you wanna you wanna talk about big weenies? I mean, shit, dude. We're almost <laughs> yeah. twelve hours into the show. We might as well. <clears throat> That's right. So, all right. Here we go. I'm just saying. I want an You know, I want a real team that has some history together. <clears throat> We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna get a real team. All right, someone that's worthy of facing off, squaring off. Against What's up with this Rory and Maul? Are they real or are they thrown together? Listen, I, I think they're thrown together, bro. All right, I feel like they're sticking together because they were mutually wronged. But I don't think it's real. I, I don't want to speak. I don't know. Maybe they were they real brothers. Maybe they was you know together behind the scenes. And but like, I feel like it's. The Rory enemy of my enemies, uh, my friend. What? How does it phrase? I mean, are you docking? Docking? <laughs> well, to if be clear, I'm docking. Not, you ain't brothers, okay? I'm not docking mules. All right. <laughs> to be fair, all right. I don't think docking is a prerequisite of brotherhood, but you know, I don't think that they're prepared to speak about docking in each other's mm. company. So, I see. you know, yeah. Well, that's kind of problematic. Because the team that is is the team that's ultimately going to win. That's right. That's right. Fuck. So you know what? Fuck the legend <coughs> killers. Give us like fucking Howard Stern and someone else. Wow. If if we're doing thrown together, let's really throw someone together. You know. Right. 
I like this legend killer gimmick. If we go up against like the titans of hip hop podcast, just podcasting in general. Oh, listen, this is this is great, and this is this is this is great. Ready? Okay. Mules and Mel versus Juan Epstein, Peter Rosenberg, and Cypher Sounds. Is it three on two? No, it's that there's that's the name of their their thing, Juan Epstein. Oh, oh, okay, got you it. You know, because okay. it's a Puerto Rican guy and a Jewish guy. Oh, is that why it's called that? Yeah, and it's based on no a character idea. from like Welcome Back, Cotter, or something like that. Okay, all right, yeah, He's like half it. Jewish and that. Listen, they've okay. been they've been doing it for time, you know. I mean, they got they're they they've got more years in this than Mules and Mel as a duo. They did take some time off from working together, but they're back together now. You know, this is feeling like you know Evolution versus Rock and Sock style. Okay. Okay. Right. Right. That's see. Give me that. Give me brilliant idiots. Don't give me these podcasters, man. <laughs> I could hear the package, Michael Cole. Two POCs. Two Jewish guys. You know, it's yeah. I, I can see it. I'm down. I'm down. And you know, Rosenberg's a wrestling fan. He'd be down. I think. You know. Mel loses the match. <laughs> he gets too hyped up off like the caffeine. Tries to do a top rope maneuver. Gets caught by like uh Cypher Sounds and like in t- Rosenberg and some like tag team maneuver. The Juan Epstein. I would get caught with the Juan Epstein. You know, Mules tries to crawl back in the ring to break up the count, but he's too late. Oh. <laughs> Give me a real fucking opponent, okay? I think we found our opponents. I'm not doing Jarrah's show, okay, or fucking rated RKO or any of this bullshit. Throwing together nonsense. Rated RKO was pretty successful for to be a thrown together group. You could be successful, but, you know, fuck off. <laughs> be a team uh, or be a not team. Oh, <laughs> uh, brother. Okay, well... You want to do Big Weenie? Yeah, let's team up here and uh, continue this encore review. So We're going to team up on a Big Weenie? Oh, brother. <laughs> All right, you know what? Last thing that reminds me, because uh, speaking of Big Weenies, I guess, uh, hey, another duo. Was it Wallow and Gilly the Kid? Um, They were at some, like, sporting event. And I guess Wallow had gotten Gilly's wife a hot dog, and he and he took offense. What the hell was that? That was, that was something on Twitter. Was, oh, I think that was my man father. <laughs> That's a good record. It's, it's coming soon. Twitter right now? What's that? What are we doing on Twitter? No, I was pulling up the thing I was telling you about. It's, it's like Wallow and, uh, and Gillow. Oh, Wallow and Gillow? Yeah. So what yeah, does he, he do? Uh, Wallow got Gillow a... Uh, <laughs> he got his wife a hot dog. And, and Gilwell uh-huh. wasn't happy that he got his wife a hot dog. And so they look like they're at a football game. Maybe not XFL or something. Wait, no, this is there. Can, can they coexist? You know what I mean? Not when I you would, listen to this. I don't think they can. They're, hold on, let me see. <laughs> they're not my ideal, you know, opponent. But <laughs> the Gillian Wayne stuff, I'd be down to do it for Wayne, you know? Oh, for revenge for Wayne on on Wayne's yeah, behalf, yeah. right? Talking all that shit because we don't have time to deal with uh, Willie the Squid, right? Yes, and maybe yeah. we win with a Wayne interference. Wow, I'm thinking we're going over, brother. 
If we're going up against Gilly the Kid and Wallow, dude, I'm not I'm not counting the lights on this one, man. I'll lose to Rosenberg and Cypher Sounds. I'll lose to Charlemagne and the other fucking guy. I'm not fucking losing to Wallow and the fucking hot dog man, okay? <laughs> you might have a million dollars worth of game, brother, but we we got a million hours worth of rab, dude. <laughs> okay? It, 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 we're going to win. We're going over it, but... Yeah, here's the thing. Don't you ever your fucking life bring my woman no shit like she this? Said, I want, she wanted that. I'll beat you the fuck up, nigga. See, they're beefing. He's telling why I'll beat you the fuck up. Don't you ever bring my wife nothing like that? They're not going to last. Mel, if Mel brought my girl a hot dog, I'd say, Mel, that's very kind of you. <laughs> you see? You see? All right. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it now. I bring like a, the Jesse's fiance a hot dog, and he calls in on the hotline. Look, okay, and we all family and everything, but I don't like that you gave her a hot dog. Okay, <laughs> it's just like ain't, ain't gonna be no glizzy gifting if I'm gonna still be on rap. All right, we got to get over the fact that the hot dog vaguely looks like a dick. You know, I'm fine with the running joke. I'm fine with it. I, I feel like if ever, like let's, let's you know, let's take well, a load. These guys off, aren't. Be this, this doesn't sound like a joke. It sounds like someone's about to get beat up over a hot dog. <laughs> I mean, I hope he was joking. I Is thought he was. Was it a storyline? They sound I like they want to fight Maybe other. he was actually mad. Wawo did kind of look nervous. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Shout out to hot dogs. All right. Shout out to. Uh, Bananas are arguably more phallic. Yeah, because like you could think of the skin as like the foreskin. You peel right. it back. And, and then it's, it's, you know, like it's also got this like, you know, the hot dog. What dick do you know that's completely smooth like that? <laughs> that's a great question. Right. Yeah, you're right. I guess a dick's got texture. What dick like, do you know? I mean. What dick have you seen? I suppose it looks actually like I've a hot seen, dog. I've seen Ryan's. Unfortunately, I had to see uh, dinner rolls all the fucking time. Uh, it's getting dark. All right, <laughs> I want to think about this. But your point still stands. All right, they, they, they don't look like glizzies. They look like bananas. There's texture. Dinner rolls should open up a fucking roadside stand. All right, dinner rolls, roadside links. Oh my god! Don't make me throw up. All right, we got to – okay, we're doing this review, all right? <laughs> puke was earlier. We can't bring puke back. Okay, let's, let's do this, okay? Uh, what is this? Yeah. Track 11, Big Weenie, <laughs> produced by Dr. Dre. <coughs> oh, brother. Um, hey, Immature Mel checking in. I'm going to give this a uh, 7 minus – Moles and Mel connect. Nice. Minus. Nice. Yeah. We're both uh, moderate weenies, I'd say. Oh, are we speaking about our actual penis sizes here? Or are you just like we're weenies no, like I'm Weenie Hut Jr.? No, I'm just saying based on our enjoyment of the song. Oh, we're not okay. big weenies. Right, right, right. We're not right, small right. weenies, but we're, you know, we're, it's all right. It's a more We're, than we're weenies is the point. Like we're We like weenies. it. We put it over. Okay. You know, all right. You gave Rayman a seven plus, right? Yeah. Okay, just making sure. All right, but yeah, big weenies, weenies, and um, 
I have a question to, to kick this off. This voice at the very top, and he's like, "Why are you being so mean? You're oh, he's a mean, doing, mean he's doing man." Oh, that was Pee Wee. Yeah, he's doing like the Pee Wee Herman voice. Okay, I, okay, all right. I think I've heard that. Which is Pee-wee a motif voice. on this album. We get like you know more. Well, Pee-wee you get that's coming up. I'm just losing, and we get even more on another song. So, okay. Well, I'm I'm a fan of the, that voice. Like that, I feel like that's something that like a lot of middle school, when I was in middle school, like people would do it. It would pop the boys and girls like that specific voice, you know, that brand of humor from like sixth to eighth grade was like classic. But yeah, I I, I went up for it. It was funny. Um, is this, you said this is a Drake beat, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. It sounds a lot like the last beat, like Rain Man and Big Weenie feel like 1A, 1B, beat-wise. Okay. All the same things I have to say about that beat, I have to say about this one. You know? Right. Um, M leans into that Pee Wee Herman voice at first, and, you know, I'm amused. I am. I'm amused, man. But it it's more than just amusement oh, here. It's, cause... It, to me, for me, too, I'm going to say here, other than the chorus, which I don't like, which is why it's a 7 minus... Okay, I I do like it. I like it, but it's it's stupid, you know, <laughs> and it's it's like awkward in the delivery to me. Well, you know, I do say my only note about the gore is other than liking it is I just wrote, yeah, he's off the shits, he's on drugs, he's off the shits, but it's sufficiently but say, melodic for me. So I absolutely love his first verse on this song. Perfect when, verse alert. Perfect verse alert for me. Perfect verse alert, <laughs> folks. This is, like, top two or three verses from him on the whole album. You know? Yeah. The I, whole I hypnotist think angle I pop for huge. And where he goes yeah. with it. And by he, the way, yeah. I might have fallen under the spell and shrugged a little bit in the chair. Oh, shit. <laughs> this man getting hypnotized by disappointing Eminem albums. Uh yeah, listen, it was it's a perfect verse. All right, it's funny, it's biting. It's the best verse on the song by far. Like the second verse was good. I don't like it as much as the first one. I think it has like some fun wordplay in it. And mm-hmm. I got a I got a take about this encore album. Okay. He's most inspired to rap really good on the stupidest songs on this album. <sighs> Yeah. Like we were talking about on Rain Man, the whole like football thing. Yeah. <laughs> and now this. Because that's where he was know. mentally, though, like goofing off. And it's like, yeah, he's mentally, I guess he wasn't in a position to rap good seriously. You know, because he, could he rap just really good in this like cartoony, funny way that he does on these songs. Right. You know, so it's like maybe he should have leaned into that for the whole album, you know. Now, he probably still would have disappointed some people, but at least it would have been more yes. consistent, you Agreed. know. And that, and again, like, and this will be a theme also. What did it seem like they wanted to do at the time? Like, next week <clears> we're <throat> going to do The New Danger by Most Death. He wanted right. to make a rock album. He couldn't all the way do that. So what does that sound like, you know? Right. What does... Eminem want to make here because he's checking a lot of boxes on this album and making sure he delivers 
everything you'd expect out of an Eminem album at this point. Right. What does it seem like he wants to be doing? To me, based on how he raps on the funny songs, he wants to be doing the funny songs. He wants to take a load off, and it only makes sense because think about it. He's been in beefs. He just did a movie. He's like the biggest rapper on the planet at this time, like coming off of these first three albums. Like... Yeah, he probably wants to lower the stakes because he's exhausted. He just wants to take a load off. But let me ask you you this, right? Maybe the whole album didn't have to be as silly, you know, where you just make a whole album of stuff like ass like that and Big Weenie and Rain Man and just lose it. But just lose it, right? Mm -hmm. If that song was received the way all his other first singles were received, would he have felt more comfortable putting more records like that on here? Right. You know, I think I mean, part of the, you know, part of the shit with this album is the the first impression was a bad one. And in a way, I felt like stuff like Toy Soldiers, Mockingbird, the more serious records, which were, you know, hinted at, at on the Eminem show album where he gets a little more mature and serious. Right. You know, like this is something I feel like he feels like he has to do now. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 like I used to say like in school it's like you know he clearly enjoys rapping well and and you know rapping in an impressive way to other rappers but when it gets to be something that you have to do it gets less fun. Mm-hmm. It's like the way I liked writing in school but when you tell me I have to write an essay it's like ugh. You know, <laughs> like, right. he said, what if what if what if I give you a verse as a hypnotist instead? What if I talk about from the perspective of a football player and how that's kind of homoerotic, you know, it and, becomes fun for him again. You know, it's fun for him and really <clears throat> fun for me as a listener. I believe Eminem is one of the most entertaining rappers to listen to. And I think especially because I did rap. So if you really understand the craft and you're able to break down what he does in a lot of these songs, the ones where he really raps at a high level, technically. It's it's very entertaining, I find, fun to just listen along with him. He makes listening to rap very fun. Yeah. Until he doesn't. <laughs> right. <laughs> because when we were doing, like, the Marshall Mathers LP, I was having a blast that week listening to that yeah. album again, you know? Right. And I'm like, damn, it used to be like so addicting to listen to this because the skill level was so high, but he was also like really crossing lines and pushing buttons and everything like that. Like he was in tune with the zeitgeist at the time. He's losing his grip on the zeitgeist here a little bit. I think, you know, just lose it being a big indicator of that. But I still think he's getting some interesting shit off in the most unlikely of places, in this case, your big weenies and ass like that type songs. Right. <laughs> this is what he wants to do. Yeah. I'm you with know. it, though. Like, if anything, we could have less, like, domestic violence and ex-girlfriend, ex-wife anthems. And maybe, you know, at least in my opinion, I'm sure Mel doesn't agree with me here, less of, like, the maudlin tabloidy shit. <laughs> and just more of this, you know? Make the whole album some Crank Yankers type shit, and I'll be there for it. Like, I'll be saying this album was under, you know, 
underappreciated, misunderstood, whatever. Oh, man. Wasn't he, uh, didn't he turn himself into like a crank anchors puppet around this era? I think, like, I think he had a cameo like that on the video. Show. Yeah, I think, maybe, yeah, and I don't know. I'm, it's been a long time. No, he definitely did because I saw it like this uh, past week, like, and I was like, "Oh, right, he was doing that." I think he it had was like, like a literal... Crank Yankers spoof that video. I think. I-, I feel like he was in the actual show, though. Like he had some cameos. Oh, okay, like... so maybe the people who did that made the video for him. Yeah, I think so. Um, let me see, just Eminem Crank Yankers. Uh, yeah, I think he was. Yeah, he was in the show. Okay. The third season. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Nice. Uh but yeah, listen, this first verse, it's perfect. Um and yeah, it's amusing, but like the actual point of the song is like, you know, his detractors people he's beefing with, like calling them weenies. Like it still stings when it's like, you know, for the next four and a half minutes we are going to explore into your mind to find out why you're so fucking jealous. <laughs> like oh, it really yeah. lands though it's like when we kind of return to the subject of the experiment back in the third verse yeah. and the ultimate resolution we get i'm not going to spoil it for the people who haven't heard it it's very funny <laughs> right yeah. and the way he's constantly losing his way and train of thought on here but it, how it's by design in the end ends up being like one of the better anti-bullying rap songs <laughs> Wow. I mean, I actually follow you there because, like, and I know you don't like the chorus, but it's just like. No, but the chorus, and especially how it's, like, slightly flipped at the very end. Yeah. Turns it into, like, a straight up anti bullying song. So. Right. I mean, that's what it is. It's. It should be called Big Meanie more than Big yeah. Weenie. Right. But it's Big Weenie because it's Eminem. <laughs> I gotta say, too, like. It's like, it's, it's, you know, usually for oldest trick in the book, I don't know if it's the oldest, but it's, you know, it's been in the, in the book, the trick book for a while, <laughs> but the, um, like, you know, after he's like, now why did they make you who pippity caca poo poo psych? I'm kidding. And just want to see if you're still listening. That actually like really landed for me. <laughs> like I was like, oh, it's brilliant. That's why That's I go brilliant. to Eminem. That's the kind of shit that I want from him. You know? Cause like it actually worked though. It's like, cause when you're listening, it's like, what? And it's like, okay, that, yeah, that I was just seeing you still cover cover type shit, you know? Right. You know? <laughs> okay, okay, now I need y'all to divide attention. Like, it's, it, that works. Am I agree. The second verse is not a perfect verse, but continues to satisfy the theme, you know? I'm going to send you two pieces of archival audio right now. Okay. Because I'm going to need one for later, and I never sent it. Okay. And the other one I kind of would like to hear right now. All right. It's, it's playing with some of that. Let me just go ahead and... Usually I don't think of stuff like this on the fly. I'll have it prepped ahead of time, but fuck it. Yeah, you know, it's, it's a living, breathing show, you know? This is right. Things can one. get incorporated in real time. Shit can happen, which is a D12 song. You know, how are you oh, yeah. Eminem stands doing right now if you're still with us? How are you doing? <laughs> They're probably having a hard time. You're having a hard time? Have you not heard our previous reviews of this guy? We love him. He's the shadiest. Oh, brother. Let me let me, I, let me tell you how they're feeling. I got the... I don't know why I haven't made this a drop. Let me see. 
Uh, Mules is sending this. Now I'm looking for something. I got it. Okay. All right. I'm sending both over to you. One's for later, the D12 song. Right. Oh, here it is. I got. It. Yeah, I need to just clip this audio because uh, I'm a, I'm gonna probably need it this whole season. But yeah, um, stands like actual stands of him right now. Uh, mm-hmm. I would I would guess they're probably feeling like like uh, betrayed. I mean, this is a good look, man. I did, ah! I am suffering. It's hard to take. That's probably how they're feeling. Okay. Listening to us, you know, tell the truth, our truth at least, about this album. You know, now like what, 12 hours in? <laughs> yeah. They're having a hard time. Um, all right. These Mool's email, he, the Mool's email has landed. Uh, I see yeah. these two, two files here. The D12s for later, uh, the conspiracy freestyle from the Green Lantern Shady Invasion. Part two mixtape. Okay. Where he's doing something like a wibba wobba something gibberish, but ending <laughs> ending it all like with like a good rhyme and just uh doing doing what like whatever you could say about Eminem in two thousand four was not an issue in two thousand three. Yeah. I mean a year's a long time though. You know, a lot can change. You'll hear what I mean, like pretty early on in the freestyle. All right. So this is the conspiracy freestyle. Uh, Here we go. Nike's got a new tennis shoe, but but I guess the no good news is always good good news. Moving on to big and better things. Fifties blowing up, his shit just keeps going up. What the fuck is going on? Who the fuck is Larry Jones? Shady, wait a minute, baby, leave the world alone. Just go up there and be humble and take them awards home. Bush has just declared the world a fucking war zone, and meanwhile we got a war going on of our own at home. My fucking mind's blown. Trying to figure out how to fight my own clone. We got another Bush diss. I was, yeah. I was just about to say it. You know, again, more effective than Mosh. He's playing, you know, with cadences and different voices and stutters and all of that. You know, it's still like, I wouldn't say as highly technical as it was on the first two albums, but he's still showing 
a spark in like you know O two with Eminem show and like the O two O three mixtape shit Eight Mile soundtrack which we did all the Eminem joints on there were good. Yeah. I gotta like you say, said, there's a lot of pressure to you know be at the top and deliver that you know that kind of material. I think, yeah, consistently. You don't just make till I collapse every other month. You know, you make <laughs> a lot of Rain Man's and ass like that. You can attest to that because, as a rapper, you know you end up spending a lot of time doing a lot of dumb shit. Yeah. And your best work is actually like you know, it's it's rare to stumble upon something that you yourself are like, wow, I'm I'm like amazed I was able to even make this. Yeah. You've got more Rain Man's than you do Americas, you know? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Shout out to America. He said the country? No, the song about the country. Is it time to play rap is for poor people? <laughs> Have we never played that? No, you've been like, no, we don't play our good stuff. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's time for that. I don't know if it's time for that. It, I mean, it's Eminem esque, but like, I don't know. I don't know is it the for. venue? Is it. Uh, <sighs> You know what? I mean, if if you want to hear it, and in honor of you know Eminem, I I feel like he'd enjoy it. You know, you want you want you want to give it to him. I mean, I don't we, know. I mean, when's the next time you could see it? You want to save it for the Slim Shady review one day? Yeah, I mean, okay, we can do. However you want to do it. I mean, what I rap on was it was a Gangstar? Yeah, you rapped on Gangstar. Yeah. They said, why don't you save it for Gangstar? Uh, guru might roll over in his grave. You know what, Mel? Yeah. What did this week show us, okay? We could be dead before we get to the Slim Shady. <laughs> Play the damn song. Oh, man. Okay. I guess his rap is for poor people. Uh, this is a nine. <laughs> I haven't heard this in a long time. This is one uh, of Mel's top ten best rap songs. Oh wow! I mean, I I don't know. This is from 2019, right before uh, I had to accept I was a failure and gave up. Uh, what was this from? Tape canceled. It's never got released yeah. publicly. All right, here it is. <laughs> had to find a version of this shit without the fucking hook in it. Put the kids to bed. I had a dream that I woke up rich. First thing I said was, yo, fuck this. Threw my mic in the trash and gave up faster than you could say, don't touch this. The beat is classic. Or I thought you love rap. So what, bitch? Left this beat right where it stands and ran to Amazon. Bought one sex doll and some cold cut shit. My virgin ass finna finally see beef curtains. Would have bought a mail order bride, but I don't want kids. Gotta go raw like Monday night or Eddie Murphy in purple leather pants that are way too tight. I don't like birth control, all because it hurts to know my old girl took it even though I never laid any pipe. Must have been another plumber, but fuck it, why wonder? Rolled out of bed and booked a flight down under. 
Landed in Australia, and let me tell you, I shot those kangaroos because I'm a hip-hop failure. All reminders must die. Tied one of their heads to my hip and flew to Dubai. Went to the top of the Burj, glued a kangol on it, then kicked it off. Put my binoculars to my eyes and watched it fly. And I must say, when it fell from the sky and hit the street, its brains resembled pink cookies in a plastic bag getting fuck. Lost cause. Flew back home, but stopped off in North Korea. Me, Kim Jong, and Dennis Rodman discussed plans for world peace and maybe a benefit concert with a hologram of Aaliyah. And booths all over the campground with free pizza. Yeah, that should do the trick. Back in the States, bulldozed my house and built an 89,000 square foot mansion. Found the remains of the Manson family and moved them in. Took over as the leader and told him built me a giant sound system with no sub and mad tweeters. Not for the concert, but for my secret room behind the bookcase when I'm feeling low and need to get high. And while they worked on that, I went to Walmart, bought Halloween candy for the kids and some chocolate to lay down in my local dog park. Fucking mutts kept barking when I'm harping late at night, killing the immersion. When I have this bra on, I am the female Sauron, and this cock ring is maintaining my heart on. <laughs> so get fucked, you damn dirty dogs. I'm rich as fuck, so you gotta pay the cost. <laughs> you gangsters, cosmetic. That was, that was entertaining. That was entertaining. Went to Australia, lot. and let me tell you, <laughs> I shot them kangaroos because I'm a hip-hop failure. Oh, man. It was, it was entertaining. It was entertaining. We usually don't play the good stuff. We never play the good stuff, but I've been I've been asking for this one a couple times. <laughs> I gave it to him. You know? In honor of Eminem, a great rapper. In honor of the longest episode so far, making you suffer through... <laughs> Our longest review being the Encore review. No, not All Eyes on Me. No, it's not like Drake or fucking Jay or, you know, someone outcast. I mean, remember people were shocked at a nine hour outcast review. All right, man. Uh. Where are we? What are we doing? Big weenies. <laughs> okay. We're doing yeah. big weenies, but I think we've we've done all there is to do with the big weenie. Yeah, I I, I think so. Let me see. Uh, let me see. Big big weenie. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's an amusing record. Uh, you guys, some of his best rapping on the album on here. Yeah. Yeah, that, I guess that is pretty much it. <laughs> well, it's. Shit, you want to move on? Nah, fuck it. All right. Well, here we go. Uh, uh, twelve. Yeah, right. right so, track twelve. M calls Paul. Skit. We're officially more than halfway through, folks. Oh, <laughs> this man clapping for himself. <laughs> Produced by Eminem, I suppose. Uh, flat seven. Six plus. Oh. <gasps> What? Yeah. I've never been more hurt by you not putting over a skit in my life. Wow, what a bitch. <laughs> okay. No, okay, okay. You know, okay, I'll justify this in my brain to keep from melting down. Is it because you don't think Thriller is a classic? So, like, you don't, you don't just, you just, you don't thriller. care about Michael like that? Care about so it doesn't it? pop you? This. No, I don't care. Like, uh, that's not it. That's not it. Don't put words in my mouth. Don't write my. No, it was a guess. It was a guess. I'm, I'm... All right. Six plus. I'll give it this. It's the best skit on the album. <sighs> 
All the other ones are like six flat sixes to me. But, I mean, see, now, okay, I hate to do this to you, but this was my justification. All right, this is all I wrote. I said, this is comedy. This is humor. This is basically when we do the track with bit on Rad, yeah, where we just yeah. start incorporating the track titles into, like, yeah, a long spiel. Is. Yeah, I'm, you I'm know? fully aware. You know? I, I mean, I figured... You, 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 don't know, you know, I think Bulls is smoking that Mucinex, y'all, okay? He tripping. <laughs> <laughs> the smoking music is crazy. Oh, this you is. You want to know why? You want to know why? Yeah, why? Wanna, yeah, oh yeah. Want to know why? Why? Why don't you like it? What is it? It's the voice box thing. Oh, you don't like the voice changer, the little thing. Here's my issue with it. That's like a Christopher Reeves thing. That's what okay. you do when you when he makes fun of Christopher Reeves. He does that. He's making fun of Michael Jackson here. The wires are getting crossed in ways that I don't like because what ends up happening is it's kind of harder to hear him. Uh, I caught it all. I had some, listen, I'm getting older. So all I have to say is I don't like the Christopher Reeves. It doesn't make sense. Why not do it in the Pee Wee voice? Pee Wee's on Just Lose It. I don't know. I thought it was. I just figured like classic Eminem goofing off. Like I pick like I I know why it's wasn't like it just more Eminem so... doing his why couldn't he just be Eminem? Why is he doing the voice? Because he's is just a wacky fella. You know, I feel like he's like he's just using like It the... should have come after Rain Man then when he was talking about Christopher Reeves. I feel like he's just using like the you know, the the witness protection voice you know like no, when they have the, the person like shrouded in Eminem, shadows i'm coming to kill you i've always hated you and i still do the whole verse he did as christopher reeves with the same kind of vocal effect his classic vo- uh verse and voice classic voice on that okay. uh, relapse okay yeah i mean you didn't even pop when like he forgot to activate it at the end no <laughs> I actually thought, like, well, you killed the immersion if that's what you were going for. No, that was part of the joke, by the way. Yeah, no, I don't have a new gun. And it's like, God damn it. <laughs> like, something like yeah. falls. Like, you, you this ain't comedy. On. This ain't oh, comedy. Oh, man. Ah, oh, man. You're just ruining it. Okay? If this is comedy, then fucking book me for a new special. Okay? Oh, man. Oh, I hate to hear this. The last one coming soon. The last one's going to be funnier than this. All right. Well, hey. my No joke on the last one is going to be like that joke. Listen, this, I, I pop for the Michael Jackson incorporations. I, I like the voice. It was it was funny to me. It was humorous. I don't like but, the voice. It ruined it. Oh, brother. Okay. Well, you want to move no, on there? There's no reason for that. Why is he pretending to do the Christopher Reeves? Just call about Michael off. Jackson songs. Just goofing off, you know? Well, not my brand of goofing off, all right? Yeah. <laughs> I like some continuity with the goofing off, you know? Yeah. All right, well. Six plus, at least it's at least it's something, which none of the other skits really are. All right, well. Shit, you want to move on? I guess, I mean... It's time for the big one, I, I <laughs> suppose. We've done a lot of talking about this one already on the episode, you know, back in part one. But 
Is it time to lose it? It's time to fucking lose it. Okay. Track 13, just lose it. Okay. This is, uh, God damn it. Who produced this? <laughs> Eminem, okay. I'm sure. Right. And Jeff Eminem? or Luis or some shit, you know? I was doing Jeff, uh, Jeff Bass. Uh, that's the Jeff voice. Jeff Bass, Luis Resto. All the, the usual suspects. Okay. No, apparently yeah. it's Mike Elizondo and Dr. Oh, Dre. Yeah. Dr. Dre? Yeah, I guess so. He was talking to his diary when this beat was getting made. <laughs> talking to my diary. This is the bound bound bound. That's a that's a Dr. Dre noise. He got a lot of bound bound beats, okay? Um look. This record <clears throat> It's time to have a reckoning, people. Okay, you, you you Yeah, look, it's not living up to the the you know the previous Eminem celebrity lampooning singles and the goofy off the but yeah, yeah i know it's not, it's not as I know. good as any of the other first singles we've established that right but listen folks you gotta face it it's still good seven plus now what did i give real slim shady and without me i'm curious i didn't go back and listen all right let's see uh <coughs> so season nine uh Marshall Mathers LP, you gave the real Slim Shady an eight plus. Okay. Um, you gave without me a uh, season one Eminem show flat eight eight plus nine eight minus. plus. Okay. Yeah, I gave it a nine. Right. I love that record, but so yeah, I mean, look, flat seven, ding me baby. Okay, right. it's fine. You know. Yeah. It's not up to the caliber of those records, but we said that so many times. Let's talk about the record itself. And before we talk about the record itself, I need to get this out of the way. This isn't the only archival audio I have, but it's really oh, the only is it, time. Is it time? It's the only time, time? that Redacteds get to lose it tonight, oh, okay? Fuck. All right, okay, listen. All right, folks, we know. 59 and 5th. <laughs> Yay! Oh my God! It's finally time. We've we've talked about this record, okay? We've we may have even it, teased sure. it before. Not the full thing, but we've played a good amount of it before. They gotta get the full thing. It's time, okay? And and listen, we know, we know, you guys are nauseated by this man. You had to deal with the season of the cult last season. We know, and we said the, it is over. The season of the cult is over. I it's said it would only come up 12. if it was relevant to what we were doing. And this is so relevant. It's so needed. <laughs> it's so needed. Okay? So, did you send it to me? I mean, you know I already got it. It's in the folder. Okay. <laughs> All right, folks. I, I think they'll understand the, the, this is the joy of this one. This is a 10. This is one of my all-time favorite recordings <laughs> ever. The enjoyment and energy that this gives me, I got to be careful and not concuss myself again. All right, folks, this is a, uh, hold on. I know how to set this up. Let me make, let me make sure I set this up the right way. Okay. Given the, the episode that we're in and hopefully put a little more respect on his name. Cause everybody hates him, you know, listens to the show and we, we understand, we know, but uh, listen, this is Charles Hamilton with niggas lose it. <laughs> Okay, this is a literal cult classic. 
And, okay. and by the way, it it may be the thing that kept just lose it from potentially even being like a six plus in this day and age. Listen, it's time. It's finally time. Check it out, folks. What's up? It's Tori from Atlantic here, and this is produced by Charles. Live from 59th and 5th, I was in jail, and that nigga who was in the Apple Store dancing on YouTube, you ain't got shit on me. It's all over from here. Let's go. Just lose it a flat seven. Oh but this is a ten. <laughs> uh, Never before has a six and a seven been mashed together to turn into a ten. Let me let me find it. <laughs> it's in the same folder as the original release version. Yeah. Let me see. Did he do one of these titles where it's like? I think it was like to... yeah, words all stuck together. Yeah, together. So, so I had to. What was it? <laughs> you did something. Let me see. Let me type Apple. Maybe it pop up. No, this is Apple versus Windows from Gadget Goes to High School. No. Uh, where is this? What was this on? 
What project it wasn't. was it? It was like it was released as like the instrumental and the song, and that was it. Oh, it was like a e- no. It wasn't it called like Apple's EP or something. Oh or, yeah, because that was probably the name of the Apple Store computer GarageBand export default. <laughs> I don't think he like Jeez. named it that. I think that's just like what it would be called. Let me see. Wait, this. Folks, Garage you, Band is a Garage Band something? Uh, not Garage Band Gasms, if that's what you're thinking of. Oh yeah, <laughs> I gotta find this thing. I have, you know, what it is, people. I I have like over forty gigabytes of cult music. Give me a second. <laughs> All right, uh, Ugly Desdemona. No, well, I made the cover for that. Oh, did you? Yeah. What an accomplishment in this world. <laughs> you know? Like, man, that cult life, yeah, bro. Listen, so ASAP Ferg's dad made the bad boy logo. Me, I made the cover to Chinese Laundry, Ugly Desdemona, and what were the other projects from that? Dad? And Dragonfly Destiny. And Dragonfly Destiny and 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 uh Capic Illuminati V two K twelve. We put in work in that fucking cult, all right? Yeah, y'all got to right. respect I'm the, it. I'm the fucking Jonathan Mannion of the cult album cover game. And shout out to, you know, formerly known as Yoku Misaki for that Sonic the Hamilton 2. You know what? We can't do this. We promised them. We cannot do this. We did the promise is them. dead, okay? You know what? It, um, do shut I it down. Shut down this? the search for redacted. Shut so, so down. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm kind of concerned now, though, because I don't know where it is. Well, we'll have to talk to Julian Dunn about that. Oh, God. All right. I have more audio here, Mel. Before we get into the song itself, there is. Oh, a I'm actually no. I found it. Uh, <laughs> well, all right. Well, folks, uh, I tried to save you, but the beat has been found. And, you know, it's just lose it. We're not going to have another opportunity like this ever again. <laughs> what a pity. Or a shame or whatever. Did you Take pity on us season? for being cult-brained, okay? Just because give us a Because you wanted to play this fucking song? Is this the reason for the entire theme season? Is this what you're telling us right now? <laughs> well, you know, sometimes everyone's got, you know, you got to do things to pop yourself sometimes, you know? Look, man. What's up? It's Tori from Atlantic here, and this is produced by Charles. It's not even that much louder. I love how his mind works. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make you dance. I mean, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make you dance. The Devo Man is here. We the ones. Look, okay. I got one finger in the air, and I'm, and I hate to say it, I'm shaking like that man. No, I'm shaking like him. Yo. It's no longer the season of the COVID team. Yeah, and they're all saying, don't I'm play it no more. But you know, I got to play it because I'm coming off of COVID and my brain's fucking. 
ball and out of my ears, but it's all cool because you know that we have to say what we have to say. Shout out to the queers because we do an Eminem. We gotta let them know that we allies. We gotta let them know that we are advised by the newsletter and let us know to not do nothing problematic like JK Rowling and the goblins that we know are anti Semitic. We know that's a problem. It's okay because I'm not in the Apple. I'm in the Red room and I have to. Go and rap and keep on rapping, even though they say, Mel, you ain't snapping, you gotta shut it off. But I can't shut it off because I'm going off and everybody else gonna ruin it. The worst freestyle over the worst beat. I gotta say, it proves that this beat's really hard to rap over. It is, bro. And he killed it. He really did. Alright, hold up. Let me take a stab. I'm a little goblin like money. You know I like doing things funny. You know I'm in a little Harry Potter universe. You know I like drinking lots of big universe. Fuck this beat. This is beat my ass right now. I'm gonna pick up my ass beat by beat like this. Get me out of here, bro. Please God, please God, can you hear me? Don't let this be the moment in the subreddit that they point to as the jump the shark moment. <laughs> it's like they forced us to listen to this beat from a madman that he made in an Apple store and rapped on. No. And now they're rapping on it. <laughs> it's just lose it. It's just lose it. It all fits. Okay. I knew there was a reason I didn't write any notes for this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, all right, hold on. The back of my head is doing that thing. <laughs> this is our. <coughs> this is our chance to just lose it. It's a safe space for us to just lose it. We already know that people don't like this song. Oh, they hated it as a single. I'm fucking sweating. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh so my big. god. I was hoping to not get taken out by a song this week. <laughs> you know what? Play the Just Lose It remix. I gotta drink some water. The, the Just Lose It remix? Oh, is this in the folder? Yeah, not the mashup. The actual remix <coughs> from the Green Lantern mix. Okay. Alright, here's some, here's some archival audio not from the cult. Uh... Try to get this thing back on the rails here. Okay, just lose it remix. Uh, here we go. Hey yo, the fuck is going on? It's a slim shady. This is shady. And you tune in to the label with my motherfucking homie, my motherfucking DJ Green Lantern. Fool, turn this shit up.
Was this the official remix? I mean, it's a Green Lantern remix. It's, you know, on a Shady Records mixtape, so it's sanctioned. But this wasn't, like, on the radio or anything. There's no difference. It's, you know, basically just a remix and beat only. Okay, good. (laughs) Because, I mean... (sighs) I mean, it sucked. Like, unless you, I guess, unless you have a mind like Charles Hamilton, there you can't really remix this song because it's like it's so goofy and singular. Like he he put like a real beat, like a hip hop beat to that, and you can't do that with this. Now, I will say this mashup is great that I included. This is the Rub remix of Just Lose It. The the Rub remix. The Rub, yeah. Okay. I, this is, what is the rub? What is that? Oh, it's like a DJ collective. Oh, okay. So let's, you know, let's see if like I can live, give them the rub with uh, live, live mashups and things of that nature. All right. Well, here we go. and the rub they understand <laughs> they know what needs to be done yes. okay no that was that was brilliant <laughs> that was it needs that to be fit. fun the green lantern one was like too brooding and dark for just lose it way too too dark way too serious yeah this is perfect honestly i feel like if i played that version and not the original you know in a set People would actually kind of go up for it now. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no. Shout out to The Rub. That was a delight. I got to send you that The Rub, we invented the remix or something, the mixtape mashup, whatever. Uh, the Rub, it's the motherfucking remix. There you go. Yeah. Uh, track that. It's like on Mixcloud if you want to <laughs> hear it, but I'll send you the link to the full tape. All right. Well, We played one from them that was like, Mob Deep got it twisted over the Ghostbusters theme, I think. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. I think I enjoyed yeah. that. I don't really do mashups for the most part, and a lot of the big name ones I really have no thoughts about. But I love that mixtape. Huh? The rub is, uh. I'm trying to think of a rhyme. <laughs> Uh, after, I think after COVID freestyle, took out the rhyming sector of my brain. After that honestly. freestyle I just heard from you, I don't know about that. That was one of the worst freestyles of all time. Facts. And I'm not saying mine was much better. I mean, <laughs> that beat, I've never gotten my ass whooped like that on a beat before. And we did the Moles versus Mel worstest battle. But you know what's crazy, though, actually? The beat is just niggas in Paris. It is, but I <laughs> guess... The way Charles is rapping on it is not actually how you're supposed to rap on that beat. You're supposed to rap it like halftime. 
not right, right, like Cunye uh, and Jay were doing. Right. Exactly. That's why they weren't getting their ass beat. And Charles tapped into, you know, the Sega gods. Like, <laughs> you know, there was some moration shit going on there. Oh, man. All right. Well, I was following your lead and Charles's lead. And I fucking. I was trying to rap too. like Hamilton. Right. But that no, he's just, quads. he was in a different space. We tore our quads. We t- <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, right off the bone. That's right. That's right. But yeah, so just lose it. I mean, you heard like some portions of the first verse there in those remixes. It's like not where he was in terms of technique, even on those first singles. Like without me, I remember saying like, this is a hit, but he's also rapping extremely proficiently on here. Yeah. This one is like not as much that, but it's also a dance record, which I think is what that rub remix highlights about it. Right. They, they, they understood the, that was the point of the whole Michael Jackson stuff, by the way, because he was making a dance song uh, in the vein of his, you know, kind of current event focused, goofy first single. Right. And I mean, listen, obviously it didn't work as well as it did on previous albums, but I'm still entertained by this. The, Pee-wee stuff does a lot of heavy lifting on this for me. Without the, uh, uh, I can't really do it because my fucking uh, voice is going out at this point. That that whole thing. Yeah. You know, that pops me and I think it adds to the record. You know, listen, farting in the mic, I didn't like it back then. I have more respect for it now. (laughs) You know, back then I was pretty, I was like, this is too much, even for Eminem. Like farting I, on the record. This is a more obnoxious single than the previous ones had been. Like you say, the ha ha did heavy lifting for for a lot of people. That's what took them out of the record. Now Not for Steve me, Harvey, listen, Steve Harvey. It was the Michael Jackson stuff. <laughs> well, listen, <clears throat> I, I'm, like, I'm a Michael Jackson fan. You know, in certain periods of my life, you could say an enthusiast, even. I like some songs. And, but, right. (laughs) Right. Wolves like some songs. But, you know, like we always, I'm not going to act like he wasn't accused of what he was accused of. You know? And I mean, it's, it's, it's kind (sighs) of, to be upset, I'm not trying to really get into it like that, but it's like, you know, he's, he's not exempt from being made fun of you know no one is no one is and i know he's a legend but it's like to almost it's an accusation meaning it could have happened and to be like let's not talk about it because it shames this legendary man is not the way to go about so what happened you can only shame non-legendary men you know like like i said as an enthusiast i didn't I'm like, hey, I got to deal with this. Like, he probably did it. I wasn't like, oh, why would he Look, do that about Michael? You know? Is that, he just did a TI review last season. You know, he very well may have done some bad things as well. Not with know? little kids, but still. Yeah, that never bothered me when people would make the jokes. Because it's like, I mean, hey, he shouldn't have well, made yeah, the I events. always have a policy of like, look, I may not stop watching or listening but I'm sure as hell not going to defend them, you know, because it's 
crossing over. It's that parasocial sort of, you know, like the need to run defense for people and like play PR agent person. Like, no, I'm not going to do that. Like, yeah, I like that fucking Rosemary's baby. But fuck, Roman Polanski might have done some sick shit, you know? I'm not going to bat for that guy. He's a great director, you know? That's what I'll talk about. He was a great director, but he might have done some real suspect shit. And, you know, you can celebrate the work that they did without trying to defend their actions outside of their workplace, you know? Right. So, yeah, the Michael Jackson stuff never bothered me here. Uh you know, and Janet I, Jackson, man, one of my favorite artists. We just talked about Janet. <laughs> I mean, Jan, Janet's great. Of course, he's great. You know, so. Find no pushback for me about Janet. All right. Uh, I'll just say, you know, Michael's got some shit, man. He really does. <laughs> but that's not to, you know, he's not to take away from <clears throat> what may have taken place. Right. So. And even if what they say may have not taken place, there's still statements that were made that, you know, I'm not inviting my kids over to fucking Neverland Ranch for a sleepover anytime soon. You know what I mean? Yeah, but... yeah, This that, is, that the, is the thing that I landed on, though, this week with Just Lose It, Mel. I uh-huh. think I was mentioning this to you off-air. Is that, unlike the other songs in this vein, this is the first, like, Eminem, satirical, first single, zeitgeisty kind of record where he's kind of weird alling himself. He's making fun of 8 Mile on here. He's starting to take jabs at the brand of being Eminem, essentially. Uh-huh. And we never got that before on these other ones. Like, yes, he's obviously, like, no stranger to being, like, self-deprecating. But this was different. This felt like he was lampooning the Eminem machine at that point. Right. Like and I was saying earlier, like I don't the, recall, you know, I haven't heard every single thing he's ever done. Has like weird Al ever done this? Like made fun you. of himself and the fact that like, <laughs> you know, he's been doing parody records for years and it's kind of like passe now. And he's just like the biggest guy doing them, you know, or did he stay just being weird Al and work in that shtick to this day, you know, to the point now there's a biopic about him. I just typed, has Weird Al ever made fun of himself? Uh, I, this is an article from the New, uh, the New Yorker, November 6, 2022, How Weird Al Spoofed Himself. Oh, I guess he wrote his own biopic. Right, which is supposedly not the true story of his actual come up. It's like completely okay. fabricated and absurd, basically. Okay down to Daniel Radcliffe playing him, you know, that was an odd casting choice, but I think that was kind of the point was to make the movie as irreverent as possible. Got it. I didn't see the film yet, but you know, I'm wondering like, did he ever take shots at the weird Al empire on his own records? Cause this right. is always like these first singles are almost Eminem and weird Al mode. He's not doing parodies of other people's songs, but he's like, you know, almost like kind of being like a mix between a weird Al and a Howard Stern trying to like, you know, create some controversy with celebrities as well. It's always like, all right, let's address the news of the day. Right. You know? Exactly. In that, in, in that classic Eminem fashion, 
you know. But yeah, I felt like, you know, on this one, he's almost saying he jumped the shark in a weird way. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And um, I still enjoy the record for what it is, but you know. I'm I'm here for the music. Uh for the record, this is a fat man beat. Um it uh it it's it it's it sounds like a portly beat. It's it's, it's a rotund beat. It's like a it, you know, but it's like it's a dancing fat. He's jolly, he's smiling, he's nodding. It's like a the beat. Was I picture guess who's back also like too familiar to the last record, you know. This is what happens when you all them drugs, you don't know where to go. You got to lean on what you've already done to try to find, you know, a direction. It's a disappointing album. A drugged out Eminem (laughs) having to sit in a room, like an empty conference room at the Interscope offices with Mules and Mel as we identify, like, all the potential flaws in the album before he releases it. Oh, man. We could have saved Encore. We got to focus on saving ourselves. (laughs) We out here freestyling like we ain't never rapped in our lives. (laughs) Playing niggas in Paris, just losing mashups. I got to tell you. It's a real good thing we played, uh, what is it, Rap is for Poor People before you started yeah, rapping like that. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. See, everything happens for a reason, apparently. You for know? sure, but you know what, we're <laughs> fucking cooked. <laughs> yeah, um, we'll never rap again. I don't know about that, but professionally, no, I don't know. I've had it with the music industry. They may they may hear raps for me one day. You know what that rap was be... actually? Those raps were because we played something good and we got punished for it. Right. Yeah. That karmatic shit. Right. For trying to get ourselves over. This is what happens. Exactly. <laughs> oh man. Well, yeah, this is uh this is a good song though. Contrary to popular belief. Uh a good song it's not a great song it's not a very good song it's good you know i mean listen here, here's i'll say this like you said it does heavy lifting i believe the same thing if you have no tolerance for <laughs> the song's cooked for you you, you don't another you don't, another you're never theory. gonna like it not x file style but just you know pragmatic style here okay considering the success of lose yourself and the sort of more mature turn he took on eminem show should he have not led with this silly single? Could this have been on the album and just have been on the album, but he led with a Toy Soldiers or a Mockingbird or even Mosh or just something more serious and in line with the stuff he had been putting out? That could have been interesting, but there was, yeah, there's like no chance, I feel like, in any reality that he would have bucked the trend, you know, mm-hmm. of just the, the opening goofy single. You know, maybe he should have, though. Yeah, he didn't even when when relapse came out, he put out We Made You. And I was like, oh, my God, is this album going to be bad? (laughs) And it wasn't until he put out 3 a.m. and dropped the album. I was like, oh, thank goodness. But, you know. Fucking We Made You is actually the song people think this song is. Yeah, that song is officially like. That's that is the fourth season of Arrested Development in in Eminem goofy song first single form. It's the fourth the fourth season of Community. There's a lot of bad fourth seasons. 
I had like a I had a like a hot flash just now because I'm like, wait, are we in the fourth season? <laughs> but no, we're in season twelve. Mel is uh, like Hogan now. He's like constantly afraid of falling off. <laughs> what are the analytics like, dude? You know what it is? It's the theme of the season, Mel. It's biggest disappointment. So all of a sudden, you're thinking, right? You get in your you get in your own head. You do right. Is that last that last uh, encore review was eh? That last new danger was eh. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, I'm this trying season not to get gives you with the this, M&M disease with this show, I'll, I'll never forgive this. This uh, I'll never forgive theme. COVID. I'll never forgive anything. I'm gonna be pissed for the rest of my life because you gotta think about it. I'm off the drugs too. I'm off the Mucinex and the Dayquil, and everything else, and it's like, you know, oh my god, no, we can't think this way. We've come too far. Season 12, I was on drugs. Season 13, I was pushing them out. (laughs) That last season 14 was eh. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Jesus. No, we we, no, 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 no. Fuck that. The theme of the season is biggest disappointments. Mules and Mel are no fucking disappointment, okay? You keep talking (laughs) like that. I'm downgrading you from junior captain to back to the poop deck. Oh shit! <laughs> this man put me back in the damn like a slave damn quarters soldier, at the bottom okay? of the shit. <laughs> he sound like a toy soldier right now. Oh, oh no! All right, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid that up. this is the moment where we fall off. <laughs> well, it will be if you keep talking like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Freaking idiot! <laughs> well, 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 listen. No, no, no. Okay, listen, audience. I'm gonna make you dance. Okay, we're gonna make you you're dance. Losing this it, <laughs> no, no, you know you want to talk about something that that that, that, ain't, that ain't us that, that that's that's uh that's, that's bad that is not needed. This bridge, this bridge on this song. Well, the first oh, one. This is the part where the rap breaks down. Uh, well, no, I mean thing? the part where he's like, um, you know, uh, right right before the second verse where he's like, "Excuse me, Miss, I don't mean to sound like a, I think he's like parroting some oh, singer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's like singing. It adds nothing to the song. You know, he could have set up that second verse a different way. Um, the next yeah, the, bridge where the he's eight like. The mile thing I was talking about, like the Weird Owl comparison I was making is to that part. The, you know, uh, something, you know, you saw me at the battle. I'm a grown man. That whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. And in the, in the third verse this is the part where the rat breaks down, you know? Yeah. It's in chubba chubba chubba, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it, it's it's a fun record, and if it's not your sense of humor, it's gonna be just obnoxious. That's it. I think that's what it comes down to, you know. Like I this week when I well, not this week, last week, the past few weeks since I've been listening to this album, I knew it had to be a takeaway. In that second bridge when he's like, you know, I'm in jail and I don't know what happened. They say I was running butt naked down the street screaming, oh, like, that's, that's funny. That's funny. Okay. That is humorous to me. To have to be told you were running down the street making Pee Wee Herman noises. It's better than Redactors in Paris. I'll give it that. Do I like this more than Redactors in Paris? What did I give Redactors? Why am I saying niggas? <laughs> what did I give niggas in Paris? All right. Season two. Uh, where is it? Watch the throne. Watch the throne. Niggas in Paris. I gave it a flat seven. Yeah, this is better. 
This is better than niggas and bears. You gave it a six plus. Yeah, just lose it. It it, it gets a bad a bad. You know what? We I'm made you is the real just lose it. That's where it you is. need to focus your hatred towards. It is. We we made you is a useless record. It's, it's un. It, no one needs it. If it it's not even it, useless. It's the first schmaltzy lead single, goofy, whatever, you know? I don't even know what that is. I mean, you know, the freaking Broadway show tune-ass chorus on there. References to shit that's like years to, like, it's not even making current references on there. Like, he's still making... You know, like Monica Lewinsky and like Ellen DeGeneres jokes. You know, this is yeah, this is post encore Eminem, so he's kind of watch. You know, on Just Lose It, he's talking about TP for my bunghole, and that joke is at least ten years old at this yeah. point. You know, but only Mike can judge me now. <laughs> right. Oh, speaking of which, that uh, short that I put up on YouTube, uh, we got a comment from uh, the Surrealist. Oh yeah, he uh, he said incredible there you go see we're good we ain't fell off <laughs> that's 24 minutes ago he just left it all right we, we good okay them niggas is the disappointment eminem most deaf and the rest of these niggas not us all right, one two three okay. most deaf and talib quali okay yeah no not a, we're fighting juan epstein at wrestlemania or or who was it uh we had a new opponent right <laughs> i forgot look there's there's a lot of matches on the table. I'm not signing anything until I see a bag. Okay, no, that's, that's, that ain't that the truth? Sick of big sick sexy of, wouldn't sick of fucking me my doing ass free for matches, nothing. Okay, yeah. No more free matches. All right. I can only have so many hot dogs and handshakes. Anyway, uh, just lose it. We definitely lost it. We, we lost it. it. We gained it back. No, no, no. no. We about lost. to gain it back. We had you to lose it in it. honor of the record. You lost it. All right. Oh, now I just lost it. You was rapping you too. You was. <laughs> you I was tried rapping. to save it, but it, it was it was ours. Okay. So we both lost it. <laughs> you know what it's we... like? You were running on a treadmill that was like at the highest speed, <laughs> and you eventually got thrown <laughs> off of it. And then I tried to jump on, but you know what it's like trying to jump on when it's already moving at that speed? Yeah. And I just got wrecked immediately. <laughs> of course, we're laying there sprawled out on the gym floor, and the thing is still running because no one's yeah, turned it off. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> it's so fast. It propels us to, like, we literally went, like, legs and ass first into the wall. <laughs> Add a couple uh, more weeks to that recovery. What was, um, didn't that happen to, to our girl Tay-Tay in that Apple music commercial? Didn't, well, wasn't she you know, on the treadmill? I'm, I'm of the belief that she had a stunt double for that. Oh, sure, for sure. But yeah. it did happen to her, quote-unquote, yeah. in the commercial. You dissed her for it. I did? Yeah, on uh, oh, I did. Bedpan. Why I do that? Well, I wasn't a Swifty yet. That's why I did it. Okay. 
speaking about shit I don't know about. See? That rap music gets you caught up. Anyway. Uh, this man was defending a, a fucking Nazi unknowingly. What? Oh, no. Oh, come on. No, stop it. Stop it. No, let's not get into the Kanye Taylor thing again. All right. Based on the information that was presented to us at the time, it seemed like Tay-Tay was a swindler. But what we really know is Kanye is a kamikaze madman. He can't be trusted. Well, no, kamikaze is the uh, album that came after Revival. (laughs) You you know what I'm saying, okay? Kanye will... madman on music to be murdered by side A and B. Oh, shit. See, you know... (laughs) Yeah, the fact that you even remember the track titles on on that <laughs> music to be murdered by that's not the one with the young M- ma song and everybody trying to act like she was a bad rapper madman i'm just saying he's he was a madman on there oh oh i thought it was this is the one unaccommodating featuring young ma listen it was a bad showcase for her okay she's All a right, great tell it to rapper. the judge okay She's a great was, rapper. They, so she, listen, this was me trying to tell. Listen, I don't know what happened with Frank Ocean at the Grammys. Okay, oh, not that again. Listen, tell it to the judge. All right, you only get one shot, one opportunity. It's fucking it was a damn screen. The legs on the screen. The were problem out of sync. is, is that certain people treat an appearance on an Eminem album like it's like a fucking house show appearance. I don't think she treated it like it was. I I think they set her up on the wrong record. That wasn't that wasn't her. That wasn't the right venue for her. You know, you know what happens with these Eminem beats. You know, any self-respecting rapper wouldn't touch him. But you don't want to seem to do okay. Who? Juice World. <sighs> okay. Anyway, you don't like um, that Godzilla? It's cute. It's it's cute. It's not peak Eminem. It's cute. It's not peak Eminem. Nothing is these <laughs> days, but, you know, it's still decent. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you want to move on? I mean, listen, we can't be here all night, can we? We definitely oh, wait, we can't. Are. Huh? Well, well, yeah, in the long run. But this particular record, this is a vortex of losing it. The longer you stay here, the more you lose, you know? I'm winning. <laughs> you know, it's funny right. i was re-listening to the uh what was it like the muddy waters and jesse like we're i'm like i'm dying on air mules is threatening to stop the match because i'm dying like i'm talking about my blood vessel is about to blow up <laughs> and, and jesse just out of nowhere winning <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's fucking money it was it was, it was money. at that point where like Budweiser was in like the early two thousands, it's been long enough that yeah. it's uh, it's funny to say now. You know? It's cycled back around. Yeah, it's, it's no really longer like passe. Yeah. Oh, shout out to Charlo Sheen. Okay. Nope. <laughs> no. Nope. Is nope. he still wilding? What is he? He never stopped. Oh, okay. Oh man! All right. Well, let's let's keep going. All right. I don't want to fucking lose it no more. All right. Track fourteen. Ass like that. Produced by Mike Elizondo and Doctor Dre. Well, there Dre. goes not wanting to lose it. No, no, we ain't gotta lose it. 
We got to grab it, that ass, okay? Remember the old meme, that ass, like rich boy biting his lip? Nope. You don't remember that? Nope. Oh, yeah, I guess you weren't hanging out in the places I was hanging out. And, you know, that 4chan yeah, no, shit. Anyway. Fucking 4chan, you're right. <laughs> Seven plus, okay? Mules and Mel Connect, what's going on over here? Well, we appreciate these goofy encore singles where most people no. don't. Look, there's nothing to play you here, archival-wise. Well, there is, actually, but to what I'm about to mention, the video of Dua Lipa rapping to ass like that proved to me that she's a real one. Yeah. Do we have that audio? I mean, you could look it up on YouTube and play it through the phone. There's not really much to play, you know? She's just rapping to it. Well, yeah, she is, right? They would have to see it. She's rapping the whole thing, like, word but for word. But she's rapping it like she's doing rap hands and everything. Yeah. She's doing the voices. Yeah. And I mean, listen, the voices. This is the one. This is the record. <laughs> oh, man. Listen. We start with that, like, snake charmer <laughs> type of music. And then we get into, like, what I'd call a midder, Middle Eastern head nodder of a beat. Who produces? Yeah. Uh, Mike Elizondo and Dr. Dre. Yo, this is like a, a like a cool beat for Dre to make at this time because he wasn't making beats that sounded like this. Yeah, I could be convinced this is Scott Storch. Actually, it almost oh. sounds more like something he would make around this time. The piano, but, man. yeah, the piano man. But listen, I am so amused by this record. Maybe peak amusement on the album with Eminem doing this triumph, the insult comic dog voice. He's doing the voice, but he's imitating R. Kelly. In the first verse, he's imitating Pee Wee Herman's movie theater incident in the second verse, still his triumph. And then the third verse, he's Michael Jackson on Neverland Ranch. And then he reveals that he's no longer triumph. He's actually Arnold. (laughs) You know, man, again, this is a record where if you don't have tolerance for it. Oh, I get it. The but... awkward phrasing in this particular song actually works for me. Like, you know, he says, uh, Estefani, will you be beyond me? <laughs> Stuff like that. Or Jessica Simpson, all that, uh... you know, it's awkward phrasing, but it's done all in the, you know, either the style of the triumph dog, you know, with the, I joke, I joke, I kid, I kid. He does that, you know, once he does some line stepping, he'll go right into that. And he's got some beef with this dog. Maybe, maybe it's a work. It was a, it was a rib, you know, I love that dog. Listen, we don't know about the truth if they're truly friends or not. I don't want to know. All right. They got their little thing going on. Eminem. It's almost like Eminem found the provocateur that was almost like sometimes getting him. In some gotcha moments. You, you know what this actually reminds me of? I know he's doing the triumph, the insult comic dog. Is that the full name? Yes. You know, but... Um, A late the night line... character, you know, like Robert Smeagol originally Who? conceived of this character. He was a writer, I think, on SNL and uh, Dana Carvey show and stuff like that. Okay, well... The the line in the song, you know, I, if I offend, I'm sorry. Please, please forgive. I'm trying to. 
I can get away with anything I say and you will love it because he's a mere puppet. It reminds me of, uh, who was the, the, oh boy, was it Jeff Foxworthy? That was running around with the, with the, with the, with oh, the wild no, races. you're thinking about, oh, Jeff Foxworthy? Yeah, who was the, the, I kill you, that, that thing, remember that? The, 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 the like, Al-Qaeda puppet? Qaeda, Qaeda? You know Maybe what I'm talking Jeff about. Foxworthy. I don't know. That was that, right? Whole, his big bit is, you know, you know you're a redneck when whatever. I thought that was Larry the Cable Guy. Or they both working the same gimmick. Oh, maybe they were working the same gimmick. Well, no, Larry the Get Her Done. That was Get Her yeah, Done. Yeah, that's right? he's Get Her Done. Okay. Je- Jeff Which Fox is more of a catchphrase than an actual gimmick, you know? Is it, no, maybe it wasn't Jeff. Who did the racist Taliban puppet? Who was that? Jeff Dunham. Oh, yeah. He's like a puppeteer comedian guy, right? Okay, wrong Jeff. Yeah, he, Ahmed the... The, the what is it the dead terrorist or something <laughs> like wild racist like when you really think about it but it's like you know oh well it's not me it's the puppet you know yeah, and I guess Eminem's whole thing is he's annoyed by the puppet because Eminem gets in trouble for doing a lot of stuff and he's a real man but the puppet seems to be able to get away with doing kind of the same shit and faces no consequences as a result of it right. But I feel like in making this song, and it fits in with this album, which is a big disappointment, he needs a new angle. He's already pushed the envelope so far. Him doing these voices, the man said, you know, I make R&B, I sing song, it go ring a chong, a ching chong. Like, well, he's wild races. You know, the, the R. Kelly Thoya Thoying song, if you don't remember. Well, yeah, that's what he's referring to. Right, but he sounds like he's doing a racist Asian caricature. for sure. But it's like, it's wild racist. We know he's on big drugs, but it's like he has to go somewhere he hasn't gone before. He's like begging to be stopped because he has to keep his heat up. Like, you know, like he's trying to, it feels like he's trying to go as wild as ever. Yeah, he wants to maybe, and again, like just lose it. People can say it was ineffective. That record got him in a lot of trouble. They were saying revoke his hood pass. Yeah, revoke his hood pass. Steve Harvey was pissed. Here he's like flirting with like pedophilia, you know, but in, you know, lampooning R. Kelly and all these people. Right. Like he's talking about peeing on. But he's talking about, he's watching a Mary Kay and Ashley movie. And (laughs) yeah, there's a lot of like statutory talk on here about, you know, Hillary Duff. Right. She's not old enough. Not quite old enough. So I've never seen a butt like butt that. Like that. You know? Maybe next year I'll say ass and she'll make my pee-pee go. You know? Like, he's trying to t- t- see where he can push it now, you know? Like, and this is crazy to think. This is on a single. Like, imagine it's dropping these days. And it was better received you know? than Just Lose It, actually. Was it? I, listen, Dua Lipa's rapping every word. I think I remember like people having a fondness for this record. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, in a way that they didn't. I don't know what it was, but like maybe this should have been the lead goofy single. Maybe, maybe, maybe it would have done better. I mean, like, Michael Jackson still would have gotten pissed. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, this, this. Hey, did he lie about R. Kelly? No. Was Michael Jackson all the way on the up and up? Doesn't seem so. You know? 
It's all right. He's still sleeping in beds with little kids. I mean, I don't care if he wasn't touching him. Isn't that kind of weird? Would you sleep in a bed with a little kid? Don't answer that, no. Oh, come on. Don't do me like that. All right. <laughs> and we anyway. know about Pee Wee Herman, okay? He was in that theater fucking pushing pee. He was pushing pee in the theater. I would never do that. In a porno I need... theater, he wasn't in watching a Mary Kate Nashley movie. Yeah, but that's the you know situation Eminem is describing on here. I just, you know, what is good taste? You know. <laughs> Well, for a lot of people, it's not this record because he's <laughs> doing the, you know, like I, I, I feel bad imitating it, which like makes me like Dua Lipa probably shouldn't have been singing along to this song in the modern day. But it's like, you know, it it is amusing, though, you know, like it, it's it's amusing. This is why, folks, you actually have to picture it actually happening when well, the police are running like you know like it's not i'm just sorry mr officer happening. and all that picture eminem in the booth doing all of this i mean yeah you can picture that too but i mean like these scenarios like imagine him making these excuses to a real life officer like you wouldn't find that amusing this is comedy not that damn skit you were talking about earlier to me yeah, this is, is comedy too you know a lot of these silly records the verses are are pretty you know High level shit, comedy wise. <laughs> but I get it, you know. For people, especially these days, I mean, the sensitivity and you know the disposition of many people. Oh no, enjoy. we're not talking that people are too sensitive. Talk now, are we? They don't. They, they wouldn't enjoy this, you know. But the people who grew up with ass like that, we all appreciate it. All right, we we know we come from a time where it was okay to laugh, you know. <laughs> Where's that drop Jesse always plays? What, does anybody remember laughter? Yes. <laughs> Let me see. I mean, I, uh, I approve the drop. Does anybody remember laughter? Yeah, I'm not saying that, like, statutory is funny, but it's funny Eminem's to hear him a, say. Eminem's not a pedophile. He's not. As far as we know. You gotta laugh at what do you mean, freeze? My computers will be seized. <laughs> okay. Like, you know, it's funny. It's funny. Okay. You know? Look, I'm gotta... a big brain this. He knows you're not amused. He's literally, like, in the verses, like, incorporating the saying, way you would tro- be is angry. Tr- essentially saying, like, he's trolling the audience? Not is even this no, a I'm just saying the audience is what you're trying to say. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like the actual verses are accounting for the fact that like you're angry with him and like wish he'd shut up. He's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm... It's as he's digging himself into a hole. Like that's what's funny about it. <laughs> you know, like he's like apologetic and like running away, and it's like he knows he's getting on your nerves, but it's like, it, it, look, man. If you don't like the record people, you don't like the racist caricatures, I understand. Okay? You don't find preying on underage girls to be funny. I don't think that's funny. I think I think the lyrics are funny. Okay? I think the voice is funny. I think the approach was funny. And we know Eminem is not a dumb guy. He's a smart guy. He keeps reminding you it's it's commentary. Like, oh, because like you let this puppet say this stuff because it's a puppet. No one has a problem. But everybody has a problem with me, 
you know? So, seven plus, okay? I'm still amused. In 2023, I'm amused. If you're not, I respect it. It's fine. It's whatever, okay? You know what? You know, no, I'm sick of being nice to these niggas. If you don't like the record, you're as tired as Dr. Dre at the end. Where he's, you know, that he always has Dre working this like "fuck is wrong with you" gimmick. It's like you, you, you know, at this point, he's a nutcase. Like, so you showing up like trying to be like the the the, the proxy for the audience. It doesn't, it doesn't even hit anymore. Right? He's he's you trying know? to be the straight man, and you know, it's not hitting like it used to on the first two albums. Right. We know he's insane, and so if you're taken aback by, we know that you're not actually disproving of this because you're dr dre if there's really a problem here it's not coming out you know you know at this point like yeah you can blur the lines between reality and kayfabe on the first album even the second one maybe even the third but we're on the fourth album now we don't need dre to show up man you crazy white boy like we get it (laughs) okay like this is what he does so we don't need you to be that that role and for people who don't like that, just just lose it and you know, just like that, just lose it and ass like that. You, you're you're as tired and played out as fucking Dr. Dre. Okay, what did Dr. Dre do? He showed up on this record, being stale. He was, he was okay? asked to. Well, I, I guess it is his request yeah, right. to do this. Can I get my straight man role again? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, no, Eminem definitely probably asked him to do it. Yo, Dre, I need you to make me look like the crazy white boy again. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I guess this is Eminem's fault. <laughs> All right. Dre, don't assume Dre wants to do anything. <laughs> Dre just wants to sit in his house tinkering with. Uh... Dre just wants to mix, okay? He wants to mix Marvin Gaye stems. Right. That he's yeah. never going to do anything with. <laughs> Just fuck it. Just like start playing around with a bunch of I want you stems for a couple hours. That's what he wants you, to do. You know, he how wants actually, to make songs that we're never going to get. That's what he wants to make. He's you know how actually unhinged it is, though, to like for your hobby to be mixing records that no one will ever hear. Like you, you just like you literally enjoy mixing so much that you do it for fun, but like no one ever hears. The fruits he only, of the, listen, the fruits he only of your produces life. and engineer or he only produces and raps so he can engineer. <laughs> it's like fuck it. I I like I'm not waiting for people to be sending me beats. I'm gonna get beats made myself or bring in people to make beats for me, and then I'm just gonna mix them. So I can I mean, add myself as a co producer and never put the beat out. <laughs> mixing can be fun. It's like a puzzle, but like I'll be honest with you. I'm not mixing to then just file it away. Like, oh, it's he's not, not that fun away either. He's gonna have to go back to it at some point, right? Because he keeps messing with it, right? So it's like I'm I could never. That's why, like, all the beats on Compton were like so overdone, and there's so much. <laughs> like, think about like Deep Water with Kendrick. Like, there's so much going on there. That's got to be the product of like making a beat over several years and doing like 30 different mixes on it. It just sounds so big and like overdone at that point, you know? 
Yeah. So when it ceases to be music, it's just like a science project. You know? Yeah. Anyway. You got anything else to say about uh, ass like that? Yeah. Uh, chorus is actually fucking money. It is. Like, it is. I've had a lot of smoke for the choruses on this album tonight, and this is a good chorus. Look, if, the, if, the, if, you, if you're out there and you're a boring piece of shit, okay, you don't like the chorus. But this is, you know, if you want to unlock the chorus, you might have to just look up some of that, like, Rule 34 and get in a real frisky mood for something that you shouldn't be, you know, doing, 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 ing over, you know? Like, don't act like you've never, you know, popped a stiffy, <laughs> all right, over some, some shit, you know? like That's, that's going to come with a fine. I'm just letting you know. What? Pop a stiffy. <laughs> what? How was that a fine? It's a $50 fine. Who am I paying $50 to? The Rad Bureau. Fuck the Rad Bureau, okay? Uh, They're not getting none of my money, okay? Fuck out of here. Listen, go to that. Uh, where's my site at? They still around? Yeah, okay. No, nobody go to- wants to watch cartoon porn, okay? Stop being like my Look, weird friend who tried to get me to sign up for the site for him. And when I saw it was on there, I refused. It's it's not my prefer. I, bro, I can probably count on one hand, my fat hand. How many times I've finished? Not since I was like 14, bro. Like it's not, but it's interesting and entertaining to look at. I can't, I can't like actually genuinely commit the act to it. Okay. But listen, Simpsons porn is ungodly. Classic, classic stuff. Ungodly. No, it's classic. That family guy, Dragon Ball Z. See, you, you, you wasn't there. Okay. You wasn't no, there. I was there, and I was asked <laughs> if I could be the proxy for it, and I said, absolutely not. <laughs> not this. Pick a if real you porn site. wasn't looking up Goku fucking Chi-Chi and Vegeta fucking Boma, you just, you wasn't alive, all right? No, <laughs> now, I was in a penis fucking vagina, not no Vegeta, okay? Yeah. <laughs> uh, like I said, it doesn't, it's not something that I seriously, you know, it doesn't get me going these days, but like, it's nice to look at, oh, look at these freaks, like what they drew, you know, it's interesting and entertaining, okay? Where's LeVar Ball? All right, no, I'm not going to see interesting and entertaining are the photoshops of like, Big Show with his dick out. Those are funny. No, no, those are, those are strange. Okay. Those are strange. Those are but, strange. But cartoons fucking each other is something you've nutted to at least once. Man, is something inter- hey, interesting and entertaining. Not since I was like 14. Okay. You know what that means, folks. Not since he was 28. That's not, no. Okay. I'm he 29 in, now. He's, he probably subtracted the years he was in Wankin. You know what? I'm going to keep it real. I was in this very room, and I believe it was Simpsons porn. <laughs> okay, and you I had my back. To the Simpsons. I, I had my back up against the door because there was no lock. <laughs> so it's like, Never talk, even... listen, I'm I'm not talking Simpsons with you. All right, <laughs> don't tell me where you think the show got bad. 
Don't talk to me about none of that. All right? A real Simpson <laughs> head would never... You don't nut in certain shirts for these sorts of reasons, and you nut on one of the greatest things America has ever produced? Bro, they ain't so sacred that I can't get a nut off, okay? Was it at least the modern-day versions of them? Or I mean, was it the this classic was like, This animation? was like 07, so, I oh, mean... Oh, boy, we're... Listen... What? That wasn't classic Simpsons era? Well, no, but I'm sure, you know, the art was based on that style of them. Yeah. Look, man. What the fuck did they ever do to you? I don't know, but I know what they did for me. Alright? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. You had the nerve to shit on that Simpsons dance routine. <laughs> <laughs> Well, listen, that's that's truly ungodly. That weird dance routine where those people were dressed like the Simpsons. Okay, that's I way take worse. That over Simpsons porn. Look, if you don't want to see Bart fucking Lisa, mo for me, all right? No, I don't want to see Bart fucking Lisa, okay? Those all are my right. friends. Those are my family. They're also children, so. <laughs> and, and that, right, and that's my point. Like, I'm not looking at that now, you know? When I was a kid, it was like, damn. You know, <laughs> but not now. Now, if you want to talk like the cartoon stuff that I most recently, we don't know. We don't need to talk ratings out now. Okay, we don't need to talk about this. We don't need no. We need to keep going with this review. All right, we got to get out of here. Okay, you want to move on? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. We need to track fifteen. Spend some time. Okay, talking about encore, not rule thirty-four. Featuring Obi Trice, Stat, Stat Quo, and 50 Cent. Uh, produced by Louise Resto and Eminem. Hopefully we don't uh, have to spend too much time on this one. I don't think we will. I don't want to spend too much time here. Flat six. A six plus. Yep, I've officially turned on the on the general. Look at you. Look at this. Look at, oh, the betrayal. Okay. You wanted me to hit you with a chair, Mel. <laughs> All right, Sami Zayn, okay. I guess Good I should be it. touched that if 50 Cent asked you to hit me with a chair, you wouldn't do it. I'd hit 50. Right. What the hell? Sorry, Fifth. That's an okay. unreasonable request, my man. <laughs> you know, and then I turned to Tony Ayo and Lloyd Banks and I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. And they just start beating my ass, you know? Yayo would definitely be the one that would hit you with a new age super kick. You no, know? you know what? Yayo is the Jey Uso because, you know, he hugged me and everything. So, like, he But I feel like he'd ride for 50 more. So, it's That's like. That's true. It is it, based on the It would probably be like Buck Banks. or something. No, or I'd Banks. say Bank, ain't no Buck, okay? He doesn't even exist. <laughs> Right. No, Banks, because he's like the contemplative one. And, you know, you know him and 50 had a fallen out for a little while. Right. So he yeah. has Banks, you know, he rolls out. He's not willing to do it. But Yayo, he fucking, I thought we were boys, but he fucking, <laughs> he beats my ass. You know, beats up Mel. Yeah. Hopefully there's some, you know, future where I could become a G-Unit soldier again. But look, this isn't necessarily 50 Cent's fault. Although, you know, he has the last verse on here. It's already too little too late by the time he shows up. And he tells a story that's clearly a lie. <laughs> He's like, her name was Tanya. M introduced me to her. I'm like, all right, listen. This is so fake. 
Fifty is not being introduced to women by Eminem. Okay? Yeah, he doesn't need Eminem to put him on with women. If anything, Eminem would probably need fifty. You know, this but... is where I'm at with it. This really isn't Fifty's fault. He just didn't save the record. It's the fact that I have no use for this record, and you know, I noted here okay, we're officially not allowed to have fun anymore after that one, meaning ass like that. We're back to, like, serious, dark, brooding style. And M has so many better records than this one. You know, like, this is the breakup kind of fuck-off record to the, you know, X's and... Listen, Obi has the first verse. It's cool. No, it ain't. I knew I was done from the moment he said penis. Oh, Even though my penis was deep down in your hole. It's like, yeah, this well, listen, is Well, listen, this is what the song is. He's doing what was asked of him on the record. You know, the... Spend some time with me. Oh, speaking of Dina Ray singing on there, uh, to borrow a quote from uh, my man Philip, whenever somebody's singing horribly, uh, I had to ask, is, is that me? <laughs> okay, singing. Some time with me. Sounds like some of my bad demos. Okay, like I don't know why it sounds so thin too. It's like what? What is this? Oh, what is and, this mix? You know, the whole thing with Dina Ray. She's always on track fifteen for some reason. Dude, is that a Dude, thing? Seriously, look up what track Superman is, and you know the other record she's on on uh, what is she on? Drug ballad <sighs> on. Marshall Mathers. They were like all track 15. Well, listen, great gimmick, this is, but this is the worst Dina Ray by far. Yeah. All right. If I got to ask if that's me singing, you're not in good shape. Okay. Stat quo yeah. has the uh, second verse on the song, right? Or no, M has the second verse on the song. Yeah. And again, like technique wise, he's all right, but he's done a lot better in this particular vein of record and subject matter already before you know and he's in it he's in his cum guzzling whore bag okay we know uh, about listen, this already it, it's it gets worse than this on this album unfortunately in that bag yeah it does we don't need that from you and it stop being mean to these to these women Eminem, or the same woman really you know enough okay after and Kim think, it's like know, enough anything, you, that's the one that's the peak at this point in his career, he had done a lot of records like this, and they're pretty much all better. And the majority of the records like this he'd go on to do after this are, like, worse than this one. So this is, like, just, we don't need this. No one needs this. No more toxic Trailer Park relationship records. No more. Okay? We can move on whenever you're ready, because I have really not much to say other than that. Oh, Only as other... a sample, if you want to play. Oh, Okay. Let's see. Uh, this is uh, this. Spooky Tooth is the name Spooky of the artist. Spooky Tooth? Yeah, Spooky Tooth. Uh, Self-Seeking Man is the name of the record. This is a band? I guess. Like a, I don't know. I don't know. Well, money name. Money stage name. If it's a person or a group of people. Spooky Tooth is great. All right, here we go.
there's any justice in the world Then there's something I gotta say For all the fools who fend for themselves For you to die in day I've been down out of my money and wealth And I'm sitting right on square one Trying to get my head this is what he interpolated at the beginning of the record. Yeah, the sung portion up top, which I don't like, by the way. Okay. So I, I, I actually sample, I liked part. it better on the sample. It kind of worked better there. Okay. I'm well, not having a good time anymore, which sucks because <laughs> I was. You were. Well, you just wear a track ago. You know? Yeah, but I was having a good time, and now it's like mean and serious again. Yeah, um, I actually like the beat. The beat deserved better than this topic. You know, I feel like the beat could have squeezed at least a seven plus. You know, out of you know, the beat was kind of moody. It was like you know, yeah. the kind of beat that gives the potential for like a lot of different type of records it didn't have to be about this it wasn't it wasn't a sample or a beat that's necessarily calling out for you to rap about this stuff not to mention you cover this on puke you cover this on a bonus track we're going to talk about later like enough already with this that's what i've been saying okay we get it you're uh let it out let it out you know <laughs> oh man it's oh, just right. starting. This is just starting to feel like the wacker diet version of fucking Eminem show now. Yeah, you know, no more scorned man records, please. Can I just have fun? Can you just do voices and you know talk about things you're not allowed to talk about? All right, all right. Uh, only other note I have is a uh, stat quote talking about. Uh, but you was different, thought we shared a covenant, even held your hand in public. Rappers always want to rhyme about a damn covenant. Nobody says that in real life, okay? Nobody says covenant in real life, all right? He you're, is, you're in a relationship. Easily, easily the know? worst verse on the song, but that's neither here nor there. <sighs> yeah, anyway. Uh, you want to move on? Sure. Track 16, Mockingbird. Produced by Louise Resto and Eminem. Oh, man. Eight minus. Six plus. Piece of shit wolves. Drunk again. What do you give Haley's song? Oh, I'm, listen. Let me let me tell you, because I remember that was a standout. All right, hold on. Season one. Eminem show. Haley's song. Flat eight. What'd I give it? Nine minus. Okay. I really like that song. You love it. You know. That's right. Uh, oh, fuck. We we were so caught up in ass like that, I forgot to play the live version. It's oh, too late. Uh... <laughs> we're in Mockingbird. We can't play ass like that live version. Okay? <laughs> it's the worst possible song in the whole album to play that. <laughs> Just envision it. He does the voices live. It was actually, like, an entertaining performance. I see. You're worse off for not hearing it, but then again, I think you'll live. Okay. But but y'all definitely had to hear niggas lose it. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. They did. But, look, I I love Haley's song 
you know, but that first and foremost is built upon original music. And even if it wasn't right, like I love just the two of us as we discussed back in season nine during our big Willie style review, 10, you know, 10 out of 10. I mean, the fucking original record by Bill Withers might also be a 10, but you know, to me, what did I give that one? Eight, probably plus nine minus. Uh, just Flat the eight. two of us. You gave it a uh, let's see, season nine. Just two of us. Uh, eight plus. Eight plus. Okay. So, I mean, that being like a non-original record, in a sense, didn't hurt that song from also being really good to me, right? So it's not like, oh, the reason I like Haley's song or love Haley's song and the reason why I don't like this is because it's original music. That's not just it. There's more to it than that. All right? It's not that Big Willie style, uh, just the two of us, has a fucking Bill Withers sample on it. This is a nursery rhyme for children. For his daughter and his niece... I'm sure this record's a 10 and I totally respect and appreciate that. But like, bro, when this song came out, I was a senior in high school and I'm already like not a big fan of M's more like maudlin and saccharine records. He's doing the fucking hush little baby nursery rhyme. It's in the uh, archival audio, by the way, if people have never heard this somehow, I mean, everybody does at one point, right? Like, people sing it to babies i don't think my my parents ever sang this one okay i got like twinkle twinkle little star and but not 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 this one uh hush little baby uh from uh, is this just like a rendition of it like uh this may be the original at least recorded rendition of it by bernice hayes it's like 1930 something yeah bernice haynes southern mosaic Hush, little baby. Oh, is this one in Flack Files? Might be Flack. It's a... Uh, I think it's a Flack. It's a Flacker. Well, hey, we can play them. Alright, so, here we go. Hush, little baby, don't you cry. I'm gonna buy you a diamond ring. If that diamond ring don't fit, mama gonna whoop your little tit. Hush, little baby, don't you cry. Mama gonna buy you a diamond ring. If that diamond ring don't fit, Mama gonna whoop your little kid. Hush, little baby, don't you cry. Mama gonna buy you a mockingbird. If that mockingbird don't sing, Mama gonna whip your bum bum. Wait a second. This isn't for babies. This is about what happened to Drew Millard when Troy Ave showed up that day. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, okay. First of all, I'm going to give that Skinamarink ass recording (laughs) an 8 minus. Okay, same rating as this song. That was money. Bernice, you snapped. You snapped, okay? Um, that was some good static. I don't know about that you, was, but that was some. That was full and static. Thick. Yeah, that be, was like. I, I might be a flacker now. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> oh, 
for classic recordings only. It might have been that flat. That sounded like some real flack. That that popping and crackling was like that was some good man. That's some ASM. I might just like go to sleep with that. That was some that was some good shit. I should have baby, don't you cry. Oh, that's gonna be scary. <laughs> Listening to that. Oh man, yeah, Slow I told it down. you. Oh brother. <laughs> well, you know what? Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on, because you know, here's the thing. Uh, you can load flack files into FL Studio, okay? In this house. No! Oh my god. Bro, I wish you hadn't have said that. That scared the shit out of me. Legitimately. I wish you I wish you hadn't have done that. That might have just ruined my night. <laughs> okay. In this house. Stop saying that, bro. That movie is scary. Okay? Don't do that to me. I gotta sleep tonight. <laughs> okay. I'm going back to work tomorrow. If I don't sleep, don't do- Oh my God. All right. <sighs> Folks, if you haven't seen Cinema Rink, check it out. It's it's one of those movies that, yeah, it's clearly not for everybody, but I feel it will make you feel something. All right. Jesus. Anyway, uh oh yeah, I was slowing down the static. Anyway, while while the static is slowing down, um Static Selector. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, static selector, okay? This is this is uh this is some, some premium static. Um this record, I mean, okay. You've had oh, look, enough of It's not I've had enough. It's that like number one, he's doing a nursery rhyme for a nine year old, which she's a bit too old to be hearing hush little baby at that point, but I get it, you know? You're her dad. I'm not interfering in your relationship with your daughter. And, you know, six plus, because I can obviously hear like his investment in the material. He delivers one of the more confident performances on the album as a result. Although like it really treads into like corny Eminem record territory with how it ends. Like it almost comes off as not that sincere in the end. Uh, you know, <laughs> is literally the last thing you hear. He's trying to make his daughter laugh, you know. Well, then fucking tell her to go two tracks back. <laughs> That's not suitable for her young ears. Okay. All right, then three tracks. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, by the way, here's here's uh Bernice. Slow down. All right, we need this. In this house. Stop it, man! Hush, little baby, don't you cry, Mama gonna. Oh, I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have put the uh the the stretch on it. She gotta get the. I gotta turn her into the voice. The voice, yeah. Yeah, they need the voice. Okay, hold on. <laughs> that was studio. All right. In the Mockingbird review, I mean, I guess it's the only place to do it. It's the only place. It's the only yeah, place, okay? Like, I'm not mad at this, other than how it kind of, for me, comes apart in the end as far as the seriousness of everything. Also, I don't think it falls apart at the end. It's also, like, bad sequencing, in my mind, to stick this record in between like maybe two of the 
most misogynistic records on the album. That I agree with you on. Very weird placement on the album. I mean, like we're almost in like hell yeah fucking right coming right after look what you've done territory now. <laughs> right, and as a album experience, it's kind of jarring to go from spend some time into Mockingbird and then right back into Crazy in Love. It's like, okay, the whiplash from that might have given me a second concussion now. <laughs> well, um... Where's the F word for gay people? I haven't heard it that much. You know what? We haven't. We haven't even... I think I hit the, the blanket, blanket Triple H in part one, but it's not even needed? I don't really hear it on this thing. I've been listening to this album all well, longer than a week I now think he probably stopped saying it at this point. I, I don't know. Yeah, he hasn't said it. He's definitely not dropped, like, the violent misogyny, but the F word for gay people, Triple H, is, like, not here. That's crazy. Nice, yeah, nice, nice uh, catch. Well, hey, I mean, that's not a problem. Shout out to all my gay niggas. You know? Wow. Well, that's one thing that's not disappointing about this album, you know? He didn't, he didn't put no, no homophobia in it. At least there was definitely some f words on Eminem's show, if I recall. Yeah, I think so. And then, of course, on Marshall Mathers, we just did a blanket drop for that one. Right. Well, we did a blanket drop for this one too, but I guess it wasn't needed. Uh, wow. Do you redact the the thing? No, he still has to pay for his previous sins. He'll always get a blanket drop, no matter what the album is, because we know how it was once prolific. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm trying to be a good ally, okay? Uh, but yeah, this one just never really all the way did it for me. Uh, we have the live version whenever you want to play it. And uh, of course, I'd like to know why you go 8 minus on this. Because I know as a child you liked this song. And you were younger than me when it came out. But why now? Why still 8 minus to this day? Uh, I will explain shortly, but. Uh... We know you're the diary rap man. You know, you love a good tabloid rap. Yeah, I do. (laughs) That is true. And uh, this is that. But uh, yeah, here's the live version of uh, Mockingbird. Yeah, I know sometimes things may not always make sense to you right now. But what daddy always tell you? Straighten up, little soldier. Stiffen up that upper lip. What you crying about? Got me. Ailey, I know you miss your mom, and I know you miss your dad, but I'm gone. But I'm trying to give you the light that I never had. I can see you sad, even when you smile, even when you laugh. I can see it in your eyes. Deep inside, you want to cry, because you're scared. I ain't there. Daddy's with you in your prayers. No more crying. Wipe them tears. Daddy's here. No more nightmares. We gon' pull together through it. We gon' do it. Man, uncle's crazy, ain't he? Yeah, but he loves you, girl, and you better know it. What we got in this world, when it spins, when it swirls, when it whirls, when it twirls. Two little beautiful girls looking puzzled in it. I know it's confusing you, daddy's always on the move, mama's always on the news I try to keep you sheltered from it, but somehow it seems The harder that I try to do that, the more it backfires me All the things growing up as daddy that he had to see Daddy don't want you to see, but you see just as much as he did not I mean, you heard his voice cracking at the beginning, you know It's an emotional record, man 
it is. Um, oh, by and the way, I get he, why he's doing the whole nursery rhyme thing, even though, like I said, nine years old is a little old for hushed little baby. Don't you cry. Um, I don't like it because I was 17 when it came out and I'm 35 now and I don't want to hear hush little baby. I feel like mules might need to have a little mules or mules that for this song to unlock. Okay. <laughs> little mules at <laughs> crazy. Um, yeah. Well, before I explain why this is a record that I like a lot, uh, it's hot out the oven. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> uh, slow down, hush. Here we go. It's not. Yeah, I thought it'd be scary. Now I'm just laughing at it. It was scarier in normal speed. <laughs> Anyway, there you go. <clears throat> I guess I will slow it down and get that that good static without being afraid. But um, yeah, listen, Mockingbird. The first this is couple the seconds sound like a damn Apollo Brown beat. Oh shit! I know that guy. Mel is rat. Apollo Brown. Yeah. I was I was about to be like, who? I know Apollo Cruz, but I knew who he was, so I couldn't do it. But you don't know who Apollo Cruz is. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah listen this is uh this record is a uh north carolina classic for me because that's where i was when it hit radio as a single mm-hmm. um now, this is grade, a generally well-liked record by people like yeah. the public embraced this record for sure you heard the pop it got when he started rapping that's right you know because because uh everybody was moved by this emotional record not, including not me. me. <laughs> that caught me off guard. Okay. Um, yeah, listen. Um, I, obviously, I'm, I'm moved to the fucking bathroom, to the kitchen, to anywhere I can to get away from this record playing. No, stop it. Stop it. All right. Um, obviously I'm not rating it as my 11 year old self from 29, but it still holds up. Obviously I'm not racist, but no, I hope it's obvious, but it might not be. I don't know. Uh, yeah, listen, um, at the time this came out, uh, I was in the midst of some family drama of my own that wouldn't really start to get, uh, resolved for like another year or so. So, this kind of hit me at a time where, you know, I've always loved his emo brooding records. You know, Cleaning Out My Closet was a hit yeah, that's, in my that's book when I was on Eminem, I would say. Yeah, yeah, we do historically. But, you know, this is in the vein of those records I like from him. And so but I love Haley's song, you know? Yeah, but I mean, you tend to be a guy when you've had your fill of it. It's like, all right, <laughs> enough. You did it already. Right. And I'm now like, go back hey, to being funny and you know, stacking your words basically. Oh shit. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm just like, Hey, I mean, Haley's growing up. We got to update the, the song. You I know? don't care about her. I gotta be <laughs> oh honest. Oh my God. I really, uh, <clears throat> I mean, it's not my problem, you know? Uh, fair enough. But like, I hate this kind of shit. Like the fucking, like 
here's what's going on with the kid this year. It's like, we didn't ask for the record. We want songs. And well, at you know this point, maybe we kind of did ask because we responded so positively to him telling us about Haley, his whole Why career up until this point. Why can't he just give her this record in private? Because he knows somebody else might be able to use it. Like like little seven, or seventh grade male, you know? No, because if it wasn't this, you would have found something else. I don't know. I was still only listening to radio rap at the time, and Eminem was maybe one of my only reliable sources for emo rap on the radio. You know? So, I don't know. But, yeah. This is, uh... It always hit me in a place, because, yeah, I was living with my dad and my stepmom at the time. I was no longer in Peoria. Like I said, it was some family drama, so it's just like, I know you miss your mom. I know you miss your dad. Like, it wasn't my mom and dad per se but it's like i was missing family um the lines that always kind of get me sometimes i crack it's like i can see you're sad even when you smile even when you laugh i can see it in your eyes deep inside you want to cry because you know i'm obviously i'm not a parent but like my dad is and i think he's a darn good one and i i feel like he can always sense that you know sometimes when i'm you know putting on a front you know, it's like, I don't actually feel great, but I'm just holding it together. Yeah, but you that's know? your dad. This is Eminem. He's not your dad. <laughs> yeah, and he has the same sense because he's a good Why do you dad. need Eminem to tell you something your dad already told you? Well, no, I'm speaking from, from like adult me now. Like, I think that's very profound, you know, and poignant. You know, at the, at the time, those lines didn't really do much for me other than being like, yeah, deep inside, so I do want to They stick out to you now more. <clears throat> yeah. I was busy wanting to cry in seventh grade. Look, I wasn't really thinking about my dad. Marks confirmed. Okay. Yes. But yeah. look, this is just, it's, it's child's play. Why are we singing nursery rhymes to nine year olds, let alone 18 <sighs> year olds, 17 year olds, 35 year olds. I didn't know. There's more than nursery man. rhymes. Okay. <laughs> As a matter of fact, verse two, perfect verse alert. Okay. When he's walking him through, like I said, he has a good performance on this song. I'm going to give him that. When he's breaking down his struggle years, and this really hit me this week, these past couple weeks at 29, because I feel this way. I don't have a kid, but he's like, you know, it hurts. Like I'm like looking at my mommy wrapped the Christmas presents up and stuck them under the tree and says some of them were for me because daddy couldn't buy them. I'll never forget that Christmas. I sat up the whole night crying because daddy felt like a bum. I'm sorry. Give me a second. Okay. <laughs> Just give me a second because I feel like a fucking bum, you know, and I know what it's like to want to do more for your family and friends and you just can't seem to fucking get a foothold in your own life. You can't get ahead, you know, and again, these are lines that didn't mean as really anything to me. Then I just like the record. Drake doesn't have a single line that makes Mel choke up like that. Um, I don't know why we're talking about Drake, but he ain't got no tens, but he's got some lines that have choked me up before. Like I've talked about on the show, Drake is not a crying artist to me. I don't know why that meme became a thing. I don't listen to Drake to cry. I listen to Drake because he makes me feel you like a LFO to cry. fucking loser. <laughs> yeah, I listen to LFO and MOP to cry. Alright. I listen to live renditions of uh, May I Have This Dance by Francis and the Lights. And I want to cry. But yeah, nah, it's just <clears throat> it's just it's it's 
where it was just an emo record where it reminded me that I was I had family beef that I wish wasn't around when I was like eleven. You know, I'm I'm relating to him talking about his issues with uh, I mean, because my parents were divorced, so like I connected to that and, and all of that. You know, like your mom's not around and all that. But now, like as an adult, I'm like, yeah, I know what it's like to feel like a bum and be ashamed and just you know. So it still holds up for different reasons. Um, what do you give? Mess you made by Sean Price. Uh, I gave that a. Let me see. Jesus Christ, superstar. Uh, flat eight. See? I like him more. Yeah, like him so more. do I. <laughs> so I you try to catch record. me at something. I don't you need this record. No, I'm saying I don't need this record about being a bum. I got better oh, records about my. being a bum. Okay, all right. Um, my only real see, note. Do you see what I see in the record, at least? No, I do. I that do makes absolutely me feel like yeah, this is in line with the stuff from him. That's not really in my bag. I understand. I don't but think it's you know bad the... per se. You know, if it was bad, I'd give it a four. All right, but it, it's just not my. It's really not my thing. I I think he gets some points for you know this being one of the records where he sounds engaged. He doesn't sound engaged on every record on this album. All right. You know, and I mean, yeah, I appreciate that, too. It sounds like a song he wants to make. He's invested in making. It comes across in the performance. Um, my only other real note is uh, I actually love the final chorus where he flips it and adds the classic like Eminem twisted sense of humor, the aggression, break the birdie's neck and. You know, don't fuck with dad and all that. Like, uh, yeah, classic giving him. You know, I thought we were throwing up the white flag, dad. <sighs> Listen, it's about his daughter. We know this about him. When you bring his daughter into it, all right. But anyway, uh, as a kid, I always liked the ending too because it was like my cue on the radio. It's like, okay, here it is. It's the song's about to end. You know, like. Yeah, it, and, and and lastly, as it felt comforting because, like I said, Eminem at that point was a voice I'd grown up with. I have video footage of me um, walking around, oh, about, hi, right. my name is, hi, my name is, at like five years old, you know? So yeah, I've like, seen it, I've seen it. You've seen it, okay? It's real. You've seen it. It's, it's real footage, all right? But um, hearing like another song to add to the collection of like emo singles was comforting you know i I almost can't believe this is on the radio it's a little it feels like a little too it's like i always say about eminem got a pass it's like i always point at like you know cleaning out my closet was once on the radio yeah it was mockingbird you know and i don't know maybe it's white privilege i don't know or maybe he's that's fucking fucking white privilege all right he's sucking (laughs) the energy out of the room we were having fun all right. Well, I always appreciated that because that was like it Play always that felt like, like that live version. Fuck it. All right, we can't be. <laughs> this we can't man be leaving. Can't take the, the tenderness of Mockingbird. Now he's got to bring that. This man is singing. It's because we're about to have to deal with Crazy in Love. He's not even taking it seriously enough. Oh, all right, fine. Here we go. This is just fuck Haley, I guess. <laughs> I didn't say <laughs> that. You said that. You you said it in so many words. All right. Uh, no, I said it in no words because I don't believe that. <laughs> Okay, here we go. Wait, didn't you literally say, I don't care about her? I don't. <laughs> Why should I? Does she care about me? <laughs> what the hell? We don't know each other. Like, 
she's an artist that I like. She's practically family. We grew up with her, and hey, she's a fellow uh, podcaster now, okay? Oh, she's a podcaster? She's a podcaster. She is. Oh, wow. She's got a pod. What's it called? Haley. I'm going to say Haley Eminem. That's not her last name. (laughs) Haley Jade (laughs) Podcast. Um, Yeah, Just a Little Shady Podcast. Oh, Just a Little Shady. I like that. That's cute. You know? Yeah, shout out to Haley. You know? All right, listen. I, I just I don't care because it would be weird for me to care. That's like that parasocial celebrity relationship. I'm not saying you got to be like a Haley Stan. I love Haley's song. Like, okay. Yeah. You know. Listen, if I ever met Haley, I'd say, "Big fan of your dad. Pleasure to meet you. He seems like you know he's talked a lot about you over the years." Haley, I've heard a lot is, about you. Haley's yeah. song is fucking magnifique. That Mockingbird, though, like, do you think Nine was a little old for the fucking Hush Little Baby? Oh, my God. All right. Anyway. We'll get slapped by Haley. <laughs> that's a come up. That's a, that's a better than the Uber grift, honestly. Oh, brother. Okay. Uh, here's what you requested. All right. Ask like that live. The way you shake it, I can't believe it. I ain't never seen a dance like that. The way you move it, you make my sneaky go. I don't believe it, it's almost too good to be true. I ain't never seen a dance like that. The way you move it, you make my sneaky go. The way she moves, she's like a ballet dancer She's shaking that ass to the new Nelly jams I think someone's at the door, but I don't think I'm my answer Police saying freeze! Doing, doing, doing. What do you mean, freeze? Please, I'm a human being, I have needs, I'm not done Not till I'm finished being I am not resisting arrest I am agreeing, Mr. Officer I'm already on my knees I can't get on the ground any further It's impossible for me Do not treat me like a murderer I just like to be, be, be Yes, I make R&B I sing song, it go ring it strong Ching, chong, 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 chong I joke, I joke, I kid, I kid If I defend, I'm sorry Please, please forgive For I am triumph, the puppet dog I am a mere puppet I can get away with anything I say And you will love it Who's this hype man screaming pee? <laughs> proof? Wow, was that proof? That's wow. Maybe. I mean, this is 04, you know? Proof right. is still with us. It's a real, that's a real fucking friend. Yeah, <laughs> screaming yeah. your pee song with you, you know? Yeah. All right. Even doing the, uh, the Ching Chong gimmick as well. Yeah. You know, backing him up on that. That's, that's real friendship. Getting canceled with your friend. You gotta love it. You gotta All fucking right. love it. R.I.P. proof. <laughs> That's right. Well, uh, eight minus for me. All Six right. plus for me. There's way worse on this album. But okay. it's it's not hitting for me. Alright. Fair enough. Well, uh, you wanna move on? Fuck it. We got more in store, don't we? We do. Uh, track 17, Crazy in Love, produced by Louise Resto and Eminem. I wish we were listening to that, you know? actually. That's that's Crazy in Love. This is a six minus. A uh, flat six for me. I will admit, though, because my very first note 
was this title is not real outside of the song from the mother too. You know, like there's only one crazy in love. Okay. We know what it is. It's Jay-Z and Beyonce. Okay. That shit is fire. It's, it's, it's a hit. It's a classic. This is not crazy. It's a classic. And this came after too. So he knew better. He knew better, but you know what it is? I'm, I'm going conspiracy style. Throw that X-Files music on. Oh man. All right. Uh, Let's see. I still have the Stephanie McMahon 9 11 video on YouTube. Okay. X Files theme. All right. Uh, let, it, let, it, let it rip. iTunes was a burgeoning digital marketplace, which would soon oh. take over physical sales. When you would type in Crazy in Love, the Beyonce song would come up. So, as a stroke of genius, Eminem thought, well, Hey, maybe I could have a song called Crazy in Love as well. And when people search Crazy in Love, they'll find Beyonce's song right next to mine. Wow. Wow. I'm on board. I'm, this is a moves theory and conspiracy that I'm fully on board with. Come on, it's the house of Interscope. They're always looking at them ways to market. Jimmy put them up to it. This, this is, he yeah. even He even dangled this heart sample crazy on you in front of him and said you want to do toy soldiers again with this fake come on you know you can't resist a a maudlin sample and here we go you want to let it rip it's heart crazy on you another one of these kind of like pop rock hair metal sort of you know uh gimmicks from the 80s all right let's do it heart crazy on you the math rock is going on this isn't it this can't be it is it Joplin vibes there, you know? Right. But yeah, this is heart crazy on you. The way it sounds is like, you know, kind of that dipset heat maker style in the way that the sample is utilized. But unfortunately, the beat itself, when the sample isn't doing the heavy lifting for the chorus, 
it's just really par for the course from you know a regular Eminem beat of this era. You've got like the synthy strings and that clicking sound in here. I mean, not much to write home about outside of the sped up sample. Another one that like heat makers should have just flipped the same sample for Dipset in the era we were covering on the uh, season 11 finale. But yeah, what kills this one for me, other than just like, you know, that ill-advised sequencing decision we were talking about earlier, putting Spend Some Time, Mockingbird, and then this in sequence, horrible, you know? He's doing the sing-songy rap flow on here the whole way through, and at times it's even hard for me to make out what he's saying since everything kind of sounds like it's all run-on. Yeah. We've had way too many records like this on the album already. We've already gotten puke and spend some time. This isn't even the last one on here. (laughs) We've already gotten too many of these in his career at this point. And if it wasn't for the sample... If I didn't like that sped up sample, I was going to probably go like five plus on this because I'm really not into the content here <sighs> or the I... delivery of it for that matter. I mean, what is the sing song? I don't like when Eminem is doing this on this album. He's done it like two <laughs> or three times already. The run on flow and melody doesn't work here for me because the topic is worn thin. All right. Enough. We like my first note was another one of these songs, like another one, you know, it just like, what it was like in this, like, what did, what do you expect me to say? You've heard this song already. I'll say this. There's fan theories that he's talking about rap on here. And it's one of those, like my relationship with the game type records, but he's actually dispelled this. He said, I kind of like to leave it as a mystique thing, but I would say that me and Kim have been in that place before where we've had a relationship like that. Yeah, we know Eminem. We've been together off and on forever. The song is technically about finding my dream girl that I could have this kind of relationship with, but probably will never find. They say you only find true love once. I've dated a few famous women and gone that route thinking that would work, and they end up being crazier than I am. I actually had that in the notes. I had to find something because I was like, why is this type of song still being made? So I was glad there was an explanation, but it's not a good one. <laughs> it's not a good one. It's just no more, please, please. But as we know, there, there is there's more. more. And there's, and there's it's more. not over yet with this album. It's not like he closes the book on this. Or his career, okay? Well, I think he did do a record... I don't remember on what album, but like there's a record where he kind of like lays the Kim shit to rest for good. It might have been MMLP2. Or maybe that was the mom record. I don't know. Yeah, I think maybe I'm confusing the two. Yeah. Okay, maybe it's the putting the mom shit to bed on MMLP2. Headlights. Yeah. Yeah, that song. I think he talked about Kim on air too, though. I don't know. Anyway. I don't care, actually. <laughs> That's what he doesn't understand, bro. Oh, man. <laughs> we don't want to hear about your mother, bro. Your wife, bro. <laughs> your mother, bro. Your daughter, bro. I want to be entertained, bro. <laughs> Promos, bro. Characters. <laughs> Cartoon characters, bro. Voices. 
Where's Triumph? <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I mean, look, you couldn't have done a song with the dog insulting your wife. <laughs> right. It has to be you again. Right. This. Oh, come on. Stop. He's in here. You know, they say that every man grows up to marry his own mother, which would explain why you're such a motherfucking bitch. I'm like, enough, man. Enough. And then you're doing what you don't usually do, but it's like you hit me first and provoke me to choke you. It's like, okay, now when we start detailing, like... Oh, when we're going into, like, mutual domestic violence, that's... I'm you just, know? I'm walking away. I, I'm going... Listen, I'm go, I'm going down the street to the gas station. I'm getting a Gatorade, and I'm getting a Reese's, and I'm going home. You know? He tried to get me talking about homie. vibrators and dildos, but I'm just hit like, the ghost I don't know. Like, oh, man. Oh, man. Well, I shouldn't be surprised. It's the biggest disappointment. We're going to hear from him. And we're running on empty with this subject matter in particular. And knowing it's not over, bring in the ghost. All right. Well, here he is. This is. This is. This is. <laughs> the worst running thing on Encore by far are the Kim records. Okay. Like, if you total up the score of all of them, you total up the score of all, like, the kind of serious introspective records like Mockingbird and, you know, uh, Toy Soldiers. You total up the fucking comedy records on here. The worst average is going to be these songs in particular. Right. Enough already, man. Yeah. And if you must, just one, not four. Four? Uh, yeah. I'm not crazy in love with this one. So. I ain't got nothing else. You got I don't have else? anything. What do you want me to do? I got this is, okay? <laughs> this is, right. Okay. Well, let's keep going. Uh, track 18, one shot, two shot, featuring D12, produced by uh, Luis Resto and Eminem. Oh, man. Man. Almost. Six plus. <laughs> Eight minus. My I, favorite you know, I song understand. on the whole album. Wow. I, you, you know what? I get it. And honestly, my my theory, no X-Files music needed. This was like recorded in the D12 World uh, sessions. And he just liked it and wanted to save it for his album because he knew he was going to want to put D12 on his album. Okay. That makes sense. That's all. That sense. Like that, It very much has the spirit of, like, the D12 first singles, actually. It's very much a my band, Purple Pills type of record. Not with as catchy a chorus as those two songs, but with the same energy from the members. It's not like, even though it's one shot, two shot, it's very comedic. The vi- It's good violence, you know? It's classic, sure. like, absurd D12. And, yes. you know... I, I, I got to say, this is Tempo Man adjacent as well. And reminds me a bit of the record Ain't Nothing But Music from the first D12 album. I, I sent you that in the email earlier. Yes, you did. All so right. if you want to play that, and then you can All play right. one shot and see if you feel me. Maybe it's a tempo thing. All right, here we go.
It's shit like this I kick to these rich white kids Who just might see how fucked up this sick life is Oops, I did it again, didn't I? My shit's harder to figure out than what Britney's tit size is I probably pissed you off again, didn't I, bitch? So what? Whoever seen a gag, I never kiss my grits You know how many shits I give? I wish I did So I could quit giving these twisted little kids ideas This just in, Britney just this just in She just fucked Ben, got hit fucked if Ashley can get his ass licked, how come I can't shit? Goddamn, bitch, I'm rich, I can't understand this. All those bitches are made of us together on the internet. As close as I'm ever gonna get to hitting it from the back. And shit, when it comes to that, I hit harder from the back than ever last. When he's plugging me through in his fucking ass. Just give me one more chance. <laughs> I already hear what you hear, but uh, yeah, here's one shot, two shot. That is the moment where I'm like, oh, this is my first note. I said, how shoes got shot. Instant takeaway. How so shoes I got thought. shot. <laughs> he got, I, I figured I had to love it. How shoes got shot. I'm disappointed in you. You were disappointed in me over the skit early. I'm disappointed in you. How shoes get shot. You got nothing for I this? know, right? Well, here's the thing, though. I'm not ruling out this going up because here are my only issues. The beat doesn't move me all the way, and I don't like the chorus. But the okay. verses are all competent and the, clear and humorous, oh the especially verses bizarre. Are all comedy, and okay, I agree. Bizarre's shit is hilarious. Nigga, what and about Eminem your wife? Gets, Nigga, you know, fuck my wife. <laughs> he, he gets like an extended verse, and he kills it. Yeah. Like if M was rapping this good on the rest of this album, and this is why I think that this is from the D12 World sessions. If he was uh. like. Maybe D12 just needed to be around him and he would have been on less drugs and still having fun and making good records. He really <laughs> goes in on this. Like, this reminds me of, like, Mixtape M or, or, you know, like the D12M. I love the D12, the two D12 albums, you know, the major label albums from them. He's hanging around his friends, you know? And this falls right in line with those two albums. And, you know, for this being my favorite record... I don't have that much to say about it. It literally just sounds like something that I like amongst, you know, a bunch of other songs from this group that I like. I'm a D12 man, and I'm proud to say I love one shot, two shot in a major way. <laughs> uh, well, you like it a lot in a major way, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> um... uh, not even in a major way. Cause it's an eight minus. I like uh-huh. it a lot. All right. Right. Let's not go, let's not, you know, add to that. <laughs> um, Yeah, listen, Bizarre had a perfect verse to me. Perfect verse alert. Agreed. He just has a Agreed. way of that, like, monotone sort of stilted delivery of, like, he absurd things. He always has things. my first he nails or that. second favorite verse on any D12 song that he's on, that Eminem is also on. Yeah. He's, the, he's the one guy that sometimes actually, like, outshines Eminem for me. And he we just, did the Bizarre... Rav Express, you know, 
few Andy months Fergus. or yeah. weeks back. You know, you know, y'all lied about Bizarre. You lied about him. There are moments where I'm like, okay, I see what people mean, but ultimately, he's not a bad rapper. Like the worst rapper ever. Like y'all tried to say, no way. No, he actually manages to stand out in a group with a lot of people in it. Right. Okay. I just I love I love the way he can deliver bat shit things with the like a, a, just a straight voice. Oh shit, the shooter's coming. <laughs> yeah, like, dude. That the gunshot. That's the sound of the Glock. <laughs> but the house shoes shit made me just like I I don't think I remembered that line <laughs> back in the day. You know, or even if I knew who house shoes was back in '04. You know, right. Right. So Hearing it now but... is just a 10. It's hilarious. Oh my okay. God. It's amazing. <laughs> Given, um, you know, the whole thing with house shoes and, you know, the Colts and everything like that. Right. I thought you okay. at least, you know, had hit, hit Bro, this with a seven mile. I'm telling you, my note was DJ house shoes or house shoes like got shot beat, instant takeaway. Like, I will admit this. It sounded better after the song you brought in, after hearing, um, Ain't nothing but music. So, yeah. This is the one song on this album where I said it could go up. Like, I have a feeling it could go up. This is the um, one for me. Like, now that I've, you know, really thoroughly re-evaluated this album, I'm not going to forget about this song. Well, I'm not going to forget about it either in the sense that it's, you know, on the 6 Plus playlist. You know, so when a new audit comes around, you know, I'll be I'll be checking to see if my feelings have changed. You know, uh, Caniva had a great verse. Everybody had a good verse that fit the record. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I love the callback. I was in saying M&M's everyone's verse. in like D twelve single mode on here. It's great. Yeah, you know, um, Eminem's like double size verse where he's calling back to everything that's transpired so far. He's like, wait a minute. I think I just saw Bizarre. Nah, I guess not. What the fuck? I oh my God, that. it was. And I never saw him run so fast in my life. Look at him all ass. I think he left his wife. Having a mazel tov. Yeah. Bullet whizzed right by my ear. Damn near shot it off. Thank God I'm alive. Gotta find Danon. Where the fuck is Vaughn? He usually you know. tucks one on him. Wait a minute. I think I just saw Bizarre. You know, all that you're saying, like the way that he's just able to be free on here, you know, is great. It's low stakes, but he's really rapping. (sighs) It's a shame we couldn't get more of it, but that's the encore experience. But, uh, yeah, shout out to everybody's verse. Everybody. You know, but maybe oh, one day this the highlight of the whole damn fucking album to me. I'm glad you had that experience. But it's all downhill from here, obviously. <laughs> well, uh, you want to move on? Yeah, like I said, didn't have a whole lot to say here, but really like it. Recommend it. All right. Well, track 19, Final Thought. This is a skit, I guess, uh-huh. produced by Eminem. Uh, six minus. Wolves and Mel Connect. Now, here's my issue with this one. We really get the real skit at the end of, you know, curtains at the end of 
the next track. Right. This is very anticlimactic. Why in the world is this its own track? Why was this not attached to it's Encore? A no, it's a nothing other than you hear the gun, you know, the gun get loaded or something at the very end. I don't even think I remember hearing that. This, the only reason it's not a five for me is I said that like the little music sounds like the contemplation music in I think Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Like that. This is the most useless thing on the whole album. If they were going to, yeah. you know, they've been hinting towards the whole gun grand finale thing. That happens at the end of Encore. But so, what's weird is... What is this? I, Why is this? Why can't we just get this right after the D12 song? the you know the encore song why what what is this here for i i'm confused because nothing happened you hear walking i guess like the squeaking of the curtain nothing's happening okay, but faintly happening. you hear what happens at the end of the next song for some reason that's like, what i'm telling you it's like th- that's where you get it's weird but why is that there resolution though? from all the stuff that's been hinted at but like this is a nothing this is the most nothing thing on the whole album. It's not, but like, why is that part preview though? It's like, is it supposed to literally be like his thought of doing it before he does it? Like, I, I it's, it's so, it's just, it's so. Why no, is you here? just, you just hear the like the chamber get loaded or the gun cock? That's all you at the very end, and then it goes right into the record. No, you hear very faintly, you hear like the ending of the next track where he's like, oh. you're coming with me. It's like, why is that in there? I didn't hear that. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, it's in there. Hold on a second. I got I to play because it's one of the only things that ha- like, listen to this, people. You hear it? Oh, okay. Yeah, I do. Yeah, like, why is that in there? Okay, I didn't hear that. That's, like, really deep, like, yeah. buried in there. Um, That's someone leaving the venue, it sounds like, when what's about to happen at the end of the next track is happening. But why is it... Why wouldn't... I don't... There's right. no way to properly convey that in this time. Because it hasn't happened yet, and then once it happens, playing that would almost be a flashback to a couple seconds earlier. Don't do this. It doesn't make sense. I don't know what it is. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. So It's a nothing. And maybe it'd be a nothing. It'd be a five if not for the music that's happening. I'm gonna say this. It'd maybe be worse than a nothing in its current state because it's fucking with the, like our sense of time. Unless this is all fake. What is this? I don't know. I don't know. Are we to believe that this is real? Or is this like Joker, you know, or like Taxi Driver? Like, is it all a dream? Fuck track 19, final thoughts skit. Those are my feelings, okay? Uh, six minus. It's the most useless skit on here. Yeah. Makes the skit it, man it actually uh, adds confusion guess if you really try thing. to think about it too much. Yeah, I know it does. What I'm saying, like, we I don't, don't know, know what's what going here on for. here, so we should just move on. Track twenty, encore slash curtains down, featuring Fifty Cent and Dr. Dre. 
Produced by Dr. Dre and Mark Batson. Flat six. In a in a pathetic last ditch attempt to be welcomed back into, you know, the bloodline. Seven minus. Oh my god! Uh, All right, so I'm just I'm just gonna break this down real simple, okay? The we came through to set this party off right. He's interpolating uh, "Strawberry Letter 23" by the Brothers Johnson, which is also on the Jackie Brown soundtrack. I put it in the fucking folder because it's a great song. We should listen to it. Who? I know the Brothers Garcia. No, this is the Brothers Johnson. Not Big okay. Johnson either. All right. That, that ain't his name no more. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, all right. Let me quote this. Uh, it's, it's Strawberry Johnson. What is it? No, it's Strawberry Letter 23. Right. Okay. Right. The brother Originally Johnson. written and performed by Shuggy Otis, who we'll talk about next week on the show. But okay. this is uh, the version... That was, you know, sampled. This is the one that was cleared. So, you know, you'll you'll hear it in the vocal melodies. All right. Well, here we go. I know this. Yeah. Set this party off right, let's mess tonight. We cut it open through the front door, let's come inside, you know? I do. Hello, my love. No, goodbye. <laughs> yeah, we heard what we needed to hear. No, um, goodbye, my hate. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's what I was saying at the end of the uh, Kid Cudi yeah, review. Classic song. A good song. Good song. Yeah, but this isn't. So yeah, and, this uh, this is this is what I'm going to say because I really don't have much to say on this one. I've never really thought much of this record. We're kind of back to like never enough territory here, except Fifty Cent gets even less screen time than he did on that one. Um, this is. Tunchi energy <laughs> with this like propping up like this like halfway catatonic Dr. Dre to try to get him to do detox and he doesn't want to do that. We know what he wants to do. He wants to mix. And alright, this is my reasoning for the 7 minus and it's maybe the flimsiest explanation for a rating I've ever given. But when Eminem says club banger, I automatically give the song a seven minus minimum. Now, looks like another club banger. Eminem and Akon smack that. That's like a maybe a minus. Probably a minus. This is a seven minus. This isn't as good. But it's another club banger. You know? No, it ain't. And <laughs> no, I'm, it ain't. I'm, I'm going with whatever M says is a club banger. It's a fucking club banger. He's my guy. He's like my guy to determine, you know, what is and is not a club banger. I'm obsessed with the fact that he has to call it out in the lyric. Here we go, clip banger. It's another club banger. 
<laughs> I follow you. Look, I'm goofy male, so I understand. I do. 50 is but... just like in the background the whole time. He's barely doing anything. <clears throat> Dr. Dre is being coerced here. Dr. Dre is Ric Flair, and Eminem is Triple H in this scenario. And Ric Flair is like wrestling with a t shirt on and like not wanting to really get back in the ring and like make a big to do of himself anymore. And, you know, Triple H is trying to remind him like, you're Ric Flair, you know, inadvertently he's reminding him to also, you know, do bad things to an airline attendant in a few months. But, you know, he's trying to get him to find his confidence again, find his swag again, be Ric Flair again, you know? And I get the sense with like the threat of like, don't worry about that detox album. We're going to make Dre do it. That's what this song sounds like. This song sounds like Eminem is not holding the fictional audience at gunpoint, ready to kill them at the end with this skit we'll talk about. But he's actually holding Dr. Dre hostage to make this song. This is the most like made under duress song I've ever heard. This is not a club banger, okay? It's not. This this beat is like the most like Dre make the beat, and he's like, uh, okay, oh uh, yeah, hell yeah, and and he starts making the beat, and you know he points the gun at Fifty, and he's like, you're not leaving until the record's done. We might need you, and Fifty's just like, oh, point the gun at someone else, man. You know, and everyone's under duress here. This is like a comical record to me. Like, this is a headcanon, Mool's wacky scenario. Like, Eminem is just like, we need to make the most, like, generic Interscope record humanly possible. This is Owen Hart and Mankind going out, trying to see if they can get a one-star match. As a rib, in a bit, between themselves. Like, I have to assume... This is either a rib on like Jimmy Iovine and on the entire music industry, or this is, you know, Dr. Dre and 50 Cent being held at gunpoint by Eminem to make the most generic song they could possibly conceive. And I can't not appreciate it on this weird subtextual level that I've, you know, developed my own little headcanon for. And I have no reasonable explanation for actually liking this. It's fucking trash. Well, I'm glad you know it because this record, I, I, I get none of that from the, this is. We don't care. This is, we don't care. The song. This is really bothers music. me. Okay. It killed me to hear the critics say in part one, like, oh, this was a booming, thumping banger. Like it's triumph. Like it gets, no, it's fucking not. This is what bothers me is like, okay, this is supposed to be your retirement album. And this is the final track. I mean, and he's saying you know, we're doing I'm the deluxe edition. to leave the game without saying goodbye. So like, here's the big goodbye song. It's like, this is this? your career ending song. This is beneath everyone I on the record. It's I can't not a help hit. but laugh. I'm sorry. This is a comedy song to me. I wish. I could laugh, but I'm just disgusted that this is how you're ending your retirement album. Like, this is ridiculous. Well, um, he's officially going to end it with the big, you know, you're come, who's coming with me, or you're all coming with me, and he's going to shoot everybody. No, okay, just no. Uh, Dr. Dre is just, you think he's under gunpoint. Honestly, I think he's reveling in this because... This is another opportunity. This is the song where I realize I'm like, you know what? Dr. Dre 
and we know people write for him, but I think he's enlisting to write this. He spent so much time rapping about his own mythology. He really does. Like, you know, the buzz is tremendous. We, you know, we, I don't got to promote it for you to know that Doc is coming off the benches. Critics say that Doc is soft. Doc is, he's always talking about what people are saying about him. Well, you someone know? else is saying that they're writing for him and they're, that's how right. They he's write. asking them to do this. And it's like, yeah. he's a regular, like he's worse than Jay much worse. Cause it's just like every, every single verse. Well, imagine like if Jay Dre. dropped, imagine if Jay just dropped like reasonable doubt and then the blueprint and then like Magna Carta and that's it. <sighs> Bro. Like, what was he saying? Forgot literally the song is forgot about Dre. Okay? And that whole thing. He's, you know, you know me, still the same OG, hated on, and you know, well, forgot about lawful about of plaques. Still, still Dre. Both both still Dre. Still Dre. Okay, like haters the critics say Dre fell off. You I you know I'm telling you, bro. Like, this is the song where I'm hitting... Like, this is his favorite thing to rap about, is this supposed fall-off or these doubters. It's like, bro, here's the... For the record, I don't I don't know who these people are that he's speaking of. Like, I've only ever seen people really praise this guy as, like, a hip-hop legend. Like, what are we talking about? It would about? be like if all D'Angelo ever sung about was, like, people in the fucking, like, R&B game trying to knock him off the top, you know, and because he doesn't drop that much. It's like... How do you say I fell off? My last album was Voodoo. Bro, it's crazy, bro. Like Very invested in his own mythology. And I think he may have like transmuted that to Eminem, and that's why we got that last relapse was eh. That's where that came from. Like maybe Dre's neurosis is like <laughs> rubbed off. Of, yeah, rubbed off on like Eminem after I mean look, we see Triple H booking WWE. Clearly a lot of Vince's you know, um, philosophies rubbed off on him over the years. And I feel like this is a similar situation. It's like his sensei, you know, it's like the guy that like taught him to be a star essentially. Yeah. Yeah. That's why he's a fucking, I need a doctor. Okay. Where again, Dre is when the chips were down, you laughed at us because you know, he, Thankfully, scrapped detox. And remember, hold up, wait a minute, let me put some Kush up in it. You remember Kush? No, I don't remember that shit. Thankfully. Yeah, listen, I don't want to hear Dre talking about himself on this, like, end of career Eminem song. For a while, we on the charts with a bullet and still quieted. This is like the exact year Dre started sounding like a zombie to me. Yeah, man. Ugh. Um, this is very weekend at Bernie's, honestly. For what it's worth, I mean, like the actual, some of the actual verse content from Eminem makes sense to be on this like end of career record, you know, talking about spoke to a generation of angry teenagers, right, spoke, about how he bridged the gap. Keeping them from being racist. Yeah. You know, but like it's being overshadowed by like Dre. It's like, you're not done. Eminem's done. Let him talk. (laughs) 
Like Eminem's not done. Just like well, we know now, he wasn't done. But his cap could have been done. You know, if you listen to relapse and drugs, almost took him out. Anyway, he ends with this skit that doesn't really land, where he shoots up the audience. You know, it coming with me. You know, it's... none of the skits have landed for me. It's just, it's not what it was. And now we reach the bonus disc, which, unfortunately, that fucking deluxe album was released the same day in the most widely available format at the time. We got yeah. three more tracks to do. All right. Well, so here's the thing. This is my question before we move on. You know, Eminem, I almost forgot, you know, you're coming with me and he kills everybody. But he doesn't kill all of us. He only kills the people that didn't get the deluxe edition. <laughs> Everyone who got the deluxe is spared. We have three more songs, and then we get to walk away. This is just him killing the, the cheapskates who only bought the standard. Classic Interscope tactics. Yep. Yeah. Because we're so. still here, motherfuckers. Lucky us. They tried to kill your famous, your favorite. They did. They really did. But we're, we're coming around. I don't want oh, this shit. thing to be 15 hours. <laughs> well, uh... Can we make it through the to... next... With the, does the bonus disc deserve the brisk pace? I mean, it's going to get it because I don't have much to say. These are nothing songs. why they're on the bonus disc, but... Yeah, look, okay. Uh, track 21, We as Americans, produced by Eminem. Uh, flat 6. Mules and Mel Connect, flat six. Now, I'll say this, obviously, with the title, We as Americans, you'd think like, oh man, this is going to be like another mosh. It's not as bad as mosh. The title is almost a bit misleading in that sense. You know, it deals with more than just like the George Bush stuff and the war at the time. It's dealing with like domestic and social issues and the police and a whole lot of stuff that he touches on on here. It just doesn't sound like that drudge of mosh, you know, at points he even sounds like eight mile era Eminem on here. The beat though, totally sank it. It's way too low key. Also at points, it feels like a little chintzy and overproduced at the same time. So, I don't know. The music wasn't connecting for me. Some of the rapping was good, but eh, I'm I'm really I'm really fucking I'm I'm almost going to hit that button. Look, man. He's rapping about him being on probation for carrying the gun when he pissed yeah, with that nigga over kind of stemming from that, you know, stuff he was talking about on the Eminem show. And it's like, we as Americans, like, get this fucking Second Amendment ass song out of here. I don't, I don't, <laughs> is the drop still in it? We don't care! Okay, that you can't have a gun anymore, so now you gotta bring, you know, citizens defending themselves into it. It's like, we as Americans, we are just citizens. Like, all right, we don't in this care. intro, it's like, there's an intruder. Like, what are we doing? You know, like, we're wasting time. Everybody's time is being wasted right now. Flashing that time. flashlight on my ass. Where was Dre's you at last time, night when the assholes ran time. up on my grass? He's like the mad audience. at the cops because like stalkers are on his grass. He's like, 
you know, they took away my right to bear arms. What am I supposed to fight with? Bear palms? Bro, you're a freaking million. Get security. You don't have to fight. What are you doing? I get it. Like, okay, so like your image, you're not supposed to have security? You know, like... Cut cut Mosh, put this in Mosh's place, and if you, you know... if you cut them both. Cut them both. Oh, cut them both. (laughs) Fuck it. Cut Cut them both, both. all right? Now, here's the thing. Verse 2 is actually good. He's rapping well. I'm telling I, you, I really like the line. Well, I feel like on the whole song, but I don't care. I don't like the beat, yeah. and I'm I'm not just like I'm not grading performances here. I'm grading enjoyment. I like uh, this is good. We got a buzz spreading quicker than making paper airplanes out of a twenty. You know, for all the cokeheads out there, that's a good bar. But listen, this is we, this song is unneeded. And my only other note comes from the bad website. Some stand in the comments named HH. Said these lyrics from M between '99 and 2004 were so good. Every song was a classic, and I said, "Yeah, relax, Hulk Hogan." Okay, every song is not a classic. All right, I'm sorry to break it to you. Look, look, brother, look, dude, he's right. We as Americans, brother, okay, we need to be armed, dude. It's a bad hombres out there. (laughs) Okay, get shut the fuck up. All right. We're done. You know, as many times as I watch that video of him listening to Jeezy, I love it in the car. Yeah. I can't make him unracist. He hasn't made a yellow brick road yet. (laughs) Down the red and yellow brick road, dude. Hulkamaniacs say they heard a taping and it ain't that bad, but it was. (laughs) 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 Yeah. You know... Anyway. Just lose uh, it, brother. <laughs> so crazy, dude. <laughs> That's basically he came back and tried to tell us to just lose it and, and hulk out with him again. It's like, bro, we we still remember what you said, all right? That was terrible anyway. late, dude. <laughs> hulk Hogan would Imagine hulk him like Hogan. trying to like buy himself some good saying like, No, that that's the real me, brother. It's not Hogan who you, you know and love. Like that was me. That's basically what he's saying. It's almost kind of honorable when you think about it that way. Like, he, he himself is willing to take the fall, but, like, don't give up on Hogan, dude. Okay? That's why Hogan's I'm bigger a than maniac. You know, Terry Belay is a piece of shit racist, but I'm still a Hulkamaniac, brother, because he made that distinction. Terry Belay has said those statements. And Terry Belay is a bad man. <sighs> I'm a sinner, dude. Probably going to sin again, brother. You know, that is a deep level of, like, self-hatred and, and, like, depression when you you are willing to throw your actual identity under the bus to save the, the, the creation. Character. Yeah, he's like, you the character is not racist. I am, okay? Just the character means more to him than himself. Which As it is, should. It's, it's deeply heartbreaking. It is. No, no, it's not. It would it would be deeply heartbreaking if he was, like, Scotty too hottie and he felt that way about himself. But this is Hulk Hogan, dude. Okay. Uh, anyway, I've got nothing else. All right, you want to move on? Yeah, of course I want to move on. You think I want to be here right now at this point? <laughs> Track twenty-two. I love this you fun more. anymore. <laughs> Reduced by Louise Resto and Eminem. Uh, sorry, I lied. I thought it was a five minus, but no, it's a flat five. Damn it. I thought we could have connected on a five minus. Five minus. How do you know this is the one? <laughs> I, I knew. I had to know. Okay. All right. You Look, said it was in the bonus tracks, and it had to be this one. It's the third worst song on the album to me. 
behind uh, fucking vomit. What's it called? Puke. And uh, he's gonna puke. Between puke and uh, mosh. <laughs> well, I'm hitting it. Mosh okay, I got. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is running on empty. Thank you. Yeah, I needed I'm, it. I'm All right, because empty. I was gonna ask for it. We got Mosh and Thrasher versus uh, fucking the uh, the damn. What's happening? <laughs> what are we doing? Bro, I'll tell you what's happening. I just these. I very few notes. I said we are in the damn trailer. Now I'm confused about this one because when I came back to finish my notes, I didn't remember I wrote Ooh. this. I I wrote. It's shit like this, dot, 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 that makes me angry about not having an apartment. I don't know why I wrote that. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I was, like, why I wrote, why did I write this? I don't, you, but you something about the song. It's shit like this that gives a lot of those people who talk about Call of Duty and Mountain Dew and punching holes in the walls a lot of fucking credence. You know, like. We've defended this- Eminem against the people who make fun of him about that stuff because some of his early shit is really good and it's been tainted by shit like this. I throw you on the couch, punch you in the mouth. No, it's like this is no. what they say he is. Don't you know? do that. Over this I'm a soldier ass beat. Okay. Nah, like, listen, this is uh, don't don't even don't even, you know, desecrate the good name of I'm a soldier here, okay? The beat sounds the same to me, you know, similar at least. And he's it's just going like, into that same territory with the unstable relationship with Kim and look, most of the songs We're in the trailer. Okay. <laughs> we we're in the trailer for sure. Most of the songs that like were about him and Kim up into this point were you know, hateful towards her, but I guess this song, he's trying to show why they are the way they are. And the point is like, no matter how fucked up the two of them are, there's this like undeniable love that keeps them together or some shit. Like what the fuck? No, it's called a toxic relationship. And I'm stuck in this fucking trailer with these two as they fling things back and forth and then fuck and then fight. And I'm just like, can I go? The like, violence please, on can here I leave? is like it's not even performed like on the record, Kim. Like the, all the domestic shit, you know. I'm not like not really into it. And this is the kind of song I feel like probably did cause some actual domestic violence. Like Eminem fans listening to this who don't know how to properly have or how to have healthy relationships with women are listening to this sex is too damn good if i ran who would i run to that would be this soft this and warm. is the genesis like, of <laughs> that type of eminem record officially like the kind of weird trailer parks domestic violence records that you get on like recovery revival mmlp2 no matter yeah. what you say or what you do, I'm going to hunt you down till I find you. No. Brought you the flowers and candy. You threw it back at me. This is like this is actually one of those songs that it's like in the wrong hands. It's going to lead to some bad situations. Don't. No. 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 <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> no. This is, just, this is just reached a place where like you need to just see a therapist and no longer make records about this subject anymore 
We get yes, it. Yes, this is Mel. It sounds like it's a four. You feel nothing about this? It sounds like you feel something about this. You know, no, what I what I feel, I'm the content is yes, it's below a five. But hey, this I told you, I'm a soldier ass beat. I like a soldier. So that's the only real saving grace of this thing. It'd be a four well, with again, the worst beat. Um I would give it a four if he was rapping poorly on here, but unfortunately, he's actually rapping with like a lot more conviction than i've heard him rap on because he loves this topic he just loves it so he's going in on this beat but i do not like hearing what he's rapping about at all i just love whooping this stupid whore's ass okay this is some guzzling horror music okay you know i can't deal with this anymore from him okay you're really actually making me uncomfortable now you know what did i give this the song kim when we did that album I think a six plus. We know you gave it like a ten. No, I didn't. <laughs> okay, I gave it a fucking. I give it shit. I gave it a flat seven. You gave it a six plus. I gave it a six plus, and if I could recall, I was saying like the performance of everything is really good and intense and all of that, but I don't like hearing this. It's uncomfortable to listen to, but I can appreciate that it's you know, well-crafted, even though it's not for me. I don't really think, like, this is well-crafted, even though he's rapping well on here. This shouldn't exist. Can we move on? I don't want to be here in this trailer. I don't. I'm waiting on them to tell me I can leave. They're forcing me to, like, hold the camera, you know? Can we wrap this up? Can we can we do it? I think we can. Okay. Track 23, Ricky Ticky Talk. Okay. Produced Ooh, by Eminem. I know Ricky Ricky Ricky. I know her too. Shout out to Ricky Ricky Ricky. Uh but uh this is not as good as Ricky Ricky Ricky. Six plus. Seven minus, actually. Probably, you know, on par for me. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, look, man. What do you want me to say? Beat, beats, whatever. But I'm on empty. Okay, it's some actually yeah. some of his best rapping, diary or otherwise. But it's too late. Agreed. I don't. I agree with I'm you. I'm on empty. Uh, it's the only one of the three bonus tracks I actually enjoy. I think the beat could be better, but I really like M on here. I feel like we're getting shades of Eminem show mixtape Eminem again which, you know, he pops up like that a couple times in the album. And every time he does, I like it. You know, I, I like this. I would I would have liked this on the album instead of something that I didn't like. I'm done. Yeah. I can't, I can't talk about this album anymore. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Look. It's not know, humanly possible to say more things about Encore. It was a disappointment, right? Is it disappointing? And, like, and, and talked about why for so many hours. I do want to remind people too, because I know you're like, it's like you guys are so caught up in reviewing albums. Like, do you just like think about it as a song? No, we 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 have to think it's a song. We're listening to a song, but like it's a flat six because even outside of this album, even if it wasn't track twenty three on this bloated album, the beat would still be whatever to me. It'd still be a six plus. Oh, this you is know? a seven minus to me, no matter where it is on the album. Right. It's for the record. Right. Like we are thinking about these songs as songs, but it's like, 
I'm telling you how it fits in the album, and I'm telling you how, how it feels as a song. Why too. it like doesn't work in track 23 and suggests it should be moved up into the actual album. I like it. There's a lot of songs on the album I don't like. So if we took one of those off and put this on there, it'd be a seven minus. And for me, it just sounds like an outtake. So I wouldn't move it anywhere. I would just remove it completely. Ain't no right. bonus. Okay. Ain't no Rico so, Tico. Okay. No, ain't no Rico Tico. All right. All right. Good rapping, Eminem, but Good rap, get a better beat and cut the album off. Okay, where's where's I got a new drop? Okay, and I'm gonna have to use this. I feel like a lot this season, but yeah, Jesus Christ! At this point, cut the shit off. Cut it off. Okay, we're done. Do you want to rank this thing? Yeah, I just want to apologize, guys. I feel like this is almost an inhumane length. Listen, this is our longest episode thus far, but no shit. at the same time. We told you what we were. We're extreme podcasters, and there are no limits to this. No. Okay? And we listen, we had a lot of backed up rab in our systems. Okay? We had to we lost a week. All right. We lost a week. (laughs) There's a lot to catch up with. All right. And 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 folks, wolves can cuss. Both of our necks hurt. I'm coming off of an illness that has killed people. As you all know. What's that? COVID. Oh, right, right, right. You know? I was thinking about the neck. I'm like, ah! Neck injuries maybe have killed people. I don't know. But COVID definitely has, all right? And I'm not saying I was at risk of dying. I'm just saying, you know, it took some recovery. I'm still not fully recovered, okay? But, you know, it's <laughs> disappointing album you know it's 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 this season we're dealing with disappointment so it's it's a weird energy you know biggest you know biggest right biggest not smallest not medium size the biggest disappointments and we got to explain why all right i mean in a season that you know a lot of the commentary is going to skew negative we have to explain ourselves or you know less people end up painting us as some kind of haters you know Tell them about Mules and Mel, you know? Tell them that Mules and Mel were, were lovers, not hate, not together, obviously. Like, <laughs> oh, you know, they were, All right, okay. Where they is were it? Lo- you know, they loved... Um, they loved rap <laughs> and music. And, you know, what, what, what happened was they were struck by lightning, you know, when they were trying to go fly a kite. And yeah, I want to put that out there, man. This man ain't never seen me naked. I ain't never seen to. him naked. We don't desire to do no shit like that. We ain't going out like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, so. Yeah, all right. Do you want to write I deserve this a double quarter pounder with cheese meal for this <laughs> episode. I do. I can't. I, I can't eat McDonald's in my weakened state. I cannot do that to myself. Because they led us into the very front door. No, no. Okay, no. Uh, you know, we're, we're we are ranking this thing. Okay. I never. Want we're not to going eat back McDonald's three tracks without at least doing a little drive by. You know, drive through. <laughs> Folks, 
like eight out of twenty three on on this thing. That's okay. great. That's it's a, a fucking, no, it's a fucking disappointment. Is what it is. On, we are well on our way to an Illmatic level album with two more takeaways. Once you like that D twelve song, no, I need more than two takeaways. You're gonna like the D twelve song eventually. You're gonna half. like nine. You're gonna like nine. I need twelve songs to be over half. You're not doing that. That's not happening. I know. Thirty four percent takeaway for me. Okay, eight out of twenty three. What do you like? Ten on this. Yeah, I like 10. I got an Illmatic out of this thing. There's an Illmatic. No, no you didn't. Within <laughs> you two more tracks. Encore's Deluxe Edition, you have a 10-track <laughs> classic, Illmatic. Oh, okay. Yeah, if well, you it's not a classic because there's only it. one eight. It's even a disappointment as an Illmatic. <laughs> At the end of these disappointment albums, we're going to have to spin it. Like the stands into like, <laughs> yeah. At the end of every review, it's like, oh, Wait, I got ten songs. How it's many songs did I like that you didn't like? Uh, oh, I don't know. Uh, well, you know, we never might, enough. Like, uh, never enough. Or how many did you one like? One shot, that I didn't two like, shot, you know? one shot. Okay. Encore, curtains down, Ricky Tiki Talk. My first That's, single, I think okay. five. You know, six. I don't know. Six is that six? I don't. So know. you like? Uh, that's fourteen. If you take the six <laughs> that you don't like of mine, that's and like with the you moles and mel songs together. I guess. Yeah, I, you I got a fourteen. Know. Listen, you got another club band. You know? No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> okay, listen. A hundred forty-seven out of two hundred thirty. 63% average for me. This is 6.3 enjoyment, all right? You got 144. I actually enjoy this thing more than you, well, but we're both disappointed. This. I don't enjoy it. I do not you know, enjoy 144 it. 144 out of 230, 62% average for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, no matter how you slice Encore, it is a disappointment. We've settled the score. Our, our first album of the season, it's no matter how you divvy it up, it's a disappointment, okay? All right, these are two men here, Mules and Mel, okay? We like different songs, but no, we can't we can't act like this thing is great. Even if, even not. with the 14 out of 23, it wouldn't be no class. It wouldn't be it no nothing. It still wouldn't. You put t- all of our takeaways together. It's, no Listen. amount of it, it's like me trying to get to Cal 2000 into the record club for myself, and I'm like, I can't, I can't do it, I can't do it. Look, folks, Mules has a 52.5 percent weighted. I have a 48.5. Yes, that is a rap rankings weighted rating of 50.5 percent. Now the board's Encore. in a bit of disarray right now. To you know, for, yeah, oh, man, to, I gotta uh, do the updates. Yeah, the updates. Oh, so God. where does this fall? What did you say? Fifty percent. Fifty point five. Okay, 5. for for right now, I believe it's above AI Youngboy by NBA Youngboy and below Wu Tang Forever, and it's at one hundred thirty seven. But it could be like it, it's going to be in that general area. But because of the audit that took place. It's not even in the top 100, guys. Who gives a shit? And it's yeah, not in it's... the bottom 10, so it's not making even a significant impact, you know, outside of the top 100. It's a disappointment. That's what what that's what it is. The world said it was. Mose and Mel investigated, and we found the world to be correct. Yes, the world is really correct. Is. The first disappointment but... has been checked off. They were correct. No matter how you slice it, Encore was indeed... A disappointment and we for sure got into why but next week mel 
Oh, it's new. It's new danger. Well, considering we're in like this uh, time schism, I we we know how we feel about this thing already. We haven't recorded it yet, but we've recorded some of it with Misha. Yep. I know my ratings. Like, yeah, more disappointment to come. <laughs> okay, absolutely. Okay, so Season stay 12. tuned. And uh, if anyone ever makes that, you know, best rap kind of like on air freestyle mixtape, don't include what we did tonight. Don't include us slipping and falling and tearing our fucking quads over niggas lose it. Okay. I figured I would try for the audience and then I failed. I'm sorry. <laughs> Look, even mine, we're still on the injured list. We really are. And, and I got I, I'm not into making all. excuses, but like it's okay. true. It's No one was ever cleared. Nobody's cleared. No, we were not. Mules and Mel, if actually checked out by doctors, would probably not be cleared. So we're not cleared, but we had to get the season started. We did. We we had to do it and they tried to kill your famous, your favorites, but it's a whole season of disappointment. Strap in, get ready, and I'm apologizing in advance for the length of this episode. <laughs> See you next week. Good night, folks. Peace.